by BTOsports.com Coming to you live from Las Vegas right outside the Lion's Den with your hosts Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody! We're live from Las Vegas February 2nd 2015. Thanks for listening. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, comes in hot tonight. Chad Reed, Cole Seeley, Dean Wilson, Zach Osborne. That's right. Take those four guests. Cram it up your cram hole, everybody. It's a solid lineup. And we thank you for listening. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing. Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Black Ops Moto. That's right, Black Ops Moto is back with us. We're very excited about that. We, uh, let me tell you a little bit about them, in case you don't remember from other shows. Four times more energy than that of a stock condition coil. The Black Ops motor coils are designed for two-stroke and four-strokes, as well as the vintage and Evo bikes. Stop overlooking the obvious and replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils today. Better throttle response, better horsepower. BlackOpsMoto.com. 15% off discount if you uh, go on the website and tell them you listen to the show. And uh, also, too, uh, if you've got a KTM, we have uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Uh, Pulpamex 15 saves you 15%. Uh, 35 years in business, aftermarket parts and accessories for KTM. That's right. Check them out. Uh, hey, if you're going to listen to the show, you can listen live on the uh, uh, TuneIn apps or the PulpMX app and uh, archives on the PulpMX app on iTunes and, of course, on Stitcher. And if you're going to buy something from Amazon, click on the Amazon banner on PulpMX. Go to Amazon, then go ahead and order that lube or that special something for somebody, and uh, we appreciate it. All right. Like we said, terrific show. In studio. Oh, it's show number not 199, too. 199. 
Who knew? Hey, in studio, uh, DirtRider.com, uh, race tester extraordinaire. He doesn't go to Anaheim, but he will go to work series. The Chris Kiefer. What's up, everybody? How you doing, Steve? How are you? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. One ninety nine. Travis Pastrana. I know. One ninety nine shows. I can't believe it. Right. It's phenomenal. Next week, so. Uh, oh, I guess I should talk. talk tell everybody Spill now. Spill it out. Yeah. Pulp Mech Show coming back tomorrow too. Tomorrow, people. That's right. We got a show tomorrow with Jason Wygant. But it's not show two hundred. It's a weed show. It's one ninety nine point five. And we'll have show 200 next week. We've got some real cool things planned for 200. Uh, I told you about them, and, and, and you're going to be a little small part of it. Yeah, I'm excited. excited. Yeah, yeah, very excited. Uh, how about how about our lineup? Reed, Seeley, Wilson, Osborne. You killed the lineup this Boom. week. Boom. Yeah. If I had a bomb emoji, I would put the bomb emoji right now in front I'm of your face. For, I'm looking forward to talking to Reed. In front of your face, the bomb emoji. The Are you going to tell him about how his KX handles? I'm going to tell him I'm down to maybe 10 seconds, not 20 anymore. <laughs> Poor Kiefer. I'm surprised <laughs> you even come up anymore with all this shit you get from uh, everybody. Bruising all over me. It's not good. Uh, hey, we're going to talk A3. Uh, Jason Thomas will be on also, too, of course. Uh, got a lot of A3 talk coming up. And uh, um, looking forward to having a great show. And we thank you guys for listening. Uh, also doing the BTOSports.com, Gabby Gibbs, once uh, our guy Gab- Gibbs picks the questions out. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, Race Tech Emails, and the NFAB Question of the Day. Might not do future headlines today. Really? I might. I might. Hold them back a little bit. Uh, JT's right. going to be very upset. <laughs> I know he will. Hey, uh, taking your calls, handling things behind the scenes, uh, killing it on the reg, and he's my bay. Oh. The Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? Did you just say that? Yeah. He taught me that last show. Do not teach him that shit. He asked. Was it last show? Yeah. Uh, maybe two. Yeah. No, Adam, yeah. yeah. Adam, 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 Adam yeah, was he brought it up. He, I didn't know what that meant. That, B-E-A. That's so B-A-E, lame. I mean. B-A-E, yeah. Before yeah. I had no idea. Else. For anything else. Yeah, don't use that again. Oh, hey. <laughs> don't ever say that don't again. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> hey, Dude, I want to be cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, Steve, by the way, four grand. What? That's what a guy asked on the Moto 60 show. How much would it cost to get me out of here? Send me on my merry way. Oh, oh, oh that's right. How much you did, money yeah. he has to raise <laughs> to get me out of here? Oh, he hates you that much? We're yeah, going to start a Kickstarter program. <laughs> four grand. Yeah. Go fund me account. Go fund me. <laughs> Buy um, me out of my contract with Paul yeah, Max. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, uh, so, Kiefer, um, did you get your two unders? Did I you? did, and they're and? awesome. Yeah, they're like silky, uh-huh. and they cradle your balls just right. Oh man, so, it sounds. I don't know if this is a porn show or talking no, about. No, no, but it's like it's soft and like for all you guys, you know. It's got a Joey the, pouch in it too. Yeah, that you're on the Burberry program, like the guys. You want some soft pouching area for your unit, and it's really good. I, I'm into it. That's so funny. Uh, hey, um, that guy needs some. Two under dot com. The number two u n d r dot com. Uh, no e. And uh, uh, check them out. Use Pulp Code uh, to save yourself money on that. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Go to Sponsor Deals. Gives you all the codes. Gives you everything. Almost everybody we're involved with, uh, you save some sort of money. And uh, uh, also on the line, brought to you by Fly Racing. The Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? JT? JT's not there. Maybe I hung up on him. I'll go get him. Get him again. Uh, sector boot, brand new, fly boot. All out, new. Finally new. Yes. It's out, the, the sector boot. Have you tried it yet for DirtRider.com? Um, they're at the office. I will pick them up on Thursday. Will you be the guy to try them? Or? I will be the guy okay. writing the article. About oh, it. oh, shit. Wait till we get JT, JT on JT smother me up a little bit. Uh, it's Fly <laughs> Racing's entry into the uh, premium off-road boot. 
uh, sectors, torsion control protection system around your ankle. Uh, it's, got, it's one of the booty boots, people, so keep that in mind. It's got the booty and uh, uh, positive latch aluminum buckles, adjustable straps. And uh, like I said, this thing, four thirty nine ninety five. This is a this is a on car with the the Garnets, the A stars, that kind of stuff. This is their premier boot, and it's fly sector boot and uh, flyracing dot com. Fly gear, best out there, bro. Jason Thomas. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. How's things with the fly racing? I would say uh, good to quite good. Wow. I want to let. I don't know if you heard this before we. I hung up on you, or you hung up on me, or something happened, but. Uh, Chris Kiefer will be the one writing the review on the sector boot in the new Dirt Rider. Okay. Well, I will, uh, I'll have a little chat with him. <laughs> <laughs> a couple guys named Luigi with baseball bats will yeah. come to see Yo. you. <laughs> 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 no, we, we like to reward, not threaten. So I'll just put them a couple hundos, mm-hmm. and uh, all will be well. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, but, yeah, so everybody check it out. Uh, Adam Entenap's been wearing it, and uh, – I'm sure you're going to see a lot of big names soon in that thing. Black or white, only colors available right now, but uh, more coming down the way. And this is their premium entry boot, so uh, thanks to Fly Racing for, uh, for coming on the show. JT, show number 199. Can you believe it? Pastrana. Why do you have Pastrana on? Kyle Partridge. Yeah, it's Kyle Partridge. Uh, let's stick with Pastrana. <laughs> what was Kyle Partridge wearing this weekend? I don't know. That's l- I, that was not... a One Industries poncho. Yeah, I'm not into that at all. <laughs> it was One Industries pants, but I didn't see one logo on the jersey. Yeah, but is was. that it's a pon- it's their poncho. They, they sell that. Yeah. They don't sell that? Chick- they give that away. Chicklets? Chicklets? That was not well, a good look. And JT- That's not my place to talk about that well, stuff, but that's yes. in there. That's I can talk catalog, about it. I, I'm not into the mix match whole program mm-hmm. thing. Like I like a uniform look. Maybe yeah. I'm old school, but yeah. like it looks pretty lame to me when you have something on top and different on bottom. Not into it. That's why I think the jersey was not a one one. I know you guys said it was, but that's why I thought no, it definitely that's is. a jersey. That's yeah. one of their deals. I was thinking he's got job to know. I was thinking he's got one industry's pants on and something is going on with that jersey, like a barber pole. Or uh, a Mexican flea market sold it to him. Like somebody made him, gave him money to wear that. I'm wondering if it has, a, it's a, if it's coarse feeling like the <laughs> yeah, blankets, <laughs> yeah, like the Mexican blankets. <laughs> Anyways, hey, look, uh, Kiefer, so you're gonna race again? I'm gonna uh, semi come out of retirement like JT. Yeah. Race. We're gonna need to uh, do a teardown on that engine, <laughs> Pronto. Uh, you, what are you doing, Kiefer? Um, I'm gonna do a project bike for the MX101 team up in Canada for the Canadian Nationals. So I'm gonna write about um, one of their race machines, and I'm gonna race probably three to four rounds of the Canadian Nationals on a 250F Yamaha. When's the last time you raced? Not well, the, not, the, not the vet races. I locally, mean, I, I mean, mean, I race locally all the time, but like big race, yeah, it's been it's been a minute. It's Bro, been, it's been two, three, four years. These things don't work out. What? Do you, why do you hate? Look at Apollo. No, I had a great. Look time. at Apollo. Right. JT was was JT a, was JT smiling. No, don't tell. Don't listen. He did not have a great time. <laughs> he was pissed. JT, on a scale from one to ten, ten, ten being the most fun you've ever had. What was your fun meter? A, a one, a zero. Oh, I don't think I don't think any race ever was like on my list of greatest. Fun ever. I'm talking about your Finland race. You're re- out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, would I have, would I do it again, knowing how it was going to go? Absolutely. Right. There's no pressure. And if I suck it up, everyone thinks I'm going to suck it up. Oh, anyway. so that so the journalist who came by to ask JT some questions after the race, and JT basically said, "Not now." Really? And yeah, I was fu- mad. I was yeah. mad at the time, but right. that, I mean, I didn't ride well. Yeah, but see, did I have a good time. Like all the prep and riding and getting to go to Finland and be. 
a part of that racing, you know, get that all that those feelings back and stuff. Yes, absolutely, that was awesome. I just wasn't thrilled with how I rode. Yeah, that's I, my fault. I'm not as aggro as JT. I'm pretty mellow guy. So, it, my, a, my goal a, is up there to have fun. It's a bad idea. Talk to people. It's a bad idea. No, it's not. No it's way. a great idea. If I if I knew how it was going to go beforehand, and I could have tempered my expectations more, I would have had more fun. But I felt like I I could win still. Like that's how I felt going in. And I felt like I could have rode better. Like, I was really more mad about the arm pump. I literally just could not ride. Like, I was riding, I would say, like, 60 to 70% all weekend. And that, you know, that's unfair to say about the guys that I you know, I did beat, but that's that's the truth. Like, my arms were yeah dunk. I just couldn't even ride. So, just, I was more frustrated about that because I knew it was a one-shot deal. I knew I was going to go there, and that was it. And that was, you know, it just didn't, wasn't. Like kind of working out. So. There you go. That's a one-shot deal. I got a four-shot deal. There you what, go. what position would you be upset at, Kiefer? Anything out of top ten. Okay. Like, I I still have it. I don't know how long I have it, like minute-wise, but... We can ask you, Heather how long you have it minute-wise. Don't, that's actually really low. Don't um, do that. <laughs> um, no, look... Apollo came back. It didn't work out. Apollo got his ass beat. Yeah, that's right. what I mean. JT came back. Not happy. But he didn't get his ass uh, beat. Um, Bradshaw came back. Didn't work out. Mm. Kudarski came back. Hey, didn't work out. But it, if you leave there and you're like, I'm glad I did this. Right. What else is there? Right. What else is there than that? If I leave, if, if I go there and get ninth, awesome. I'm not going there to win. I know I can't win. Those guys are No, fast. I'm not saying you are. Yeah. Right. As we get closer, we need to do a little, like, pool with our listeners yes. and, and figure out Kiefer's, Kiefer's position. Let's do an over-under program. And I, I'm into I just, that. You know what? You know, you don't... I got four Manitoba titles, and I'm not going back to get more. That's fine. I've let it go. I haven't had I've one. I've let it go. I have no you know? titles, so I'm going to go try to get my own title. <laughs> <laughs> just let it go, bro. Let it go. Let it go. It's over. <laughs> it's over, dude. Um, I'm just, I, I just feel like anything, if you look back on it, and you're like, I would do this again... Right. But, I mean, that's that's all you're asking for. I'm going there to have fun. I'm around dirt bikes. I'm racing. It can't be a bad time. Right. You leave there healthy, and everything. then everything's good. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, going know, up with, I'm going up with my family in a motorhome. We're going to do the clamp it you know, situation. And Dave Dye's going to wrench for you? Dave Dye's going to wrench for me. That's going to be a great time just right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hey, good luck to you. And, we'll, and as it gets closer, we'll talk more about it. But... I wonder if the hot dog vendor knows what he got into. That's what he's okay. Into. Matt, just fuel the fire. I'm just, fuel it. I'm, look, I'm a believer. You're not I'm a, on the bandwagon. You're, you're, you're not a believer. But, but let it go. <laughs> you know? It's over, Johnny. It it's is. over. The career is over, but the racing's not. How's that These sound? These guys are pros. They do, it, they do it for a job. The yeah, Canadians? the keeper's doing it to have fun. And keeper rides all the time. It's not like me. I didn't ride for a year. Like, <laughs> literally, I didn't ride for a year. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about Anaheim. Let's I, talk about this is getting serious. me angry. This is getting me angry. <laughs> Kiefer's comeback is dumb. Um, hey, um, okay, so Anaheim three. Yeah. The red flag. I didn't see you there. Where were you? I was there. I was there. <laughs> yeah, Kiefer, you don't go to these races even though twenty minutes away. Uh, the red flag. Um, what was going on? What took them so long? Do you, if if Chad Reed doesn't get the black flag in uh, forty seconds. Uh, for d- making his move, you know, two weeks ago. Right. This red flag has got to be thrown sooner because people on my Twitter, I didn't notice it at the race live, but people on my Twitter was like, Osborne's gate didn't fall. Like, that's what they, they, they caught it right away. And these are people on their couches. Right. I think you start all this shit. I did. Yeah. 
from the Chad Reed Black Flag stuff? Like, you what did said I do? They, you said they jumped to conclusions. Well, I think everybody right? did. So now they were really making sure they weren't going to jump to conclusions, so they waited six laps in. I think left. a homeless guy knew that they jumped to conclusions. Yeah, well, I originally thought they were going to do a single-file start. Like, I thought that was already well, not, that now, deep. Well, you gotta, I think you got to go over halfway, which oh. they weren't. And in a gate malfunction, the rule book says full start. Okay. But can you imagine? Uh, has that ever happened to you? How, how many laps have you gone before restart? Two laps is max I've ever been. JT, have you ever had? Have you ever gone that long before? You know? Yeah. Well, my last uh, my last race in Dortmund, uh, I was winning the main event, and they red flagged it on the ninth lap. Oh my god! Nine laps. Nine nine, nine out of fifteen, and they <sighs> did. A, we did a full restart. Everything. No way. I had, a, I had a seven second lead on a you know twenty eight second trip with uh, lap right. track, and right. they red flagged oh, and started everything over. No, he wasn't heated at you all. Wanna, you <laughs> want to see somebody come unglued? <laughs> Find video footage of that. I bet. Oh man. Oh my God. Um, do you think JT, if the if the uh, if the black flag had never happened with Chad Reed, that they take this long to, to review the the tape? Oh no way, no way. It's a it's a direct. They, they knew they had to get it right. Yeah. And they still they got it right, but it took them too long. I guess. I, I talked to Bobby Hewitt, the rock star Husky team manager, team owner today. And um, he said that right away he saw it, and he said he was standing next to uh, AMA official, and he said, "Hey, Zach's gate didn't drop." Mm-hmm. And the guy went, "Yeah, whatever." Like basically, basically, Bobby said it took three laps of him Bitching. getting madder and madder, and he said using a lot of cuss words before they said after three laps, "We'll look into it." So from three to six is when they looked into it. Wow, you know, um, and that's what took some took him so long. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I don't think it was great, but at least they got it right. Right. At least they got it right. Yeah. 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 The benefit of the doubt. Took them too long, no question. But at least they got the call right. No, they did. So, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a pass because that's that's a, that's better than where we were. It's it screwed Bowers though. Well, it screwed Bowers, Bashaglia. It did, but you can't Mookie. crash. Yeah. You know, like if, if you're gonna crash, you're gonna crash. So. Really, you know, yeah, that's just yeah. I mean, we don't know Bowers wouldn't have crashed later, right? He yeah, crashed yeah, the next in, lap, in the first main, you know, in the but, first one. But if you do want to look at it, you know, he was looking good in uh, third or fourth. Yeah, he for was sure. Like third. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But but what are they going to do? They have to restart. You can't just no, fall. no. You like, can't. You have to do it. Yeah, no doubt. How about Osborne just plowing through it, like, like kind of sitting there and going, "Oh, I'm going." So that's what most people. <laughs> it should have been like Alessi. Alessi does that and still hole shot, just plow through the gate, <laughs> right. takes well, it with him. That's what people don't realize. Like most gates, if you hit it, all you have to do is push it forward. It'll fall forward. Yeah. People try to back up yeah, and yeah. let it fall back. Don't do that shit. Just push it forward with your boot, you know, and then go. It'll save you <laughs> two, three seconds. It's gonna be Big Doug will get it. Just hit that thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah Big Doug will, 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 will take care of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was something else. And um, uh, it, was, uh, it was neat to see um, Plessinger get third. Good job by him. Has, uh, rookie has, kid. Yeah, he has good style, man. I like the way he, he does. Rides. Yeah. Um, and then Webb, I don't care how many restarts you would have had Kiefer. Webb yeah. was gone. That dude was on fire. Can you? You're a test rider. Mm-hmm. You've ridden that YZ250F, and I worked at Yamaha for years. Right. That bike was terrible when I was there. They never changed it. They didn't touch it. it had a carburetor, five valves, an oil tank in the front of the frame. Uh, you know, the, not that the race teams used it, but there was a time. Uh, at the night show, or I think the only riders were two star riders on a Yamaha out of 80 entries. Not not even the night show. I mean, just right. 80 entries or however many entries there were. Now they come out. They reverse the motor on the thing. They put the frame. They change the frame. Um, 
Star Yamaha is Jeremy Martin, of course, won the, won the uh, national title. Cooper Webb got third. Now Cooper Webb will most likely win this title. Plessinger, the rookie, just got third. Um, you want to talk about a turnaround on a bike and a, and a manufacturer, Kiefer. Yeah, and I don't think that has so much to do with like them winning. I think what happens is these kids or these You guys, don't think the bike is the best one? or very? No, oh, it oh. is the best one. But oh. what I'm saying, like having Jeremy and Cooper win, I don't think people are getting them like the riders because of that. I think... They're hopping on them, and straight up, you can feel it right away how how much better it is stock yeah. than other bikes. Yeah, and I think well, they got they got Jeremy from Suzuki's amateur program that went defunct. They they took Cooper from Honda. Right, Plessinger I think has been on Yamaha for a while. Yeah, he's been on for a minute. Yeah, um, the bike I've ridden one of their motors, and it's it's insane. It's like has so much torque. And you can come out of a corner, similar like my big board days, you can come out of a corner from the inside <laughs> and just roll something and, and, and just clear it. So I think he has so much confidence. He knows his bike can do whatever it yeah. wants. And, yeah. you, and it's like you said in your, in your tweet or something, like you just said, he can go wherever he wants and yeah. just put it where yeah. he wants. And He's jumping, like we talked about on our wrap-up pod, that turn uh, with the tabletops that run beside the start. He just goes outside, two, four, one, right. uh, inside, roll on, off, uh, roll over, like – Triple, triple before the finish, or Rollins like doesn't matter. The guy, he, and he's just incredible right yeah. now. So that and he's but, a great rider too. But, I mean, besides but, and, the bike. And look, it wasn't that too long where a lot of people, myself included, were making fun of this star racing team. They had a lot of questionable rider hires. They went through team managers left and right. The bike sucked. All of us were like, <laughs> like the kid from Simpsons, you know, <laughs> laughing at star racing. Well, look, Lampson's been there for a while. Uh, they got these great kids. They got a great bike. They're turning it around, man. Yeah. Right now, Yama, Star Racing is kicking Pro Circuit's ass. Right. And yeah, <laughs> I even who saw that coming? If you would have told me that five years ago, I would have called the cops and <laughs> like said, you know, put this guy in jail. Right. And it's like it's similar now. You don't see any Suzuki's 250Fs out there. Either. No, like it's, maybe yeah. one guy. Yeah, it's one guy, Brandon yeah. Shearer. Yeah, he's a main event guy or a borderline main event guy, but yeah. So it's something else. But good job by those guys. Yeah, uh, that whole thing. You come out with a great product and. I think it bumps everyone's game up. Not even just you know the riders. I think it bumps yeah. up the team and everything. So, have you what have, have you ridden that bike, JT, at all? I've ridden the stock one quite a bit. Yeah, we uh, we're pretty involved with Jason Reigns and his uh, Reigns Riding University. Right. So we we work uh, with, we do a few ride days with him, uh, and I, I always get on their bike. I end up riding all the models, you know, through the weekend. Yeah. And what? I was blown away the first time I got on a stock one. You liked it? Yeah. Oh, the, the engine's incredible for a stock engine. Right. And, and you go into it knowing it's stock. Right. But, man, the thing is really impressive. Yeah. Um, Chad Reed's coming up here in a little bit. Probably like 12 minutes. Yeah, I was just talking to him. Yeah. He said he's going to do it? He never replied back to me, so. Yeah, yeah, no, he's in. Okay, all right, because I texted him just yeah. a reminder, and later he, he didn't even reply. But Crickets. But, yeah, no, I think he's in. Um. Hey, let's do the uh, NFAB question of the day real quick. Oh, early. Yeah, early. Nice. The NFAB question of the day. NFAB, dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from n-fab.com. Uh, proud sponsors of the JGR Yamaha team with uh, uh, Pike and Barsha and Nicoletti now. And uh, I guess Pike's going to be out about another three to four weeks, so I didn't realize it was that bad. So he's going to be out for a while. Filthy fills in 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 in, uh, in spot. NFAB, of course, uh, we saw their uh, their their work they do every week with the Toyota Dream Build truck in the pits and uh, support the sport. That's what these guys do. So thanks to NFAB. So I'm just gonna. This is just this 
this is just going to – I'm coming out with it right, right. now. I, I don't want to be that guy, mm-hmm. the bandwagon guy. Okay. But I have to ask this. All right. After last week and this week, does Ryan Dungey win the Supercross title? JT, go is ahead. all the momentum with him right now? Been my pick all along, so what are you asking me for? Yeah. Uh, I don't think – I think Roxon's going to win. You're still on that? Nothing's yeah. ha- Nothing's changed in your last uh... – No, I think we go back east. Dungey's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be – Well, how, you know, how are you going to knock him off the podium? You know what I mean? Right. Roxon is still close enough to where he can make up three points even if he wins. So even if Dungey gets second, they're still close enough. And I think Roxon has more wins in him than Dungey does. Dungey looks good, though, bro. No, he does. He looks – Tell you what, if, if I had a chance, I would double down. <laughs> really? Just that yeah. that confident? Well, he's got the red plate and yeah. just looked that dominant this early, and he's not going to get worse. I can tell you that. No, oh, yeah, that's what someone said. Like the worst he's going to do is a fifth. He's got <laughs> he's got this guy named Alden Baker on his side too. Yeah, I just I think honestly, and and Steve, I know you know we've been joking about this. How good of a mood he was in after the race? Oh yeah, yeah, he's good. Mood. I think yeah. I think there's a reason for that. He knows he's not a stranger to how this series goes. Yeah. And for those guys to let him have the red plate and be this good this early, uh, yeah, yeah. Seven, you guys might not want to do that. He put seven points on uh, Roxon at 8-3. He put five points on Tomac. What's his point lead His right bike now? looks phenomenal. His point lead double digits? Uh, I think it's 11. 11. Yeah, hold, I mean, hold, please. That's, that's, uh... Yep, 11 points over, over Roxon. So I just don't see him being really worried historically – at this point, I think he's like, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much in the driver's seat here. Like, a lot of racing left, but if, if you told me I was going to have an 11-point lead leaving Anaheim, uh, we're doing backflips, you know, at so home after the race. You see Roxon getting a good start, Dungey's behind Roxon, and you see Dungey passing Roxon in these few races and leaving Roxon and, and winning? Uh, I just see Roxon struggling midseason like he's done in every series, every time he's ever raced a motorcycle. So, and that, that's, Dungey doesn't do that. Right. No, I agree with that. And I think, we're talking about bike stuff, I mm-hmm. mean, that new KTM looks great. Oh, yeah. And then the riders that are riding You're going to test it this week? Yeah, yeah, so this end of this week, I'll get them and get to ride it. And I'm excited because... The thing looks good, man. You know, and I'm close with, with Seiji and, and Shorty, and, and, you know, I watch Shorty ride, and mm-hmm. it seems to me like... He's on another, like, different level than he ever has been in the last yeah. four years. Yeah. He's gelling with that thing, so... That has something to do with it, too, for Dunge. I think so, he's so stoked on his machine. So we got a yes from JT and a no from you, Kiefer. Yeah, I don't think so. I hate to be the bandwagon guy, but I got to go. You're going to go? I got to go. On one race. Then again, I could be I could be still on my high because after the race, I interviewed him. And he let you interview him? <laughs> no. Not only did he let me interview him, he had a great interview, great chat between you know myself but and him. Bros. And then he... Colleagues at the pinnacle of their career. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And then he slaps me on the back and goes, see you next week, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He knows where he is right now. He's so happy. Well, he won, of course. See you next week, buddy. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, Historically, if you look at his career, he's in a great spot. Like, he doesn't really uh, let things get away from him. You know, he usually comes on and, and is always mm-hmm. – he's in second RV, like, almost every time, you know. And you know, Alden, really close, and you know Alden is like, hey, this is how, what we're doing. This is how we win. This is how we used to beat you, you know. Mm-hmm. See you next week, buddy. 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> Alvin's like, you know, every time uh, you lost those titles, uh, yeah, I'm on your side this time. Right, right. Uh, I, I'm still on Roxon. And I think, and I heard my sources, he's going to move down a little bit oh, more yeah. to oh, down, yeah. down to uh, down. the Baker's Factory. Oh, he's oh, going yeah. down? Oh, yeah. Yeah, going to go move down there. Stop How's riding. that going to work out then? See you next week, buddy. Roxon Dunge. No, Roxon's out. Roxon won't be riding there. Well, He's out. Roxon's going to ride there. Still. Right, that's what I'm he saying. He can ride there. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he would ride there. Yeah, <coughs> he can. I don't think he will though. I don't know. See you next week, buddy. That's why I, you're Roxon's on the bandwagon. Roxon's going to win races this year, guaranteed. I will say, stamp it that Roxon still wins races this year. Oh yeah. Come on, of course, right. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I, yeah. I'm not, like, just off Roxon, not like that. I'm just saying that Dungey, with an 11-point lead, as good as he looks on that new bike, and watching Dungey every time he's ever raced, pretty much. I don't know if I've ever missed a race he's been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I like his chances. Uh, Devin, you got a you got a call? Yeah, a girl called. Okay. Nice. She, uh, she said you guys are wrong. But she cool. didn't want to come on the air? No. That's but we're sad. wrong? No, she said that uh, she Rock. thinks she's going to be making some mistakes at some point. She's on the Roxon bandwagon? Okay. Probably. Right. How old was she? What was her average? She hung up before I could figure out how old or what her name because was. Because with Adam, we got a lot of the- yeah. Did she have she a German accent? 17. Yeah. yeah, was she German accent? I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> maybe Ken Roxon's accent. I wish I could. Yeah, was it Kenny? <laughs> that, would be awesome. that would be awesome. Um... See you next week, buddy. See, that's why you're we on the bandwagon. Well, maybe if you'd be a little nicer, I'd be on your bandwagon for this comeback. I brought you a coffee, yours. bro. Heather brought me a coffee. Oh, whatever. She ha- did the handoff. Uh, that's the NFAB question of the day. Do we have an outro? I can't remember. No, no outro. N-Fab.com, proud sponsors of the JGR. Uh, NFAB, Toyota team. We're going to do X-Brand goggles, but we only got five minutes till Chad gets in. So do we start and stop? Do we do it now? What do we do? God forbid if we're late for Chad. What do we do? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's slam through it. We I've can't. been late for Chad before. It doesn't end well. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Uh, Max. Pulp Max 15 saves you money at uh, Pulp Max 15? 10? Yeah, saves you like 20% at xbrand.com. You do show every week, right? Proud goggle of choice of Gary Sutherland. Yes. Jessica Patterson. Yes. Josh Strang. Yes. Many other top racers. I'm glad you wrote Off-Road Riders. Nice. How about uh, uh, Alessi's wearing X-Brand frames uh-huh. with Moto, Moto Concept straps? Okay. Which is... You're going there, huh? Well, okay. So Mike Genova got really upset at me when I pointed that out. <laughs> You're going there. Again? Yeah, yeah, but okay. You're so he, ballsy, bro. You're he ups- ballsy. Well, I like it. Listen. Listen. <laughs> he's, upset at, he's upset at me for pointing that out, so I've never pointed it out since then. Till now. This weekend... Freeze and Alessi wear X-Brand straps and everything in practice. Huh. Maybe they just didn't take the time. To... Well, whatever. If you're, if you're trying to hide it from the world, I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But change your straps. I don't think they're hiding it. I just think they're putting their... Well, why is bottom. Genova mad at me then for mentioning it? I don't think uh, it's from Genova. I think it's from the back end. <laughs> <laughs> from the, from the t- from team TA? I'm good with Tony. Want Tony on? I'll get Tony on. Get Tony you. on. All right. Get Tony on. All right. Uh, that could be epic. No, I'm just saying, JT... I get that they're – okay, so I didn't start – I stopped saying it. I'm not going to say it anymore. Okay. You just did. But they wore the X-Brand in practice. Did they wear the uh, Moto Concept? Never look at Get Horse in the Mouth. <laughs> All right, you know what? We've got to get to Chad Reed. Three minutes. JT has to answer this in 15 seconds or less. That's what's perfect. Nope. These questions are submitted by a uh, – who? Corey Mosier. 
Don't know. Me neither. Okay. All I right. know your wife's wearing a shirt, though. It says Moser, though. Oh. Yeah. My wife. Yes, your wife. Yeah, no, Moser. We, we, got, we got Moser mugs and Moser shirts. Sweet, but we have no clue he is. No. All right. Uh, Steve, did you ever intend on writing Project 90? Uh, nope, not really. Didn't care. One, one way or another. You uh, still have it? Yeah. No, yeah. I sold it. What? Sold Project 90. You did sell it? Yep. No way. I yeah. wanted to ride it. Eh, sorry, bro. How much? Doc Wobbles uh, uh, sold it for me. I got good money for it. You're not going to say? Gone? I got good money. Should, should I say? Yes. Yeah. Well, I got to give Doc Wobbles a cut. Okay, but how much did it get? How much you sold it? Total? Five yeah. grand. Wow. Oh, fuck, that's good. Thank you. Is it, is it gone? Gone. We don't know who bought it. Not in it. your house anymore. <laughs> I don't know how else I can say gone. What? <laughs> well, you could have it in the garage with like a sold tag on it. <laughs> okay. All right. Next J- question. JT, who would you pick up as a riding coach? RJ, Wardy, Stanton, O'Mara, RC, or Ferry? Oh, boy. Holy shit. I, I blindsided. Uh, that's a good question. That's uh, a good question. Uh, good question. I don't know if you can do it in 15 seconds. I'd pick up Seb. Can I get the list again? RJ, Wardy, Stanton, O'Mara, Carmichael, or Ferry? Man. Uh, I was lucky enough to have <laughs> Timmy as, as my riding coach, and that, that was pretty awesome. Uh... I don't know. I haven't worked with any of those guys, so it's hard. it's really hard to just thirty seconds. I know, I know. Whatever. Chad Reed. Yeah, you think he would do it for his buddy Chad? Right. Chad's on the line, man. I think. I think. Yeah, I'd like to add Chad in there if Chad actually had the patience to not yell at me and tell me how I was doing everything wrong. <laughs> he uh, has a lot of knowledge I'm, to I'm, offer. He just doesn't have the patience with me to really slow down and tell me. A lot of great riders, though, can't tell you how they do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, but he can. Okay, he, he can. Doesn't right. yeah. want to because he'd rather call me names and tell me I suck. Right, uh, Seb. Burner, uh, Burner's really good too. Yeah. Burner has to be on that list. Uh, Seb, I'd pick Seb. Yeah, Seb's awesome too. Yeah, sure. good guy, good looking man. I don't too. know. I don't know what it's like to work with Wardy. I've ne- I've barely ever right. talked to Wardy. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. All right, next question. All right, Kiefer. Yes. What is your favorite and least favorite fly product? Uh, favorite would have to be F2 Carbon Helmet. Those are good. Uh-huh. They sell a that's, lot. That's a good choice. And least favorite Easy. would ha- have to be one of their chest protectors that I tested, but I don't know which one it is. I, don't, I can't remember the name. Recently? Was it really big? Yeah, I just had ar- I, I cut the arms off, and it was still was too bulky for me. I'm not a chest protector yeah. guy anyway, so, mm-hmm. I mean. but and, I, and it's funny you say that. We, I think it may be our highest seller. But it's such a like a vet rider type chest protector, and I I completely agree with you. I don't wear it. Yeah. God, if it's big for Kiefer, imagine exactly. JT wearing it. Right. <laughs> be like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See, it's already six thirty. Six thirty. Should we call Chad? Should we stop here? Yep. Gotta call Chad. Okay. We can, we can't keep him waiting. Right, I'm gonna call. It's him. already late. He's we're like, we're gonna it. interrupt in mid stroke in this. Well, if JT would have done, JT would have answered it in the proper time. Yeah. Let's let's blame my twenty eight seconds extra. Okay. Uh, guys over at Roost MX have uh, been super pumped to be part of us uh, for 2015. Uh, quick 48-hour turnaround. Go Pulp uh, Nation section on their website to get your Pulp MX shirts. You have one. Yes. You've been rocking it? I love it. Uh, Pulp Nation saved 20%. RoostMX.net. Uh, proud sponsors of uh, the Cycle Trader Rock River team, of course, in the, uh, in the pits of Martin and LeMay. Uh, Martin had another good race this weekend, and good for LeMay, too. These guys have uh, custom products uh, from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, graphics, and more. And you can get your Pulp MX merch with RoosMX.net. Pulp Nation saves you 20%. They're pleased and proud and pumped to uh, to bring you Chad Reed on tonight's show. So we thanks the guys at Roost MX for doing that. Um, 
Think Tony would come on? Yes. I don't think he would. You want to make a bet? No way. You want to make a little He hates me. He hates me. But he doesn't hate me. Yeah, but so what? It doesn't matter. I'll ask him all the questions, and you be the co-host for that one uh, segment. What would you say, Heather? He loves him. Oh, he does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, uh, so Roost MX, proud, proud, proud to bring you uh, a guy who had a great Anaheim 3, and uh, we welcome him on for the first time in a while. The great Chad Reed. Chad, what's up, man? What's up, guys? How you doing? We're good. Thanks for coming on. Uh, right before you got on, we had a question about who JT would pick for a rider coach, and it was uh, Timmy, Ricky, O'Mara, Ward, RJ, and you and, and you, and he said he would pick you, but he doesn't think you'd take the time to help him because you would just insult him. Um, how close is that? How accurate is that? Dude, I used I gave up trying to help him. <laughs> he's he's See, old, he's, he's, just, he's like he's got his like little like little win, then a little uh, opportunity, and then that's it. You know, he don't want to step out of any side of that. <laughs> JT, rebuttal to that? I told you. That's exactly what I said would happen. He could do it, but he right. would get frustrated and just start saying I suck, and then it would be, I'd be sitting there waiting for more instructions. Because <laughs> I know I suck. Like, we, no, we it goes like this. That. It goes like, I'm like, hey, JT, you know, like, I think you should do this. You know, maybe try that. You know, I don't have factory suspension. I can't ride like you. I'm not tall. I'm sure. I'm this, I'm that. And then he's like, Okay, JT, just do what you're doing. <laughs> so far from the truth. So far from the truth. Oh, we have very definite, definite two sides to this. I'm not Ryan Clark. I wouldn't just blame my bike. Whoa. <laughs> um, hey, Chad, uh, uh, Anaheim 3, not the result on paper you wanted to, but backing up your podium from Oakland, I thought you rode pretty well. Uh, what would you think? Yeah, I mean, when you look, uh, you know, obviously – analyzing lap times and everything like that after the race, I mean, I pretty much, for the most part, matched, uh, you know, matched Cole and mm-hmm. he was second. So um, I think I had the speed and the pace and whatever. You just, it, track position is so important. And mm-hmm. I can't even necessarily fault my start. My start wasn't terrible. And I was down there probably potentially in the top three, but I just got a little dunge tag me on the inside and mm-hmm. just kind of, uh, you know, kind of uh, bought me loose and, and then that was all I needed. Everybody snuck around the inside, and then I just kind of found myself in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, um, yeah, I mean, I rode yeah. well. I think uh, had I have been up there, you know, with a shot at it, it would have been uh, a little more fun than coming from the back. Um, yeah, and what happened, like, on lap one, you lost two spots, too. You went from, like, 10th to 12th or something. Um, looking yeah, at the lap I think chart. I, uh, I want to say I passed Barsha and... Maybe Medi, and then okay. uh, after the finish line, uh, Barsher, uh, Barsher bam bam me a little bit, okay. and uh, he hit me hard. He actually, <laughs> he actually apologized after the race too. Oh wow, uh, which was funny. So I think he, uh, I don't know if he hit me harder than what he was anticipating, or whether he came in there hotter or but but he hit me so hard. He actually broke, uh, actually broke my bottom of my knee brace and my boot. Oh, oh geez. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so he hooked me up pretty good. And then I think that, and then I like, then I missed the next tabletops. Okay. And I got them all right. off rhythm. And then, uh, but then I got, I think I got him right back again the next lap. I went by him in the whoops and yeah. kind of when I got side of him, he pretty much, the track went right and he went left. So I think he thought I was going to be, you know, <laughs> try to bam, bam him back. But I, I mean, I had to, I was going forward. I didn't want to get in there. Right. Back and forth. Wow. Well, so. Yeah. We know what happens. Yeah, with don't that. do that. <laughs> I, um, I didn't want to retaliate. You know, no, no. Gnarly. 
retaliate these days. We know. We saw that. Hey, the, the tabletop section that runs, uh, runs beside the start, you and Eli were about the only guys I saw go on, on, and off. And I, but So Eli did that, and I looked at his segment time, and he was the fastest in that segment. You weren't, but I guess it was just you know other things going on. But what, I thought it was faster. I never did in a lap. I only uh, okay. You only I, just I was fourth in that, like yeah the segment you're talking about. I was fourth in that segment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never I never put it together. Like I only ever just did it. To okay. Do it. I yeah. didn't, like I didn't do a lap. Um, I was on one lap, and then uh, I jumped up onto the table, and then uh, obviously everybody was going over the table to the left. So yeah. then like the left side was all rounded off, so you couldn't get off of it very clean. So you kind of had to jump up on and get to the right side. Um, and unfortunately, Kenny was on like a cool-down lap mm-hmm. and, and didn't anticipate me jumping on and jumping off. So then he was kind of in the line, and I, I missed it on the on the one lap that I was kind of going for it. But uh, I only did it twice, so that's pretty cool. You must watch practice pretty good there, Steve. Uh, yeah, you know, I've done this a little bit here and there, although there are things that I'm completely clueless about sometimes. But um, yeah. did you – did? and I asked Eli about it. He just thought he thought it was too sketchy to pull out in the race. You too? You thought the same thing? Yeah, it was sketchy because uh, Eli would probably agree in the fact that, you know, everybody was going over the table mm-hmm. and it was just, uh, you know, the back side of the table was kind of eating away. And so you had to, like, you actually had to set up for it. So it was almost, it ended up, I think it was faster to do it, but it just yeah. ended up being slower because you had to get back to the right side <clears throat> to jump it. Right. Yeah, no, I thought it, I thought it looked good. I and thought it, it was. Put you, uh, you know, and then when you went the right side, you ended up, you know, kind of almost pretty much on line with what Shorty did to Monty in the heat race, you know, just yep. the racetracks come together right there where it's not really a 90, it's more than a 90. And so, yeah, it was kind of mm-hmm. an odd turn right there. Uh, 702-586-7857, you got a question for uh, Chad Reed? Uh, give us a call, and uh, we have him on for a little bit while longer. The track looked like it was hard to pass. Like, the track itself looked good, but it looked like it was very difficult to find another line to pass. Is that, is that how you felt? Yeah, like, there was a part of me that, like, I was talking to Burner about it. Like, as much as I didn't like the, the, I didn't even know what you'd call them. I mean, it wasn't really a 90-degree turn. Like, the, you know, like, the turn before the finish is kind of what I'm commenting on more than anything. Like, mm-hmm. it was just tight enough that you could get to the inside and make the inside work, but then you could go to the outside. Where, like, you know, a lot of the stadiums we go to, like, you know, the football stadiums and they're 90 degrees on the on the end of the racetrack, you know, you, could, you can never really utilize the outside where this was just tight enough, just open enough to be able to, like, hold your race line on the inside to protect it. But then mm-hmm. if you wanted to go outside, you would gain time to actually pass after the finish. So I kind of, you know, I kind of was split a little bit in the fact that, like, I was like, man, that's really tight there. But then it did allow racing. So I, I didn't mind the track. I hope that that's a tradition that they stick with. You know, like everything seems to be a little bigger, a little steeper. Mm-hmm. Um, the rhythms are not just, you know, go balls out and triple, 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 triple. It's kind of like you really got to think about it. So yeah. I, I prefer that when the tracks are slowed down and you got to use technique rather than balls to the wall. Yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a tricky track, which was good. Good to see. in Oakland, too, because it broke down so much, I thought your skill came through like – it got ruddy and shitty and a little sketchy, and I thought, you know, this kind of track where you see a guy who's not scared and got some skill on a bike sh- sort of shine a little bit, and we don't always see that in the opening rounds, you know? We see more of a pin it to win it type thing. 
Yeah. So, so and really that that's how they were up until Oakland. So that was kind of nice. I mean, it was a nice change to. Right. Oakland was tight, you know, really tight actually. So, um, yeah, like I like it. I didn't I didn't mind those two tracks. Where are you at on your on your bike on your bike setup? Um, I don't know how much you want to give out, but I know that I've kind of went back and forth with you about your your fork and. Are you on your spring fork? Are you back with air, or exactly where are you at with your? With yeah, your... I've been on. Uh, so we've been on spring fork since. Uh, when did I switch? I switched for Utah National, I think. Um, and then I rode practice. Uh, Vegas, like the the what do you call it? Monster Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I rode the first practice with air fork, and that was mainly more just because I hadn't rode. Supercross in in a while, so we just pretty much showed up with our bike that that I was doing good on, and and then uh, and then yeah, for the last part of practice, like the last two practices, I went to Spring Fork and been on Spring ever since. So um, I like it. I mean, I think for me, it's it's better. I'm mm-hmm. not a huge fan of uh, you know the air, but um, they have a new system that you know that I, that I haven't actually tried. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, I just I think it's just easy for me to stick to spring. I know what in and out. I know the changes and things that I want to you know yeah. want to feel and how to achieve it. So it's just better for me. Um, the uh, I don't know how much you want to get into the black flag thing, but from what people I talked to behind the scenes, and we saw it took six laps for them to red flag an obvious uh, uh, gate malfunction this week. And from people I talked to behind the scenes, there was a little more thought going into decisions during the race, and that may be reason why we saw six laps go by. So in one way, Chad, congratulations, you're a pioneer. The decision that uh, was wrong, uh, what we, most people think was wrong, has resulted in a little bit a change of procedure. So that's good. Although it took six laps. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice that, uh, you know, that they're taking that yeah. consideration after, the, you know, what they did. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course I disagree with it. Um I just, uh, you know, I mean, yeah. for me, it's obviously I'm, it's not over. Um, you know, I'm taking legal action and trying to uh, get to the bottom of it and, you know, pretty much see how, how that all pans out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, from my point of view, it's just, it was a bad call. I don't think that one individual should have the power to, you know, to to right. make that call. Uh, especially in 38 seconds. I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, I, I didn't see the first race uh, start and right. then I got down to the tunnel and next minute, you know, like just as we were getting ready to go to the gate, they, you know, they pulled us back and then they, re- you know, red flagged yeah. and I went out and watched the replay. And I mean, immediately on the first replay, you can see mm-hmm. what happens. I mean, you didn't have to be Einstein to figure that one out, but uh, yeah, I mean, it- yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, you, you know, like behind the scenes, I think, uh, there's more to it. I think, uh, you, you know, Feld involved. Um, they're trying to find a, a a window, and if they can call a window, yeah. Um, you know, look at you know, obviously the show ran a little late, and you know, poor old Cole Seeley missed out on a yeah on a TV interview, which was pretty lame, I thought. Um, so yeah, it's just it is what it is. Uh, JT, you have some uh, question for your buddy Chadby? Uh, yeah, like with the uh, with the starts this year, it seems like. KTM's have been really strong with the start, and they have their new bike with, you know, their version of launch control or whatever setting on their ECU they have. Um, and then, obviously, 
you know, JGR has been running a launch control and starting on, on all these guys. Have you messed around with any of that? Have you seen a big change as far as technology with all the teams or is, you know, is it just, uh, maybe just their new bikes really, really good. I, I don't know that much about how that launch control stuff works. So I just was kind of curious as to your thoughts about it. If it, if there is something to it or if it's just more technique and, and their bikes, you know, a lot better than it used to be. Yeah. I mean, was Dunge ever bad on starts anyway? I mean, he's always been pretty solid. I mean, yeah. it's not like you ever see coming from the back. I don't think. No. Um, Shorty's always been a good starter. Um, yeah. Well, I guess what Josh Green. Well, I, I don't. No, I, I agree with you. Like, like I. I mean, obviously they're making it more known that that they have launch control, and from what you and I know, that they have access to that now. But when before they didn't. Um, you know, like I think. Uh, I mean, obviously I know what they're doing just because the the software and the product is all the same as what we use. Right. Um, I okay. don't use launch control myself. Um, you know, like I've had access to it for, for, for quite a while. And it's just one of those things that like, I think for the West coast, it works really well. Um, because obviously it's pretty consistently like bad traction, I would say more than anything. Um, when we start going east and there's a lot of traction, uh, it's hard to compensate. It's just nobody can or nothing can compensate better than, you know, the body and what you feel and underneath of you and you're slipping the clutch and, and all those things where, you know, with the launch control, you can kind of go higher RPM and then drop the clutch and then basically the thing hooks up, you know, pretty pretty good on the loose stuff where when we start going east coast, then the bike wants to bog a little more and, you know, once it once it bogs, it's really hard to pick up RPM again, um, and especially for those guys, depending on the system that they're using. But it can be on a timer system, so basically like a second, a second and a half, two seconds, three seconds, whatever it is that they want, you know, that traction control to be on, mm-hmm. um, then they can do it like that, or they can have it where they have to wait until they shift into third gear. So, you know, say for some reason the thing bogs off the line, you know, they have to wait until, you know, they give it a bunch of clutch or they shift their gear and yep. get it out of the, you know, that map. Yep. So I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it and never have had much success with it. But like, you know, like you said, I mean, there's a lot of guys doing, doing well with it. Um, yeah. I, I, and I've never used it. So it's, it's kind of curious to me is the, the pros and cons of it. You did, you did use some factory mm-hmm. Suzuki parts at one time though, JT. That you have, yeah, that's that's a long time ago. This, I mean, this technology is not brand new, but it's yeah, it's relatively new, and it's, it's not like everyone out there has access to it. So, right, so it's, um, it's interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, a stock, uh, you know, a stock Kawasaki comes with it. Uh, well, yeah, but I think you can manipulate it a lot more than just what a stock, you know, stock motorcycle comes with. Oh yeah, but but it's the same. I mean, it's the, it's the same. Obviously, I mean, it's just like. A, it's a souped-up version you know, of what like, Cowie has. Like it's like, yeah, it's a souped-up version of what a Kawasaki is. Basically, you know, it's like right. you have a button, and, and, and you know, mm-hmm. you, on the Kawasaki, you have to shift a third. Obviously, there's a gear shift sensor uh, um, that does that. So, RoostMX.net brings you Chad Reed on the show. Use the code Pulp Nation to save twenty percent on RoostMX.net. Chad, we talked a little bit about this at Trackwalk. But I'm interested in uh, in getting your thoughts uh, on here. Uh, Josh Grant, you went for a teammate this year. Your first time hiring a guy on Team 2-2 discount tire. You picked Josh, and uh, he's having a rough season. He's hitting the ground a lot. 
I understand he had a bike problem this week that kept him that knocked him out of the race, but it hasn't been a great start. But with a lot of things going on around you, how much do you deal with Josh? How much do you check in? How much uh you know, are you worried about it or how does that work now you have to, you know, worry a little bit about another guy. So Yeah, I mean I obviously I I'm aware of what's what's going on and you know, the the issues at hand. So um not a whole lot on race day, you know, like right. on race day if we're watching video. Honestly, it's no different than actually I lie. It's a little different. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I mean if you want to go back to you know, if you want to go back to the old days of like Timmy, me and D V, you know, all sitting watching video, it's not like I'm pointing out lines to them, you know. Right. Like, like you kinda you you talk about it and you, you ask questions but more it's more for your own benefit than mm-hmm. than anything, you know. Um, where I'm not afraid to tell Josh to try something or, you know, if he asks a question, I give him a real answer rather than baiting him or doing something, you know, that you would do to your normal teammate. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's a little different, but, uh, you know, Monday mornings, uh, the, we, the team, team and I do a, a, you know, a conference call. They're obviously at the shop in California. I'm out here and, they uh we just touch pace and and i give my opinion of like what i felt over the weekend um you know and for right or wrong what i feel um you know i try to pass that on and and uh and obviously try to you know allow josh to have that same access to what i have access to mm-hmm. um you know he's not a guy that wants to go searching and changing the bike and you know there's things that i feel and then i see mm-hmm. him on the video with him and so, you know, on race day, instead of you know, obviously turning the program upside down, you know, just try to have the team basically mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, like what I'm feeling here on the video and I'm seeing it on Josh's video, let's uh, let's try to go this direction with Josh and see if that helps him. And okay. sometimes yeah. it does, sometimes it doesn't. So that's, you know, I do play a role in it. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. I try to be uh, as good of a team owner as I can, but on race day, I'm I'm the racer. I'm not really yeah. the team owner guy. Yeah, you're like, hey, I got to worry about my own game and do all my stuff. Uh, let's get to some phone lines here. Uh, I got my hands full of that one at the moment. Right, right, right. Uh, Simone, you there? Simone? Hello? Hello? Hey, are you there? Hello? Simone? It's Sam, not Simone. Okay. Simone, Sam. Sorry, that was a, uh, that was a uh, typing What's error. up, Sam? Uh, what's your question for Chad Reed? Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, no. Just wanted to ask him uh, what he thought about the new venue here in San Diego. I'm ashamed to say that the last couple of years haven't been too great. I was here when he won 2011, but mm-hmm. the last couple of years haven't been too great for him. Yeah, not crashed out last year. Is the magic still going to be in uh, San Diego, even though it's yeah. a new venue, Chad? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't I've seen the stadium from the W Hotel, but uh, that's about it. Um, I. Uh, you know, I'm sure that it's at San Diego. I mean, it's obviously going to be similar crowd and people and feel and um, definitely something that feels right about getting on a plane and going to San Diego. So, okay. uh, yeah. you know, and obviously everybody's talking about it and it's typically when my season turns better, except for last year. But, <laughs> yeah, except uh, for last year, right. I'm yeah. excited. I really am. I mean, uh, it'll be the last uh, baseball field that we race on for a while. So that'll be, that'll be cool. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, uh, one more thing. Do you think you could throw a knack-knack during opening ceremonies? That's yeah, cool. I've been wearing your headphones, and it messes with me. I can't ride. I can't hear my bike, and I feel like a 
Oh. I can't do it. So that's why I haven't been doing any doing of those <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, if Sam. If the lights are not in my face, then uh, I'll, I'll give, it a, give it a whirl. There, there we go, Sam. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks. Uh, Trevin, you there? <coughs> Trevin? Yeah. yeah, what's up, man? What's your question for yeah. uh, Chad Reed? Hey, what's up, Chad? How you doing, man? All right, so there's a lot of – I hate to be the guy that brings up old shit, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of videos that were floating around, and uh, obviously none of them have audio. So my question was, <laughs> what was the conversation between you and Stewart on the podium in 09 in Jacksonville? That's a good question, yeah. It, is it, it's an epic clip for sure. You guys, you guys seem pretty uh, – I mean, obviously you were heated at each other, so. Yeah. That was the neck grab. Um, the neck grab. Yeah, 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 the big neck grab. Uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of—I didn't think we'll go in that direction, but anyway, I—I <laughs> um, I mean, from what I remember, I was—you know—what I was mad about was he totally like cross jumped me on the triple, um, almost took me out and ripped off my fork guard and everything. And I basically was just telling him, like, you know, obviously that wasn't cool, and he just started <laughs> going off, and then yeah, then we just turned into right. Heated, heated oh. athletes at that point, and you know, years and years and years of crap, and yeah, so we, we were letting have at it as much as we could. I uh, I remember you guys made up at some point. James was on this show saying that he's going to buy you a white chocolate mocha one day and laugh about everything. I never got that. No, because Atlanta of 2011 happened two weeks later, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that was it. No more mochas, and it was never. It's never been repaired since then. Thanks for the question, though. Yeah, I Trevor. never got to get into the conference. So, Thank you. So as of today, so as of today, you guys are totally cool with each other, and everything's good. I don't know if I go no, that yeah, far. I mean, no one's ever cool. Like Steve said, I mean, we. So like, if you, like, if you guys were in the pit, Atlanta, so you're, like, obviously you're not going to out of your way to talk to one another, but if you're passing by each other, you throw in a, a little head nod, like a what's up? Or Yeah, is there even head nods at this point? No, we we don't really talk. We don't okay. Talk no people. head nods at all. All right. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> no. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, Kiefer, you got a question? Oh, yeah. I was wondering, is uh, J-Law coming in the house to ride with you soon? I know he's in Florida. Oh, yeah. He said that. He tweeted that. Yeah, he doesn't. he doesn't have any Supercross suspension. Otherwise, he'd be there. <laughs> and my outdoor track is grown over and right and yeah it's, it's disowned at this point i gotta get him some, gotta get him some supercross uh, stuff well, he doesn't Somebody. have he doesn't have mufflers either. he's been riding with no mufflers like cherry bombs on that bitch what Dude, no, i just got one are you being serious no he's just pinning it with the header and just like said fuck it and just he, running it yeah he, uh, <laughs> he yeah he cart he no he cartwheeled in like the the whole inside of the silencer blew out, like it blew off, you know? So yeah, he was yeah. just riding it like that. <laughs> His videos are so loud, just like, wow. Yeah, it was so loud. Oh, man. I text with him all the time, actually. It's funny. Like, other than my group text with Burner and JT and Dan, and probably I probably text with J-Lo the most. It's funny. He's a, he's a good dude. <laughs> he's a kid. Um, hey, um, uh, Burner has uh, been helping you out. Uh, he's a member of Team 2-2. And if something happens, there's a chance Burner gets on the bike. Uh, no doubt one of the best guys in the pits over the years is uh, Michael Burner. And I'd love to see him back out there, although that would mean somebody got hurt, which sucks too. But how is Burner? How's that going? Uh, you know, he's best friend. You're one of your best mates forever. So uh, how's that working with him and having him around? And, and, and he's riding and training and doing everything with you. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been on the grind since uh, since the week after uh, mm-hmm. Monster Cup. We're being, we're being wide open. So, um 
he's good. I mean, we could throw him right in there right now. I think he would, you know, he'd be good. Um, obviously, he'd have race jitters. He hasn't raced Supercross in a while. I hadn't raced yeah. at all in a while. So I'm sure that, you know, besides that, he'd be fine. I mean, he's in shape and mm-hmm. um, ready, to, ready to go. So um, it depends. I mean, like, uh, as long as JG or I are on the track, uh, we don't need, it's not like, I don't need two guys. I just need one person at all time on the track. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it's, you know, like, I think we covered this once before, but like, he's not like a JGR where, where I hired him to yeah. be like the filling guy. I mean, if worst case scenario, then we could throw him in there, but he's more, he's just my training partner. Um, you know, like for me, like at my point in my career and life, um, you know, there's obviously, there's a lot going on here at the house with the kids and, and Ellie and the race team. And, you know, it's, it's really easy to just, you know, walk into the office and next minute, three hours, four hours goes by. And, you know, you just, it's easy to put things off, you know, where yeah. I, Berna lives in my same neighborhood and I'm like, dude, you know, 9am let's warm up, you know, let's be at the track at 10 yeah. and, you know, he's here knocking on the door and it's not like I'm just going to bro down in the, office you know so we go down to the gym get our work done and go to the track and do that so just it's for me it's just more it it helps my routine um and plus there's nothing like going to war with your friend and and beating up on yeah and beating up on your friend as well i mean you know obviously i have good days and he has good days and uh athletically we're pretty we're pretty much the same so it's it's a fun uh it's a fun time it's like it's what i related to is like having a on a football team, you have a practice guy. Yeah, Burner's the practice dude. He's yeah. on the practice squad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's you know yeah. that, and and it's a big deal for him. I mean, like it's like it's not like he's just a rabbit and he goes out there and gets it done. I mean, he's still competitive. I mean, he he throws down and you know and mm-hmm. crashes every once in a while because he's pushing <laughs> and all those things. So it's like uh, you know, it's not like he's just out there and kind of just going through the motions. Like he really. You know, I think he gets his, that's like almost like where he gets his need to race, need to ride, you know, like mm-hmm. during the week. And I think that that's why he goes to races on the weekends. And I think for the most part, he's satisfied, you know, satisfied doing the program that he's on right now. Perfect. Um, anything else, JT, for your buddy, Chad Reed? Uh, no. Okay. I think, I think we're good. All right. Well, yeah, I just booked my Austin ticket. Are you on the 8 a.m.? Uh, Monday morning, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Moto I don't know GP? what condition I'll be in, but I'll be there. Moto, moto. <laughs> I'll, I'll drive. I'll be DD. Uh, Moto GP. I'm off the wagon. Yep. Moto GP. Yeah. Moto GP off to Houston. Oh jeez. Catch the fever. Yeah. I can't catch. Dude, it. life's about to get fun here. Moto GP starting. Formula One starting. Well, and hockey's still. Yeah, yeah hockey's going well too. Middle and middle season. Yeah, that's about to end, which is a great news. <laughs> That and, never ends. Yeah. It's fucking twelve and, months out of the year. It's so lame these days. It's like going. You just go race, and then I'm excited to watch NASCAR and MotoGP. <laughs> Congratulations on the on your Patriots winning the Super Bowl, Chad. <laughs> Brady seemed oh, like how was that? Yeah. Hey, I was. I, I married into it. It was awesome. Right? Yeah. yeah you're like, ah, Ellie's maiden name is Brady. I'm going for Pats. That's Chad's. That was Chad's <laughs> the determining factor. So, I I think that's funny. Like we went we went to a Yankee game. And Chad had no idea who like Derek Jeter was. That's awesome. Like I, I don't know how you live in that world. I get it. I'm not. I don't live in that world either, and I'm American. Yeah, but you know who Derek Jeter is. Yeah, but I don't follow baseball. No, but I mean, Chad didn't know. Oh, okay. And I wonder what that's like to not know that. Because <laughs> like. we, we've been bombarded with Derek Jeter, you know, our whole lives. 
I know what he. I know yeah, what he can tell you what a good arm is like, like, and it's only a lot. I was gonna say that. Yeah, and your arm is not good. <laughs> <laughs> you need surgery bad, dude. No, I had a tor- <laughs> I tore my rotator cuff. I did in like '92. It's never been better. Dude, it was in '92. Are you serious? Yeah, but it's like, got scar tissue. You had, me, you had me convinced that that when you were gonna about to throw a heater, and like some four year old was throwing a ball hard. <laughs> I know. You need you need uh, Jimmy John surgery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jimmy John's. Exactly. Dude, I think you should put a Jimmy John thumb in there or something. It was it was not good. It was not good. I was very 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 low point in my life at that point. That wasn't good. If anyone has ever thrown a baseball God. as hard as you can, and you were. Slower than 36 miles an hour, uh, hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chad, thanks for coming on the show. Like, I mean, you know how like people have like bucket lists? It's like, not that baseball was my bucket list. Yeah. But, just, I mean, if you're going to go to a game, go to a Yankee game, right? Right. And well, what was that? Who did they play? Angels, I think. Yeah, they're the, playing the Angels, yeah, which I is kind of Angel yeah. Stadium. Right, right. I'm like tied on the most wins. I think I have more wins at Angel Stadium than they do. Did that so. sweatshirt that you bought for $80 make it home? <laughs> yes, I still and the beanie. Okay. I, the beanie. Remember how freezing I know he was so cold. He bought an eighty dollars Yankee uh, uh, hoodie. Authentic, authentic, authentic. It was like the worst experience of my life. I seriously, I would rather watch concrete dry. My dad was a concrete growing up, and I would rather go watch him lay concrete than watch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying right there. Yeah. Hey, how about the? It was so bad. How about the the New York race this year? It starts at three. Oh, people are going to be having. Oh, I can't a... wait. It'll be so rad. I'll be on a plane at what nine or something like that. I'll be home Saturday <laughs> night. Awesome. Yeah. man. I wish you still flew I private. Think I vote for that. I think, uh, like for the West Coast races, especially, we should be racing in the afternoon. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, like look at Ellie. I mean, obviously, Ellie's not the only fan on the East Coast trying to watch Supercross. Oh yeah, she's staying up until oh, you know one thirty two a.m. in the morning just to watch race. No, absolutely. So, I, I wish. Think... I, I wish. can tell you that if I'm not racing, I am not staying up for one day. <laughs> that crap. <laughs> um, Kiefer lives half hour away and couldn't even go to the race. He couldn't even drive down there. That's lame. I ride all week. Last thing I want to do is watch a race and deal with all the bros and yeah. the people there. Screw that. Seriously, the high fives and yeah. I uh, yeah. I wish you still. I'm not a fan. I'm right now. I'm so. Supercross. Well, I'm you shouldn't have hit Trey Canard then. And look what you, look what happened to you. Look what you did. Um, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I once upon a time and I loved it, and I just I'm so over it. It's just I, the best was uh best. I was talking to. Uh, you got another year, Chad. You can't do anything. You got to stick around. I, I was. <laughs> I was talking to uh, the one five, the big one five, Timmy, and and we were, we were talking about that, and Timmy's like. I trained Canard. I don't think they should have thrown that black flag. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I'm totally biased. And, uh, and they right. shouldn't have thrown that black flag. That's what Trey told me on the podium. Did he really? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, like he just pretty much was like, yeah, okay. Like my move was bonehead. Yours move was bonehead. But yeah. Gallagher did the bonus <laughs> yeah. head move of all. For sure. Well, I'm glad you guys talked that out a little bit. You're both uh, uh, good guys. Yeah, and, no, we're, yeah. we're yeah, cool. For sure. Exactly. Totally. Uh, so what you're saying is, you're on an island. You'd rather have Trey than James trapped on an island. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never had an issue with Trey, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, thanks for coming on the Trey show, as always. Uh, good times for, to have, having, having you on. We thank you uh, for coming on. Well, this is show number 199 for us, and I think you've done, she's probably 20, 30 of these uh, things for us. Sweet. 
Um, yeah, yeah, that's right, exactly. So thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll see you at uh, San Diego, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. We'll be there later. Right, see you. Roostmx.net, bringing you uh, the great Chad Reed. Can we fit? Should, no, let's go to commercial, and then we'll finish x and then we'll have Zach Osborne on. Zach. That's what we're going to do, okay? Let's do it. Fuck it. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, take this first commercial break of the night. Pulp Mech Show is presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming up with Zach Osborne. That was Chad Reed. Jason Thomas will be back. The great Chris Kiefer in studio getting ready for his comeback to the Canadian Nationals. <laughs> Don't do it. Shit. Don't do it. I'm doing it. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to 
access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivot Works, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivot Works stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. 
Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoke and nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. 
Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. everybody btosports.com fly racing race tech vortex racing you don't know what you want bruce graphics x-brand goggles nfab jeep and truck parts pivot works works connection atlas neck braces fmf racing w wheels guts racing two under galfer brakes ktmpartsexpress.com and black ops moto galfer galfer Galfer! Galfer! <laughs> BTO Sports Stock uh, KTM, JGR Yamaha, TLD Lucas Oil KTM, Rockstar Husky, Cycle Trader, and a whole list of teams use Galfer brakes. Check them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Galfer USA. Go fast, brake faster with Galfer! People forget about their brakes. You know, when they're servicing, yeah. looking for high performance products. That's one thing Yamaha does suck at is brakes. Excuse me? There's something Yamaha's bad at, according yeah, to you? Yeah, their front brakes no good. Really? Yeah. Well, get some Galfer brakes. Atlas braces, they've undergone a complete redesign for 2015. The new neck braces are impossibly light, flexible, and showcases a sleek new design. Uh, don't let past experiences cloud your judgment. The new Atlas lineup is the real deal. Experience for yourself and find out why it changed the minds of, the minds of Ryan Dillapoto, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson and Martin Davalos. AtlasBrace.com. 
We're here with a professional racer, Chris Kiefer. Oh, He's in studio. Uh-huh. Congratulations on your comeback. Yeah, thank you. Can't What'd wait to start this poll up. What did you think of the, uh, the Chad Reed interview? I thought, you know what? He didn't throw any slams at you. No. Which was good. Yeah, he's straight up. I like him. And I like he talks about his stuff. A lot of guys can't say, like, oh, I'm running Spring Fork. So he, yeah. he, he just tells it how it is. That's no, cool. he's good. Yeah. He's real good. Good song, by the way. Yeah, face-to-face. -face. Trevor, uh, Trevor Keith, lead singer, was my bus driver in high school. Okay, Kiefer. Sure. I told you the story already. Yeah. Neil Diamond worked at my local Bur Burger King. They're from Hesperia, dude. Check it out. Face-to-face. Hesperia, California. Uh, flyracing.com. Uh, check out Fly Racing Light Hydrogen Gear that some of the best riders in the pits like Canard, Shorty, Brayton, and this guy wears Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. Pleased and proud to present you Zach Osborne. Zach, you really forgot about us? I did. I, I You told me 740. Ooh, late. Oh, I did, didn't I? Early. Yeah, so then I'm like, well, who's this biggest number? Uh, do you want to come back at 740? No, I'm good. Are you sick? I was. What happened? I was um, just trying to catch Strava Steve and oh. went a little too hard on the compu trainer and hey. then threw up in the in the toilet. That happens, believe me. I went out today and uh, Lissamore couldn't hang and uh, I dominated. I crushed the trails here. Well, is Lissamore on the phone? No, he's here in studio. He's yelling that it's not true, but whatever. Yeah, he well, tell him to get on the phone because like that's not acceptable. What, what was your heart rate? Heart rate, Steve? Oh, do you feel well, like? <laughs> Zach, you, listen, I'm new to this heart rate thing because I'm in the Baker's factory now. Um, uh, I feel like uh, – I'm so I'm new to this heart rate thing. So he gave me a heart rate monitor. And I feel like 174 is a little high. What's a heartbreak monitor? Heart rate. Oh, okay. Did I say break? <laughs> 70 yeah, it might be a little high. It's a little I'm high, no? Keep it down, in, down a little lower until you uh, – um, Get down to, let's say, uh, race weight. There's three spots on my ride where I hit, like, 174, and honestly, it feels like I'm going to die. It feels like I'm going I to know, die. Like, yeah. I look at your rides on Strava, and, like, 1,000 feet in 10 miles, that's pretty That's pretty good. Like, you're going uphill somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, no. If I don't, you can do that, you can definitely do the loop. I'm telling you, you're missing out on one of the best rides in the country. I went to it's your stupid loop. Like I went to your miles from your house. I went to your stupid loop. I did Cottonwood. There's 8 million loops out there, though, so... No, the loop, the scenic loop in Red Rock State Park. On the road, thirteen like, miles. On no, the... it's 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 a private road, one way. It's it's literally a loop, one way traffic. I've done it. Only no, we, runners and yeah. cars. And no, we cars. drove it. We drove it. <laughs> no, not drive it, bro. No, but I'm saying I know what you're talking about. But here's the thing, bro. I mountain bike. I'm not a roadie. Okay, so are you? In, are well, you? In, are I you mean, in... this would be a good ride for you, mountain or road. Are you in mountain bike shorts? Or are you in spandex? Want to do the same thing? I don't please think what? Tell me, please I mean, tell me mountain bike God, shorts. Can we get you a please. spandex no, kit? No, I'm in spandex, but with gym shorts over top. Okay. Cargos? Copy yeah, that. no, I run the gym shorts over. I'm not running. Full deal. No, no, okay. no. I do not have a road Thank kit. You, God. Right. I have a loose-fitting T-shirt, Right. gym shorts over spandex. Got it. Okay. Hey, but uh, I got a question. I, di I didn't listen to the rest of the show the after A1, and I had a song request, which was like the precursor to we did it. We did it. me coming on the show. We did it. We played it. Okay, good. I forget. But, but the face-to-face -face song was really good. Like I, was, I felt like I was sitting in a big old green hill at Castillo. Yeah. I was listening to yeah, it. That was, my, that was my song pick. But we yeah, did your song at, for the third break. I forget what it was. I don't remember what it was. But Freebird. Duh. Oh, that's right. We made fun of it. But the it, greatest rock and roll song of all time. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, you know Word. what's awesome? You know what's By great? the greatest rock and roll band all t of all time. Do you know what's awesome for you? 
is the way wow. that you're you're so dumb. You got your front wheel stuck in the gate, and they and you treated it like it was a you really held oh up there. Oh my god! Like good Please job. Start that. We already had one falling out about your terrible information this year. <laughs> good job on getting the gate. Like you screwing up, and then they still threw a red flag. Terrific. Seriously though, I came around on like the third lap, and I was about to go ride my bike. <laughs> like where is it? Where is it? Someone's tower, like that one in the middle where. Right. Uh, the two dudes stand, no names, but like right. that one, where only two people, not the manager's tower, but no, the other yeah. one. Yep. I was like, man, this thing's coming down right now. <laughs> You're like, if I don't see that red flag. Yeah, um, I came around on the first lap, and I, I like did the first three sections, like thinking, oh, yeah, we'll get to the finish line, and this mm-hmm. will be sorted out. Then we got to the finish line, I was like, all right, next lap, no mm-hmm. biggie. Don't don't freak out yet. Yep. And then like it didn't come out, and I'm like wigging out. And then finally, like after five laps, I'm like, it's not gonna happen. Just do what you can. Mm-hmm. You must have hit the gate. And I knew, you know, I yep. knew I didn't hit the gate, but I started to question myself because, yeah, I was like, why are they not red flagging it right now? Like, what's going on? But um, yeah, I talked to I talked to you, they I, did. I talked to your team. I don't know owner. why it took so long. I talked to your team owner today, and he said uh, it took about three laps before they would really listen to him. Like he said, he was like, "Hey," and he was getting progressively madder and madder. Um, yeah, you know uh, about why they're not paying attention to him and why they're not like listening to it. And I mean, to their credit, they actually they, they did it. It just took a long time, you know. So yeah, it was uh, a little bit of a weird deal, but thankfully, I mean, I don't know what happened. It flinched a little bit, it moved a little bit, and then it never went on down. Like I blasted the thing, obviously, but um, yeah, it, it definitely didn't fall. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Have you ever had that happen before? No, I've never had. I, I've been stuck in the gate when I was a kid, but not right. because my gate didn't fall, because I was being an idiot more than anything. Kiefer, did, so. has that ever happened to you? Did I ask you that? Yeah, I got stuck in the gate, but I just kick it forward. No, but did it, did it ever not fall? Uh, of course, no, Kiefer, no. you must have raced on some of those gates like back in the day at, um, I think, uh, L.A. County Fairgrounds had a forward falling gate yep. I raced on. Yeah, you can jump And maybe back. LACR, too. Yeah. Oh. LACR. You could like bump up against it and it would fall forward. Yep. The uh, the eight hundred jumped the forward falling LSCR gate. How many times? Probably. <laughs> you just wheelie that stuff. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not scared at all. Hey, um, uh, tough tough uh, start to your year with the thumb and the Bowers thing and all that. And I, I got to admit, you're doing better than I thought. Like you know, we always we're all paid to analyze this stuff and talk about you jerkies. And uh, we were like, hey, this kid's going to be in tough shape here. Uh, not riding during the week much, and uh, you know, trying to ride with a thumb, trying to hold on to a motorcycle. I gotta say, man, uh, can, you know, you're showing some guts. You're hanging in there, trying to trying to make it work without much practice and all that. So good job on that. But it's got to be a bit frustrating. Yeah, it is a bit frustrating because I was on a different level uh, at A1 coming into the race than I am now, and mm-hmm. um, you know, to still be getting like around the top five every weekend is is kind of a credit to what I had going coming into the season. I think, you know, I was super prepared and, and ready to go. It was just a, an unfortunate event that happened and um, the hand I was dealt. But, like, you know, it's not over. It's, it's life racing like we've seen so many times already this year. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes on every weekend. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit out of, out of the lead, but I'm only six out of second and, mm-hmm. you know, anything can happen. So, yeah, hopefully we can get through this weekend and stay in touch and, uh, and take it into the break, and then you know we got two races left. So yeah, um, hopefully just be back on the level I was at the beginning of the season. But um, I have to say, like my bike's been really, really good this year. Yeah, on the starts I've gotten really good starts and been able to put myself in position to where I don't have to duke it out that much. Um, 
in Oakland, I messed up both starts, but it mm-hmm. was nothing to do with, with anything but me. And uh, I have to kind of give the team a shout-out because they've worked hard with me to get my starts good and, and the bike comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we've changed quite a bit now to accommodate my thumb because I'm not hitting the jumps nearly as hard as what I was, and and uh, the bike has to be a lot more mm-hmm. subtle at the top of the stroke. So um, I have to give some props to them, too, for uh, for mm-hmm. hooking me up with the goods to do the job. What do you like, um, without getting you, in, not all you riders get in trouble because apparently people listen to this show, but um, what do you like better? Crazy, right? I know. It's it's insane. we got show number, Unreal. show number 200 next week. We've been done 200 of these stupid things. Um, I've listened to like three. Thank you. Uh, you actually, you've been in studio three times or whatever. I've been in studio yeah. three times. Yeah. I listened to the Moto sixty show after a one. I listened to quite a bit of stuff actually. I don't yeah. know why, but yeah, yeah, I'm probably yelling at me Can't while, get while you listen. Yeah, I'm like, what? Wait, can I call into this? Or is it over already? <laughs> is it, I'm calling in. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you like about the Husky compared to a Honda? Uh, you've been on Honda for a couple of years before that. What What do you like about the Spike? I like this bike because I have a lot of feel to the ground. I mean, um, with the steel frame, it's a lot a lot softer feel, um, a lot more user-friendly. Uh, I feel like it's it's uh, just an, a great all-around bike. I think the 350, for consumer purposes, is one of the best bikes made. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like um really comfortable with, with what I have. My setup is good. Um the Husky is actually considerably different than the KTM, kind of contrary to popular belief. We have a lot of stuff that, little things that, like, you know, people just say, oh, that's that's a white KTM, but it's so far from that. Like, uh, there's a lot of different little things, like the linkage position is different, subframes completely different, and it'll continue to be more different over the next couple of years. You know, it's, it's only realistically a two-year-old company, and they're trying their best to... Um, to separate with some brand identity, but the bike so far has been really, really good. Kiefer, why don't you tell them how you thought the Husky sucked in your shootout? Uh, the stock one's just not very good as far as motor-wise. I'm joking. You just, you, yeah, this is a 100% different than that Yeah, Osborne yeah. Bike, but. but he is right about the 350, man. Yeah. As far as the consumer, that's that's a great size bike. What about the it's steel? Like, it's like a bike where the 250 for the normal guys like a little bit too hard work the yeah. 450 right. is a little bit too hard work because it's a lot of power and you uh-huh. have to be actually get in really good shape to like not get whiskey so i feel like the 350 is a great mix and a good really good bike for the consumer what yeah. about the steel frame do you ever see the japanese going back to a steel frame no do you see ktm going to aluminum frame mm. no I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. Uh, Japanese, definitely not, but I don't know if KTM would. You know, yeah. people think, oh, they're not going to go with linkage ever, but they did go back. Yeah, yeah. No, when I was at KTM, we had no linkage, and I was told never they will never go right. to a linkage. Yeah. You know, so. I remember those days. Yeah, that's a good point, Zach. You grew up on those things. Uh, we were teammates, yeah. I guess, in a way. Teammates. At one point, yeah. Teammates. Um, you uh, were way too cool, of course. But. Uh, well, I was busy taking Kelly Smith to wins over and over. Um. Hey, what what's up with your qualifying sixteenth, dude? I I pulled the whole shot and fell down. <laughs> um, yeah, still got a decent start. Sixteenth yeah. gate. I'm looking at yeah. the results and it says qualifying sixteenth, and you yeah. got fourth. I'm like, Holy no, crap. qualifying like for the main and sixteenth. His practice overall qualifying time was I think fourth Six. or fifth. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. yeah, that was just because his heat race he fell. Yeah, yeah, I got eighth in my heat race, which was... you were out of qualifying yeah. for a little bit, bro. So yeah, it was scary. Like uh we do a film study on Monday with the team, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize I was that far back. <laughs> I was like, man, I would have been 
freaking out way worse, but you do it's tough to, you know, I was a little bit tight and didn't want to go down again because I was, mm-hmm. I knew I was back there, but I didn't know I was that far back. So I was just kind of dilly dallying around and I needed to be getting after it. You do not want to go to a 250 Supercross LCQ because anything can happen. nerve wracking oh, ever. <laughs> I, I hate it. Like I've been to, I think four now maybe. Mm-hmm. And I missed the first one I was ever in at Daytona in 07. And since then, I just run like crazy to get in. Like, even in Phoenix, when I went down in the whoops, I still got in because I was just like, you can't go to LCQ. You can't go to LCQ. 702 <laughs> uh, You got a question for uh, Rockstar Husqvarna's Zach Osborne. Brought to you by Fly Racing, by the way. And Zach Osborne is wearing Fly Racing now. Nice. He is in some fly racing. Hey, do you get to pick your own kit every wait, time you race, or is it already laid out for wait, you? Wait to interrupt. Um, actually, we, ha- we run the Rockstar gear about half the time. The mm-hmm. one we wore over the weekend, the like white and black with the huge Rockstar and Rockstar in the pants. And then uh, the other times, we have like five or six other sets of gear mm-hmm. um, that are approved that we can wear. So we wear that gear every other weekend, and then uh, we can wear the the hydrogen stuff, I think, the black and white. And uh, we have that like denim looking stuff. Yeah, that we wore in Oakland. I love that yeah. stuff. It's it's super cool. Uh, I'm not in the chat room, but there's a person in the chat room called Travis Steve. It's not me, everybody. Awesome. So just just FYI. Hey, uh, we had a caller. Uh, he couldn't go because his phone was going to die. But he wanted to ask you, Zach, if you heard Lurch talk about you and the loose caboose. What? What? Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything about Lurch talking to you about a loose caboose or something? I sure don't. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. I wish you would call back because I want to hear that story. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea either. Maybe when he was in, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, hey, uh, uh, Jason Anderson, this year <laughs> your your teammate on four fifty is doing a great job. Um, surprising some of us experts, quote unquote. What What do you think? How, how, how's it been? I think he's been pretty good. I mean, um, I think. When he returns to his start like he had at A1, he'll be back on, on the box. I mean, mm-hmm. he's had some big crashes. Like, the one in Oakland yeah. was gnarly. Yeah. Like, he got lucky to get away with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for a rookie season, he's taken some pretty big knocks and taken them on the chin pretty well. And mm-hmm. I think he'll um, he'll pick it up here in a few races and get back uh, mm-hmm. get back up on the box. I mean, he's, like you said, for I'm pretty surprised with the way he's, uh, way he's been doing. I mean, um even though he hasn't been back on the box since day one, he's still like pretty pretty solid top five, top ten guy. Yep. And your other teammate Zach Bell got a career best uh, finish at uh, at Oakland. He had rough rough a three, but uh, hey, career best finish. Guy looks like he's a little better on the uh, on the Husky this year. Yeah, I actually said that at the beginning of the year. I, I said that I thought he would be a little better because the bike's a little bit softer and just overall easier to ride. Um, and I, I knew he would be better. I didn't know, you know, how much better, but yeah. I thought it would be a, a lot easier for him to uh, to ride just with his size and everything. Right. So after Dago, are you gonna take a little break? Or are you going to outdoor testing? No, wait. That, yeah. That, that, no, wait. That that's what? my question. Oh, sorry. Well, no, my question is, are you? Do you need surgery? What are you gonna do? Uh, this? As of right now, no. As long okay. as um, we keep it on two this weekend, I'll be okay. <laughs> okay. Um, with the alignment and everything, now there's some bone callus starting to to uh, form around my thumb, and, and it's starting to strengthen up a little bit. There for a couple of weeks, it was still pretty hairy. But now, um, as long as I keep it on two through the weekend and, and everything, I'll just take a couple, uh, maybe two weeks off and get started outdoor testing. Originally, the plan was to do some um, 
Here we go. A couple of three Here or four, we go. races on the East Coast. Oh, I thought you were going to say but, that. Um, I thought you said the yeah, plan was. Shut up. I, thought, I thought it was going to be <laughs> off road. I thought it was going to be off road. I really. Well, if you'll let me finish, I'm okay. getting to that. Oh, God. Here we go. Nice. I'm just kidding. Now, um, the plan was to do three or four 450 races on the East Coast, but now we're going to we're gonna scrap that and uh, try to get well and get ready for outdoors. We have, you know, some testing to do. We don't really have so much outdoor settings um, for the bike yet, so we mm-hmm. need, need a couple weeks of testing. And, um, yeah, just uh, probably head back east to Clovermax for a couple of weeks and try to beat it out and um, be ready for, for Houston. I'm in this group text with Zach, Filthy, and Alex Martin. Mm-hmm. And it seems like I'm the only one that really wants to be in this group text. You know, like, hey, I text back every time, bro. Yeah, yeah, but you never start. I always have to start the conversations, like, and then Phil because insults you me. Start, you say the dumbest stuff. <laughs> well, that that could be true, but like, if you want, if you want me to just sign out of that group text, I will. I, I mean, you can't. If I, if you could, dude, I would have done it like the day I got it. Okay, well, never mind then. I won't. Put, I will never start that group text again. I will never start it. What's it about? I think it's still on my phone. I'm just going to keep texting it simply because Phil loves it. I know. That's what I mean. Like, I sense a lot of hostility from Phil. Like I that s- one that I sent you on Saturday night when <laughs> right, his phone died? Right, right. That was great. Um, he told me to suck it. I was eating a, eating a burger or something. <laughs> uh, hey, Tomo's on the line. Tomo, you there? Yes. Yep, I'm here. What's up, Tomo? Coming from down under, by the way. Oh, not much. Just listening in. Just a couple of questions for Zach. Uh, he just building airplanes, bro. That's what he does. A three eighties on the daily. Oh, no, no, did you see his tweet? To, did you see his Instagram to JT? What's that? No, but I saw his tweet the other day about the plane they're tiring and its impressive stats. That was pretty cool. I thought. Uh no, Tomo. Yeah, Tomo did. Uh, oh, yeah, massive, massive miles, massive miles. That's yeah. our oldest one. No, so. nobody. Yeah, you know what? Um, you, United. Oh, question. I can hardly hear you. Um, Wait, you can't hear us. Uh, you were saying before we sort of partly answered it that yeah, we're going to look at doing some of the uh, was it East Coast races in the four fifty. Were you going to do it on a three fifty or a four fifty? Actually, um, our three fifty isn't homologated for AMA racing because of um, the amount they brought in this season. So I would have had to ride the four fifty. Simply due to the rules, not not by uh, choice. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a bit weird. Eh? Hey, um. Also, what? Uh, what? Just um, I know it's created quite a bit of interest. Um, not about you, obviously, but uh, RV to Europe. What do you reckon is going to be his biggest struggle over there? The food. The food. No, actually, you know, I talked to someone about this the other day, and I feel like as long as he embraces it, you know, he has enough resources, money, everything to make himself comfortable. So as long as he embraces it and tries to go and enjoy it, he'll be fine. Like, he, he's going to kill it. He's going to win races. He's going to race Tony for a world title. I believe that. Like, 100%, I think he's going to be in it to the end. But at the same time, he's not only racing Tony. Like, Paulin's going to be good. DeSalle's going to be good. Like, Nagle, he's solid when he's on. So... I think that that's going to be the biggest shock to him. I think maybe he goes, you know, he's going there to race Tony, but there's some other guys that are going to going to be quick too. But I think um, I think he can pull it off. I mean, like I said, I think he has enough resources and everything to make himself comfortable and and be able to do whatever he wants. I know he has Tyler there and some some friends like that are going with him just to make him more comfortable. So I think he's not going to have so much trouble. Tomo, yo. 
Are you going to go to Manjibup if I go? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll check my schedule. Uh, take, a pl- a day, day, yes. take a plane and get over there. Do you live on the other side? Yeah, I, I, I would have. I actually, I wouldn't mind going, to be honest. I've never been there. Do you? you uh, live, so you live on the other side of Australia? Yeah, I live on the east coast. And okay. Manjimup's about a four. Right. Probably I'll to get to Perth like a four, four and a half hour flight. Okay, well, so, um, yeah. I'm, I might go. I might go. I might be riding a CR500. Ooh. Sweet, sweet track. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Have a GP there. Is that what you're training for, Travis Steve? I'm just training to not die. Okay. You know, that's all I'm training for. Not really one specific okay. reason. All right, then. I'll, all right. I'll let Thanks, Tomo. Training for um, life. Sweet. Best Thanks for calling, Tomo. The rest of you too, Zach, okay? All right. Hey, thank you. Tomo always calls in when you call. He's my guy, dude. Zach's a likable guy. He is. I, hey, do you have a problem with Wygant making fun of your eyebrows on Twitter? I've never seen it, but no, okay. I mean, they're uh, huge. It's not right. like he hasn't heard that before. I'm just saying, yeah, I, I, mean, I thought it was really ballsy of Wygant to make fun of your eyebrows and attach you on the tweet Saturday night. I didn't see that. I, I uh, just got a new phone, and I didn't download Twitter yet. But let me just go ahead and do that right now, because I might have some awesome comebacks. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should. I thought it was rather ballsy of him. Have, you, you, have you ever trimmed them? I, you know what, like, before the baby, my wife used to trim them or wax them or whatever she felt like, really. Mm-hmm. Since then, it's just like, you know what, mm-hmm. I mean, as long as they're not touching in the middle, it's going to be okay. Right. Yeah, it's fine. No unibrow. Nobody's It'll perfect. Be okay. Like, Nobody's it, perfect. If, and if I was in Europe still, or especially in South America, <laughs> if they were touching in the middle, it, it would still be okay. It's still fine. It's still okay. Like, what, I mean, what's the problem? Right, right. Uh, have you and Bowers had any words since the show that you were Actually, on? we talked a little bit in Oakland. Okay. So it's all good. Mm, yeah. What'd you make of him and Webb going at it? Yeah. Honestly, when I watched it, I, w- I wasn't like, wow, that was terrible. I mean, right. he hit him hard, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I think Cooper turned down pretty hard mm-hmm. and... You know, I think Tyler was going to make some contact, but I don't think he meant to do it as hard as what he did. Yeah, I agree. And I thought Cooper was a little harsh with his words, and considering he almost won the race. And uh, yeah. and Bowers, his tweets were awesome, but I thought were, that was a little much, too. Bowers is awesome at all, that, at all he times. Is. No, yeah. he is. He is. Calling him. Like, we had him on the show last week, and he was sort of apologizing. It was sort of going well. Right. And then Bowers is like, I'm not scared of him. He's like an 11-year-old girl. And I'm like, oh, we're back to square one. Like, yeah, you know, it was going well, and then Tyler threw that in there. He hasn't been arrested. I have. Yeah. I've been to jail. I'd kick his ass. <laughs> I was like, I've been to jail. He's never been to jail. I found out. I remember what happened. What? That was the whole thing when he was in Bakersfield, and they had that training facility, and he beat that privateer guy's ass on accident. On accident? He beat it <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Accident? But, like, that was the okay. whole ordeal in Bakersfield. I remember And he got that. in trouble for it? Yeah, he got jacked. I remember something about that, too, but I didn't remember, like, going to jail. Yeah. Scary stuff. That's good times. That's fun. Yeah, good times. Um, all right, Zach, we're done with you. We're done. Sorry, I'm looking through Wygant's tweets. I saw your little, I heard the little, no, that's fine. Your little Twitter pop. Blip. Uh, flyracing.com bringing you Zach Osborne on the show, of course. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Maybe no. uh, I'm coming to Vegas to the doctor to make sure everything's good <clears throat> next week. So mm-hmm. if I end up staying, I will stop by for an in-studio. It's way more fun like well, that. Well, it's show 200 next week, and we have, a, we have a, a lot of cool in-studio guests, and you would fit right in and be perfect. Oh, I was I was thinking that you were going to blow me off, and then I was going to be like, you know what? No, no, no. It, you would add to the delicious, uh, oh, delicious, uh, delicious like buffet it. of guests that we have. <laughs> uh, 
I like it. We tweeted seeing Pless and Zacco battle was like heaven without the trees. Okay, there's that's all right, but then I think there was an eyebrow one in there. Yeah, no doubt that stuck gate resulted in raised eyebrows for Zacco sixteen, which <laughs> that was I mean, hey, you do raise an eyebrow at a stuck gate hit. What can I say? Yeah. Right. Can't be mad about that. I'd go at him hard if I saw him this weekend if I were you. Zach, you what gotta come I back say? up in the Dez. Dude, I want to. Next, next time it rains when I'm healthy, I'll be up there. Gary's done been hitting me up, like, the last two weeks. Dude, you had to come ride rough tracks. I'm like, bro, my my hand would last about 30 seconds on a rough track. Yeah, we got good sand tracks right now. Uh, report yeah, from the no, chat. I'm pumped to get up there when I get well. Report from the chat room. Why is Kiefer a co-host? He sucks. Right on. That's my first hater. Nice. <laughs> Word. I'm in. Thanks, Zacho. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. See ya. Later. All right. Zach Osborne, everybody. Rockstar Husqvarna uh, brought to you by Fly Racing. Uh, Zach Osborne on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. And uh, still coming up with Cole Seeley and still coming up with Dean Wilson. Wilson might be a little depressing interview. Man. I talked, I've been texting with him a little bit here and there. Yeah. But I just wanted to have him on to, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know how that drill goes. You oh, race yeah. pro. It's stop and start for Dean Wilson right now with his injuries. And I just wanted to, you know. Let's cheer him up. Try to, right? Yeah. How do we do that? Uh, we could talk about women and like yeah. all it, kinds of cool stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. Maybe he would have been down with the tri- Moto Triple X uh, models. Yeah, wasn't DV's comment like, eat, sleep, shit, F. Super cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, welcome back to the show, JT. Appreciate it. We just had Fly Racing Zone Zach Osborne on. I like it. How uh, was he? He was good. He said he liked the denim stuff the, the best. Okay, so, yeah. Um, okay, uh-huh. let's finish the X-Brand goggle tear-off segment. Let's do this. All right, uh, Gibbs. Do you remember where you were at? Should we do the intro again? No. X-Brown Goggles are choice of champions everywhere. Used by Michael Lessie, Vince Freeze, Devin Gibbs. Uh, Nick Way, Devin Gibbs. Jimmy uh, Albertson used to wear them and uh, rock them. Um, Kyle Chisholm. Kyle Chisholm wears them. Uh, Austin Politelli wears them. Michael Lieb wears them. Nick Way. Uh, Kyle Cunningham wears them. I think I said Way. Okay. You name it. Ben LeMay, Alex Martin. Alex Martin taking X-Brown Goggles to a podium finish. His best ever finish. Nice. EKSBrand.com. Do you think Simone wears them? Simone. What did we we talked about that, didn't we? <coughs> yeah, it says Sam own. Sam on. It's Sam on four. Right. I just left the space out. He left the space out. And yeah. you called it Simone. That's how you say what you what you yeah. had. Yeah. Are we All ready? Right. <laughs> hey, and also too, X brand goggles. Now with grips featuring soft titium. Nothing makes you want to go fast like a handful of soft titium. Nope, absolutely not. Laser. Okay, let's do it. So you asked three questions already, right? Yeah, yeah okay. this All right. round two. All right. Uh, Steve, if you could appoint anyone, I don't know why you're given this power, but if you could appoint anyone to take Gallagher's place, who would it be? Me. Yeah. Me, 1.7. Wow. Dude, I would be – I listen, never mind Gallagher, okay? I like John. I don't want Gallagher's position. What I would love to do and what I think I would do a terrific job at is – is marketing the Supercross series. If you if you just put me in charge of marketing, like, I think I would do a good job. Well, how would you market? Give us an example. I would do a lot of things different than what they're doing right now. Okay. You know? I, I really would. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, okay, Behind the Dream stuff. Yes, yes. Those new episodes of Behind the Dream. Right. I tried to watch one of them. Yeah. Terrible. The new ones. Yeah. Yeah, they suck. The second one's a little bit better than the first one. Let me guess, because it had more Monster Girls in it? No, no, just oh. because it actually had more depth. <laughs> okay. So just be people's bullshit. All right. All right. JD, if you were Osborne and the gate didn't drop, what do you do? 
Uh, probably hop off my bike and uh, make a complete fool of myself on the start straightaway as people are coming by. Uh, Zach said he thought about launching it on lap three, launching his bike into the uh, the, uh, pers- the the thing where the two officials stand and knocking that. Stand yeah, I probably over. would have made a, a scene for sure, but I mean that's not right. Like, that can't happen. Bullshit. All right, next question. Kiefer. Yep. How many more years before Dirt Rider is only available in digital form? Uh, well, What's with the deep question from Moses? Yeah, no, that's print will be print is not as big as digital, but it'll still be alive. You know, ten, twenty years from now, print's better than digital. There's just something about print. Like I, I like reading stuff on digital, but like I don't read anything on digital. Nothing. Really? I don't like all the all the money's still in print too. I don't like now. So. Yeah, and like advertising. That no, you, I think. Wait a minute. I think Moser's talking about digital magazines, yeah, not right. uh, not internet sites, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was talking about internet. Yeah, I know. I thought you were. And so, I think Moser means magazines on the internet. How long is that going to be around? No. How long until until it's only just that? on, on oh, the internet? Oh, that's not going to happen. That will never happen. All right. You know, but l- listen, as my as a marketing expert, yes, DirtRider.com needs some work. It's getting can face, we can it, we can it's we it's getting a facelift okay by April okay I mean look I work for Racer X I agree with you no. and Racer X online rules and Pulpamex rules yeah but DirtRider dot com needs it's lagging hard a little bit yeah a little bit I agree okay Steve yep uh, if Tomac's weakness is his starts no it's not it's not no they're terrific they are yep what's Roxon's uh man I don't know. I don't know. What, what's Roxon's weakness? Jimmy Johns. I think he, he, when he's in a battle a little bit, he loses it a little bit. I think he just kind of checks out and goes for it too much. He needs a little bit. He's between Dungey and Roxon. He needs to be in between there. Okay. JT, what do you think? Do you agree with that? I think his biggest weakness right now is uh, switching things up in the middle like <laughs> of the season right here. Yeah. I think he's kind of in, I don't want to say turmoil because I think that's overstating it, but he's got a lot of things, a lot of people pulling him in a lot of different directions. Uh, other than that, I don't really see a weakness. I just think yeah. maybe it wasn't the perfect timing to make such a huge change as far as programs. So do we know the backstory on that yet or no? Uh, yeah, we talked about it all last week. Okay. Thanks for listening. Sorry. No, I know. Um, just, you know, the dad's more involved. Okay. Dad's more involved than ever. Alden's very expensive. Uh, it's been going well, you know. Um, I think I think if you're Kenny, you're like I already know what I do for Alden. You know what I mean? So you're on the, yeah, you're know the program. Yeah, I mean I don't know. If I but about, I don't I don't think I have a feeling that his dad isn't just like yeah, let's just keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, I think I his know. dad has his own ideas. But let's say okay, let's say he does have his own ideas. The thing with Alden's working pretty well, right? We think we can all agree on that. Yeah, he went. Th- yeah. Three and one in the two series last year. Should have been two and one. Right. I, I agree. I'm just saying I think his dad has ideas on how they you know, he should train and prepare and Alden has his own ideas and I don't think they necessarily always correspond. They, um, uh, so fa- I think that's where a lot of the the issues resonated from to begin with. So a father coming in and you know, hurting the child. That's, Shocking. That's odd. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I don't think he's necessarily hurting. No, but you know what I mean. Change, a, a father, yeah, change midstream is tough. A father coming in with his own ideas, let's say. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's odd. our sport in a nutshell. Right, right, exactly. All right. All right, JT, this uh, next question is for you. Uh, if you consider Alden's program to be the best, who runs the second best? 
Uh, it's a good question. It's tough for me to answer because I haven't been in all of these programs, but Sagey. I know that um, Chad's trainer is uh, Peter Parker. Uh, Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Peter, Par- Peter Park? No, Peter Park, sorry. <laughs> um, and I, I've done exercise, and I know they're, it's very difficult, and, and it seems very structured. I, I would have an a, assumption that Tomac's dad knows what he's doing, too. But it's, it's very hard for me to just speculate from the outside without having actually seen it or done it because I don't think they're just out there spraying information about what they do and, and secrets. So. Yeah. yeah, I would think uh, John Tomac knows a thing or two. Yeah. Right, about exactly. Training. That's what I was going to get at. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, is that it? Uh, one more. All right. Kiefer, last question. Burberry. Um, I'm actually very interested in this answer. Uh, how did you trick Heather into marrying you? <laughs> I get okay. Let me I need get, advice. This is going to be this is going to be about twenty five seconds. So I'm not a very good looking guy. No. I understand this. I got some chiclets for teeth. I get it. You got Burberry though. I got. I smell good. I'm not packing a whole mess of stuff down the okay. middle section. <laughs> All right, things are getting creepy again with you, Kiefer. But mm. you got to be funny. You got to like yeah. make a chick laugh. Mm-hmm. Be nice to her and listen to her. And that's what I did. I made her laugh. How'd you meet her? Uh, I went to. Uh, uh, she was in school a bit. What was this called? Cosmet- cosmetology school, and I I got my nails buffed out. Okay. Wait. What? What? Oh, here we go again. See shit. Every time I open my damn mouth. Something... No. Hold on. Okay. You went to a cosmetology. Cosm- That's how you I can't made... even say it. Cosmetology. Cosmetology school to yeah. get your nails done. No, no. Can't... I had a buffed. friend that was there learning how to do it, and I, she's like, "Hey, there's chicks here. Do you want to meet some chicks? I'll just scratch on your nails, and you can talk to chicks." I'm like, "Sure." I came in. She scratched. Heather was there two, two chicks down from her, and I met her. And Travis Preston's uh, ex is there, and that's how we met. Oh, man. This What's is, wrong uh, with that? I'm going to start going to cosmetology schools. So there's, that's, what, that's where the chicks are, right? the, the more you're on the show, the more, like, <laughs> like sort of down the wormhole of Kiefer you get, and it, the more it gets weird. JT, would you go to a cosmetology school if a chick asked you and you knew there was going to be some single women there? Genius. I don't think uh, that's genius. Sure, why not? Whatever. Really? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not. I you're mean, into it's manicures or anything, but, yeah, but I, mean, okay. I, I can understand your motivation. Right. Wouldn't you, th- if you're the chick, aren't you like, what's up, bro, getting your nails done? Like, no, because like, you're a friend of, I was a friend of the girl, and I wasn't there getting them done. She's like, hey, what's up? Well, you, you, know? you, I mean, you got, you said she was working on your she, nails. She scratched them down. You want fat fingernails? No. You don't want that. I mean, I get pedicures. I that's do, that's, see, that's that's but I wear flip flops, so things get jacked up down there. Your hands are out twenty four seven. Why you got to make them? You don't got to do I'm that. We're on radio. We're right on now. radio right now, bro. No <laughs> one can see you being super weird. <sighs> All right, that's Keep the answer. Keep right a bust. Out so be funny, hands. listen to them, and hang out if you're ugly. I'm gonna go to cosmetology school tomorrow. There you go. Somebody said key for the creeper in the chat room, and I agree. No, no, I, I agree. Wait, in his what? Hold uh, on. Hold what? on. In okay. Defense, put the mic put your, put your, put put your your mic There. Yeah. In his defense, I knew he was coming in because she was like, oh, I have a friend. He's really good looking. He's a nice guy. I really? want you to she meet lied him. about the good looking boy. He's got a big boar. And you're like, oh, I'm into that. And it's like not. <laughs> oh, this is pre big boar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Was he, did, did your friend claim that he's a professional motocross racer? Um, no, we like don't to, do that. Like to drop the, you no, know, get the status. That. That's okay. lame. Hannah knew who he was. Right. So oh, it's was, Hannah who did it. No, yeah. it wasn't Hannah, oh. but Hannah was in school. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. All right. We're, but then he came in and talked to Hannah radio, the whole bro. time. <laughs> As DB would say, great radio, bro. So wait, hold on, time out. He went, you went in, talked to Hannah the whole time, and then got Heather. Yeah. So okay, I was, what's the secret of that? 
I, and then the secret to that is don't call her right away. Like, chill out for a month. Let him want you more. Yeah, he was a dick and didn't call me for like right. a week. Because I was hooking mm-hmm. up with other chicks. So I hear you dick. on that, bro. Right. Fist bump on I, that. Yeah, yeah, let's get some of that. Fist bump so you on make that. her laugh. Yeah. Right. Then you're a dick. Right. And then you got to really, be a right, nice cool. guy and sprinkle a little dick on him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. In both ways. Right. Yeah. Just sprinkle it. Don't want to be full dick. Just sprinkle a dash. Okay. Is that the expert on goggle tear-offs questions? Is that it? That's it. Expert on goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Sweet Jesus. I can't believe we've gone there. Hey, we're not doing future headlines, are we? Nope. Hell no. No future headlines tonight. I just wanted to They play may that. or may That's not cool. make an appearance tomorrow. Ooh. Um, all right. Okay. We got to run. We got Cole Seeley coming up. Um, JT, do you want to come back on for uh, these questions in after nine o'clock? Or are you done? You got you got. You're busy. Yeah, I'm out. What what questions you got here? Gabby Gibbs. The, the Gabby Gibbs questions. We got a couple. Oh, hit me up. No, not right now. I mean, right now. Let's do it right now. All right. We don't have time. Do you want me to just ask some JT's questions? <laughs> yeah, ask him JT questions. All right, All right. Hey JT, how nervous were you when Baggett got the whole shot? Uh, not nervous. I was actually laughing just because I knew what everybody would say. I wasn't nervous. Though. Are you nervous with him getting a podium? Or are you still very confident? I would say, you know, Daytona's not on the list. That was uh, in the terms and conditions. So I thought he rode great this weekend. But unless some more guys get hurt or uh, extenuating circumstances crash, is there anything, I still feel pretty safe. But I will say he's riding better than I thought he would. So Yeah. All right. Um, if you were still racing, what track features uh, make you lick at your chomps and get you excited? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I really excelled at any one particular thing. How about the elevated starts? Uh, ele- the elevator shaft. Jeez. No, that wasn't it. it I, I would say that if the track had a ton of traction, like really sticky, then then I was excited. All right. Um, uh, last one is what's what's your opinion with David Millsaps? Uh, what's up with him? Uh, top of the most of the guys on the podium of Monster Energy Cup are above ninth in the points, but he's not. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I think something's going on. I don't think it's just oh yeah, he's just slow. Uh, but I don't you know how the sport works. Nobody ever talks about anything. So I think there's definitely something going on behind the scenes that we're not privy to. All right. All right. Let's uh. While we're doing this, uh, let's run down some quick calls here before we got to go. Who's this? Biggs? Briggs? What's up? Br- Briggs. Hello. Let's go. Briggs is gone. All right. Who's this? Hello? Who's this? Hey, this is Anthony. Anthony, what's going on? Uh, thanks for being on hold for so long. What's your question? Hey, it's no biggie. Hey, uh, quick question for Kiefer, actually. Kiefer, oh, a couple of shows ago that you were on, uh, you were talking about racing in Canada with uh, uh, Michael Willard. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember Matt Barnes at all by chance? Yeah, Matt was my teammate my first year on KTM. Yeah, dude, we actually uh, we sponsored him down here in the states. He got seventh in uh, at Redbud one year. We helped him out, so yeah, that's, he... that's all I was calling about. Great guy, dude. Yeah, is he? What's he doing now? Is he still around? Uh, Barney gra- uh, quit racing after he hurt his back in arena cross. And as far as I know, I think he went went to school, and I think he's working for a high Edison now. Oh, good for hey, him. Hey, Anthony, do you know that Kiefer's going back to Canada again to go race? Dude, I heard I heard you guys talking about that. That's sick. Right. Yeah, See? that's sick. That's sick. Yeah. Hey, and, and real quick, Kiefer, I'm with you. I'm a single dude. I go to, to a hair salon to get my hair done. Boom. That's different. Of the single, that's different. Of the single chicks. That's Not, different. How is it different? Ty- that's Not different. Entirely. You're getting your hair done, which is normal. No, 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 People no, no, need no. haircuts. You can no, get, you no, can get your on, nails done. I'm on Kiefer's side on that one, bro. Yeah. Well, okay, well, you're never going to get a chick like Pookie because <laughs> it doesn't happen. 
at nail salons. Well, Hashtag how do, model how life. Get, how do we get a girl like Pookie then, Steve? Chat room. You need a green. Well, if you need green cards, <laughs> say, you, say you need to stay in the country. Hey, so. good call on that, man. I agree. Keep going to that hair salon. Pull a chick. Love this guy. There you go, man. There you go. All right, have a good night, guys. Thanks, See you Anthony. later, man. All right, uh, who's this? Bo. Bo, what's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. What's happening? Hey, thanks so much. I was calling because nobody had mentioned uh, Mookie whipping his bike into, into Webb's front wheel at the end of the heat. Did, did you guys see that? Um, You mean over the finish? Yeah. Ah, it's kind of a, a finish whip. I don't think he really... I kind of saw that. I kind of agree. Think, you yeah, think, you think it was a little dirty? Not dirty, but he did whip it into him. I thought it was a little sketchy. It might have been looking like they just trying to look rubbing because they. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought they tried to try it because they hit it so hard. Right, because it was the last lap, you know? I yeah, did... but I, I don't think he meant to throw it at him. I just think he was like, they're both going way too fast to downside it, so they kind of had to scrub it. Yeah. It looked close, though. It, it actually yeah. scared me a yeah. little bit. Yeah, Bo, I mean, okay. Yeah. It's... All right. And uh, Cole Martinez, you guys see him getting picked up by anybody next season? Maybe. He's He's been solid, man. Hey, we're going to have him on the show tomorrow night. Pulp and Mech show tomorrow, Tuesday edition. I'll tell you what, though. I think he's – I don't think that – it seems like the program he's on is working out all right. Like, I don't see him getting on, like, Geico or anything. You know, like, there's just not a lot of ground between where he's at and and that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's hard to name teams between where he's at and full factory. So, right. Thanks, Bo. Thanks uh, for calling, man. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. I gotta get going to the nail salon, so we gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. Uh, hey, uh, do you want uh, uh, two pairs of tickets to uh, final round of the Arena Cross Tour in Tunica, Mississippi, this Saturday? Tunica. Huh? Tunica. Oh, Tunica. Uh, Tunica, Mississippi, uh, this Saturday. Uh, Race Tech's giving them away. Uh, first two callers will get a uh, each get a pair of tickets for. Um, from courtesy of Racetech, they've teamed up to provide gold valves of suspension to the K1 Speed BWR uh, team uh, for the rest of the 2015 Supercross seasons. Brady Kiesel, Joey Dazal, Kyle White, Baba Pauly uh, will all be aboard the BWR Racetech tuned suspension uh, this this coming up on the East Coast. And, of course, Dazal's on the uh, on the West already. Uh, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas joining us. Uh, thanks, JT. Uh, we appreciate it, bud. Good times. Is there a show tomorrow? Yes. All right. Are you well, going to be in? Yeah, I guess I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, Wygant said he's coming up, so we're like, all right, we'll have a show. All right, sweet. All right, sweet, bud. See you. Talk to you then. All right. Later, JT. Second commercial, second commercial break of the, uh, of the night, coming back with uh, Cole Seeley of the Honda Racing Team, and uh, still coming up with Dean Wilson. And uh, first two calls, when the uh, – we're already uh, – we're already – no, we've got one more line. Uh, race Tech, uh, courtesy Race Tech. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you after this commercial break. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. 
I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOsports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Privateer developed and privateer proven by racers like Vince Freeze, Cody Gilmore, and many more. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else.
For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivot Works, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivot Works stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX.
Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Welcome back, everybody. Chris Kiefer's song. Trapped. Headstrong. Right. That's what you are about racing in Canada. You're headstrong. Yeah. Chris Kiefer coming back, everybody, to racing. Part-time. Galfer Brace, KTMPartsExpress.com, Black Ops Moto, Two Under, Guts Racing, W Wheels, FMF Racing, 
Hey, W Wheels, fantastic guys. Uh, seems like half the team in the pits use W stuff. Yeah, he's killing it. Uh, you want to save money at, at W Wheels? Go to BTOsports.com and use the code PulpMX. Heck, do it for FMF, too. Atlas Neck Braces, Works Connection, Pivot Works, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, X-Brand Goggles, Roost Graphics, Vortex Racing, Race Tech, Fly Racing, and BTOsports.com. Good song, Charles. It's not bad. Takes me back to like 98, yeah. 98, 99. Yeah. Maybe. Purple hair and some. Uh, no. Uh, bleach blonde. Yeah. Two earrings yeah. with the barbells. Yeah. And uh, goatee. The tongue ring. No, sorry. No tongue. tongue uh, just the chin. No no goatee. Oh, the, just chin. Oh, the Fu Manchu maybe? No, no. Just chin. Oh, okay. Because McGrath looked that way. The so. goat. Yeah. So pivot works. Ride hard, ride fast, ride pivot works. Official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series. And uh, you need Pivot Works because it's the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Uh, yes, it works on all their products. OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bikes, wheels, forks, shocks, linkage, swing arms, steering stem. Uh, when it's time to uh, maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of racing or just off-road stuff, uh, by the manufacturer that is an expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. Uh, Pivot Works, uh, proud and pleased and happy and all that uh, to bring you uh, a guy who uh, finished second place uh, this past weekend at A3, uh, rides for Factory Honda. Perhaps you've heard of him. He is Cole Seeley. Cole, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for coming on. No problem, man. Thanks, uh, for, uh, thanks for paying me to come on like you. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, owe you, I owe you a lot of money already. There's no doubt. I owe you a lot of money. Um, I know. I'm still waiting on my check. I know, right? Hey, um, <laughs> your, your dad came up to me uh, at the races. I didn't even – I never met him before or whatever. He comes up to me, and he's like, are you Steve? And I'm like, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, hey, I'm Cole's dad. And he's like, uh, thanks for writing always good things about Cole and, and saying good things about him. And I'm like, oh, hey, thanks. I, you know, no you're problem. Like, you're like, just I'm, wait a minute. It might I'm like, change. <laughs> I'm like I, think, I don't think I've always done that. I think he's mad at me at some point. <laughs> and he's just laughing. And I go, uh, no, it was really cool of him to do that, though. Like, it was uh, nice a guy. So that was awesome. You know? Oh yeah, my my dad's like like one of the happiest guys in the pits always. Yeah, like, yeah. Ever since I turned pro though, when when I was an amateur, he wasn't so happy. Like when you know when right. coming out of your own pocket and you're not getting the results, then yeah, a little stressful. But, right. but yeah, he's always he's always stoked now. Well, especially like you said, you quit the sport for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like he probably was like, oh, okay, well, all right, Cole doesn't want to race anymore, or whatever. And 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 then uh, to see where you're at, you're a factory Honda, finishing second <laughs> in the fourth. I mean, you know what I mean? Like. It's just yeah. your story is is uh, is one that uh, is pretty improbable years ago. You know what I mean? And you've done it. You've, you've yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a little different than most, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. And I, I just hope like kids that are just racing like the, the local stuff and not doing too good, kind of paying attention and give them a little bit of hope. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Like I've heard people too, like talk about Larocco and Stanton, and they were good as amateurs, but they there were better riders than Larocco and Stanton. You know what I mean? A uh, Trey Kennard. Right. Uh, Izzy and Stroop used to work them, you know, and, and yeah. look at these guys now. Like me too. Izzy was my was like my mm-hmm. was like the elite of my class when, when I was growing up. So. Yeah, so don't give up, yeah. folks. <laughs> yeah, you know, just just wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, and also too, like I've been getting beat up this year a little bit for some things that I, I've said and written. You know, just kind of making predictions or doing stuff. So it's nice to have a dad come up and not yell at you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like just be cool about it. And so I, I thought that was yeah, nice. Yeah, um, sure. But anyways, your Anaheim uh, 3, uh, you had a very good Oakland and then a great Anaheim 3. And so the question, 
is more towards what happened to you at the beginning of the year. Like what we saw you win a heat in Phoenix, and that was great. And the first first two races didn't go the way you wanted them to. Looking back on it now, Cole, uh, what was the issues, or was there something you had to work through to uh, you know have better performance the last three three weeks? Honestly, I'm still kind of kind of wondering that same thing. Uh, mainly, like what what came back was my aggression, and I don't know if it was if it was like the nerves getting to me or, or what it was, mm-hmm. but it was um, it, it just my aggression wasn't there. I was you know just kind of going through the motions and i don't know like i felt like i was so prepared coming in like you know mm-hmm. on such a good bike with with so many good guys around me and right and my program was so solid that i was like kind of just expecting to do good when i when i showed up day one and i don't know i guess it's just uh right i, I almost needed that scare though like to get the <laughs> aggression back in me so right past past three weekends though, i've gone really good so yeah uh, uh, happy that i was able to turn that around 702-586-7857. you got a question for Honda's uh, Cole Seeley. Uh, 702-586-PULP. And his appearance on the show brought to you by Pivot Works. Um, hey, you're one of the uh, guys in the Honda who went with the show of stuff. And I know I talked to you before about this. and But for our listeners here, uh, talk a little bit about that decision on why you went the show away while uh, Trey and Eli went uh, KYB. Um, I, it, they gave me the option of both uh, or either one. And I just, I don't know, I felt more comfortable in the show of stuff. Um like the KYB stuff, it was really good, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what it was. I was just faster, more comfortable, um, just all around felt a little better on the show of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I feel like you know I've had years and years with with the show uh, single function fork and gotten it really dialed, and, and I work really well with Ryo, who's our, our uh, suspension tech. Yep. Um, who when I fill in, uh, that's who I'd always deal with. So. We just had uh, a really good, really good, you know, chemistry, and uh-huh. have always worked really well together. So I, I guess that had part of the reason, maybe, why I went with it. And and I don't know. I just felt like my my setup was too dialed, like um, right, right, to want to go away from that. It wasn't like I was searching either. I wasn't trying to find a better suspension setup. Right, and I think what you said so. too, what you told me too, like you look at Trey. Uh, and then uh, Eli and yourself and, and Kiefer, there's not they're they're different riders, you know. Uh, th- those two yeah. guys are harder chargers, and you're precise, precision, uh, throttle control, that kind of guy, you know. So yeah, yeah exactly. It, it does it does it's a different riding style, so it, it doesn't work. I know, like it, the world we live in now, like when we saw um, Trey switch to KYB and rip off those wins, you know, all of us idiots are talking about it. And I'm sure the Showa people are like, oh, my God, people are going to return their bikes with Showas. You know what I mean? Because they can't win. They can't win. You can't win on a Showa, which is so far from the truth. And it's good to see you do well on the Showa stuff because, yeah, it's one of those things. That we're yeah. It, for, you know. it, yeah. I mean, it, well, even last year, everyone was bashing the Honda because like, a few guys said that yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. But, I, I mean, unless you're on it riding it, you, you don't know. So, I right. mean, I thought the bike was great last year. I think it's mm-hmm. Great this year. I mean, like, you know, I hopped on it last year, and, and my first time racing it, I, I got a podium. And, and I think it's just everyone's going so fast, and and when you don't get the result that you want, and and you think you deserve that, uh, everyone's just gonna kind of find mm-hmm. the, the next thing in line to blame, and other than themselves. So, yeah. um, you know, and I, I've been there too. It's, it's yeah, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a frustrating sport. You, we, you know, live and breathe cycling, and and eating right and motoing and, and doing everything the right way. And, you know, you don't go out there and win every weekend. It's, it gets frustrating for sure. 
Yeah, no doubt. Kiefer, what do you like about the Honda 450? Obviously, it's a different bike than what Cole's racing, but what? One, it turns what? really well. It feels yeah. light, um, and it's really linear and smooth, so yep. it makes it easier to ride. Like these At the other end bikes, of the motos. Yeah. yeah, you can actually ride it versus it riding you. Right, right. So the only thing I, I mean, obviously he has different stuff, but the thing I didn't like was it's kind of twitchy and fast stuff. Right. Um, but for Supercross, man, that that would be a great, great package. Yeah, yeah, turning like that and, yep. and everything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have to? Did you? I wonder. Did you start Honda? Like, okay, so you're full time 450 guy. Do they take what you rode as a as a as a uh, fill in a couple years ago and just bolt that on to start? How did that go? Or how far off are you from what you get? What you raced with before? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what we started with. Yeah. Um, the chassis is a little different, so it didn't work as well with the new chassis. So mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it's not going to, but we yeah. we you know made adjustments and spent plenty of days at the track getting it right and it honestly like i've never had so many options like right. whether it's motor yeah suspension chassis anything so you know it was cool to to really just um figure out what i liked what i didn't like you know mm-hmm. what a plan b could be for when the track changes or anything like that so they've been really supportive on that and uh yeah i've just been you know almost overwhelmed in the preseason with, yeah. with how many options i had but um and nothing was like, oh, I can't race this. I can't ride this. Everything was like, this is good. This is good. This right. is great. And, you know, if the track gets slippery, then we'll go to this. If it's, you know, when we're on the East Coast, maybe we'll try this. So mm-hmm. it's, um, there's a lot of options, and it's, uh, it's definitely cool to have all those in my back pocket. Now that you say that, how much has your bike evolved since the start of the series? Has, have you changed a lot, or have you stuck with basically what you know, what you started with? Um just honestly minor tweaks here and there over like the past um two years really uh, uh, me and my mechanic rich have like really tried to just get like one really good base setting and like if it's suspension just you know a couple clicks a couple clicks here a couple clicks there and uh if it's a motor package you know just small tweaks um with mainly with like uh you know ignition timing and all that stuff so Mm -hmm. i don't try and you know, steer too far away from, from what I know and what my base setting is. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, I try and, I try and keep it pretty basic. With, um, with the Eli and Trey having motorhomes at the track, are you, you find yourself with a lot of time in the semi alone? Um, Trey doesn't have his anymore. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, no, we're, we're, um, we're bunk buddies. We hang out in the rig together and Mm. no, I mean, me and Trey get along really well. So that's cool. And then, of yeah. course, you get to see Tim Ferry a lot. He's around. It's always good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's always in the rig. Him and, him and Wardy are always cruising around. I know. Eating our snack. <laughs> you know what's funny? We got, we got your, Wardy's helping you out, and RJ's helping bag it out now. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. Like, like, those two are just, you know, they were mortal enemies for so long. I mean, they get along fine, but when they raced, and now their two riders are going at it, you know, out of the track. I wonder if they ever look at each other and be like, what are we doing? Probably <laughs> <I'll be> back <laughs> here. We're back in Anaheim, and our two kids, yeah. our two kids are going at it now. You know what I mean? Our two, yeah. our two, uh, our, 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 like our what? Riders. What do you find that's helpful? Like Wardy, he was fast back in the day, but it's been you know twenty years since he raced. What does he actually like bring to the table for you? Uh, just his knowledge. Like he he knows so much, and he's so good at at if it's something good at the track, then he'll you know remind me when I'm at the race. Or if it's something bad at the at the practice track you know he'll kind of you know be like all right got to get through this because this might happen on race day you know so he's he's really good at, at just kind of getting my mind right and kind of um, mm-hmm. 
feeding me the right information. And, and I think just from his experience and, and time around the sport, he just, he knows so much. So yeah. I try and listen to everything he has to say. And, and he's at the test track with me every single day. So he is, first of all, learned a lot about me and, and all that. So mm-hmm. he's, he can kind of, you know, he knows how to, how to talk to me and, and work with me really well. And I've known him since I was like 12 years old. Yeah. And so that, that helps a lot. Yeah, for sure. I looked over at one point on Saturday, and there you were under the TLD truck. Yeah. Like going to hang out. <laughs> like you probably are like, ah, I'm going to go see those guys. I mean, you rode there for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a family. It's, it's weird, though. It's all orange inside now. It's all wrong. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're still all good friends, and, and I got to go give TK's, you know, right. his daily visit. I've been trying to get TK to get me a, uh, a Troy Lee podcast, and it doesn't seem to be happening. Troy Lee's very busy. Hard to, <laughs> hard to pin down for half an hour, I guess. So uh, that would be one yeah. I, I never interview. Um, hey, uh, Jared's on the line, and Jared, you know, he's your super fan, and of course he's calling yeah. in. And... What's up, Jared? How much is going on, guys? Oh, nothing. Cole Seeley's on the line. I know, isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty stoked. All right, well, How's it going? Don't, don't. Pretty good. I just first off, I just wanted to thank you for the jersey. It hangs up in my office in my house, so I'm pretty pumped on that. Oh yeah, I got we we got that for you, didn't we? I think. Yeah, you yeah, you did. You did. Oh okay, yeah. Well, hey, I need some money for shipping for that thing, Jared. <laughs> uh, do you accept Canadian Tire money? No, I do not. No. Oh, okay, all right. I was gonna ask Cole about the difference between his bike from last year and this year, which you guys kind of covered that. So, what's um, what's your the biggest eye opener of? moving up to the 450 class this year uh this year mainly i feel like even with with james and, and ryan gone i feel like everyone showed up like so ready and so fast like i, I don't know if we've ever showed up and and so many guys and so fast so that was like the biggest eye-opener and, and i think that was part of the reason why i got so nervous the first couple rounds but um yeah i, I definitely say that was my uh or that was the biggest eye opener for me. Hmm. Um, and then of course, uh, you had a little bit of a run in there with Pike, which was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I commend you for not responding because it seems like a lot of riders this oh, year, that's right. a lot that. of riders this year can't stop from responding on Twitter. So, uh, good job <laughs> on not going back at it. You know what I mean? It was, uh, yeah. Honestly, I didn't even see it till the next day. Yeah. Because you're not on like, your phone. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? Like, <laughs> Well, he was. Right. He, he did that. It hadn't have been more than two minutes after his race. I know. I was like blown he away. Got, got in trouble for it though. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he made like a gesture to me after it happened. Okay. Across the finish line, really? Like, yeah. I, so I didn't try and take him out. I just of course, hit. yeah. Like, yeah. I wasn't going in for the kill, but no. I mean, he just like I don't know. Gallagher had Gallagher had a few words with him but yeah no and if i and if i was j-bone i would have said hey dude come on right like <laughs> you know let's let's not do that right after five minutes after your race but anyways good good stuff for us media guys um yeah right jared uh congratulations on your podium jared at a3 too so. <laughs> is jared like the sinjin of Sealy? yep okay yep he's or the, like the number one fan since yeah. day yeah. one or the most swearing the moser of, of shorty the, the moser of shorty copy um but how hey how pissed were you jared that you didn't get to see an interview from cole after the race i mean they went i long. was actually pretty pissed if you uh if you look at my twitter or even on vital i was kind of pissed at Zach Osborne because 
his whole gate gate through the whole Cole Steely interview. I gar- I guarantee you, Cole, you get an interview uh, no matter what at uh, right. this weekend. They'll do it. They'll they'll, yeah. make, they'll try to make it up. For I, it. You know, I'm bummed too because I I gave a huge special shout out to Kevin Windham about the number and all that stuff. Oh no way! Oh. They didn't even show it. I was so bummed. Oh, that, yeah, that 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 is kind of cool. We'll try to do it again. I mean, it, you know, it'll it'll it won't have the same effect, but yeah, do it again because that's really <laughs> that's classy of you to do that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jared, anything else? No, that's it. Uh, just you know, good luck the rest of the season, and I'll probably see you in Detroit. I mean, I probably need a bulletproof vest to go to Detroit, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no Toronto this year. So yeah, you got to go down to Detroit. That's right, Jared. Yeah, just yeah. Wear, I'm just, just like, wear a Lions hat. You'll be right. So yeah. All right, thanks, Jared. All right, thank you. Right. Right, hey, hey, Cole, have you bulked up at all this year? Because you look not like wider, but you just look like you're more fit, and it looks like you gained some lbs. I tried really hard to gain <laughs> some weight. I don't know; it's, it's so hard for me. Like, I was like hitting the gym a lot, you know, trying to eat a little better, and like I feel like all that though goes away as soon as I hop on my my road bike or my mountain bike. Like, I feel like I just. You get stripped. Lose weight, yeah. yeah. But I'd step on the scale and like lose a pound or two. I'm like, come on, like, got to get bigger. What are you like a buck fifty five, buck fifty? Uh, yeah, right in between there, yeah. <laughs> buck fifty three, and then I'll go down to fifty, and yeah. Wow. I can't, can't get a, can't get over fifty five. Oh, I hear you, bro. I, I kind of deal with it too. <laughs> <It just> falls <laughs> right off me. No, yeah. Um, I like that Troy Lee stuff you wore this weekend. I, that, have yeah. You, have you worn that yet? The, or is that? Did I just notice I it? Wore it at, I wore it in practice at Monster Cup, but okay. I crashed in practice, so I didn't get to wear it that night. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I feel like all my gear set up this year has been awesome. They've been killing it. I liked it. I, I do feel like the Troy Lee stuff is hit and miss, though. There are some stuff that I'm like, come on, really? You have a, you know, you this, have. This year, though, this year has been on point. Like, my stuff, yeah, uh, Nelson, Macaras, those guys' stuff has been, like, on point. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right, absolutely. Uh, I don't, I don't do the the green camouflage with the fighter pilot thing on your kneecap. Like I'm not down with that. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of people like that though. Like, well, the... I'm old. I'm old, and I'm Canadian. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Like, it could could possibly mean that I don't really have style choice. But I did like the stuff this weekend. It looked clean. Thanks. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, time to talk about ridge lines because I got a lot. <laughs> I got a lot of these assholes on the internet that really beat me up for having a Ridgeline. And, um, you know, I know you have to drive one because you're employed by Honda, but they're good trucks. They're good trucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually have to drive one. I, um, I'm sponsored by a, a dealership out here, Metro Honda. Mm-hmm. They've been sponsoring me for like three years now. And I will say they're really good. Like, seriously, bulletproof trucks. Like, I've never had a problem with mine. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I've, I've owned a lot of American cars. I have a lot of American trucks, I yep. say, and this one is like, I don't know. How and you- guess, wait, wait, guess, hey, and guess what, all you jerk-offs out there? Uh, I was driving to SoCal on uh, Friday for the race, and it was pouring rain the whole way. All my shit in my trunk, it was fine. Dry. <laughs> and, we got all, and we got all-wheel drive. Yep. So it handles great in the rain. Yep, handles great, and I, I, put, I put my bags and stuff in the trunk, right. and uh, yep. It was great. So suck on that, uh, truck owners. Suck on that. Seriously, it gets me pissed off. Well, uh, where it gets me pissed the off. The bed is so short. How does the bike go in? Well, you need a bed I did, extender. I take my bike. 
to the track every single day in line, and it fits fine. It fits fine. Where do you go? Like, so fully cockeyed? No, you go straight in no, with the tailgate straight down. straight in. Uh-huh. You can't put tailgate up, but, yeah, yeah, you go straight in, put all your stuff next to your bike, whatever, Get and a- then you just run a moto gate around the back, and you're golden. Yeah, oh, right. you run a moto gate, you're good. And then you know what? Put your gear bag and shit in the trunk, then you have your yeah. bike in the back, and then you can stop at Togo's on the way home, and you got to worry about it. I'm yeah. going to Togo's to get me a Honda. You know then. what I'm saying? <laughs> well, okay, you can get a factory Honda out of the back, but I'm just saying you don't you can't you don't need to grab a stand or a gear uh, you know gear bag or anything because it's in the trunk. And we're, we're we're like our own little cult too. Like I've, I've pulled up to like Chipotle before, and mm-hmm. like people are like, "Hey, how do you like your ridge line?" I'm like, "Oh, it's cool." And like, yeah, I just bought one. Like everyone's like. Who has one? It's so stoked on it. No. Like, you're like the you're like the street bike guys that point hey. down, like give you the two two fingers down. You know, hey, what's up? So oh, like, you, like, <laughs> you like wave everybody. Every I don't know that. Ridge line. Was that the was that the move? That's the universal signal. Like, hey, what's up? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um. Yeah. For up sales are up forty seven percent the last year they made them. Now they, they don't make them anymore. They're coming out with a brand new one in twenty sixteen. So the end of this year, early next year, we'll see the twenty sixteen model. There's some spy photos out there right now. Um. Yep. But in the last year of production, sales were up 47%. Huh. 2007, it was the car and truck drive, uh, car and driver truck of the year against Tacomas yep. and, 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 and everything else. So, They're actually, have you taken yours off-road, too? They're awesome for off-road. Lock differential. Oh, no. I, I really haven't. He, li- he lives in the desert. Why would go off-roading, right? Well, <laughs> I, do, I do like your, your, your rims on. I need to get rims like that. I, mine are a little bit too more street. You need beefy tires on yours. No, I know. I know. I, I didn't have the right rims, I don't think, right. to match the sort of beefy tire look, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, listen. All you, and you, know what, you know what really pisses me off, too? I guarantee you, these idiots that are making fun of it probably, <laughs> probably don't even have, like, enough money to buy a decent truck. You know, they probably have, like, jealous. A Peanut Honda, butter and jealous. they probably have Civics, they probably have uh, 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 Ford <laughs> Rangers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, really? Yeah. You're really going to make fun of, of let's, right. let's, let's try to get $35,000 together here, person. <sighs> wow. You know, <laughs> and, and buy one. It just pisses me off. Because wow. they're solid trucks, bro. They're good trucks. They, nothing wrong they with the Ranger. Solid. They're very solid. No, I know. Rangers aren't bad. I definitely think if you uh, lift your truck, put some beefy tires on it. It's got a two-inch lift. It does? Yeah. I'd say if you had like a four-inch lift, 30, 16. 33. 16 it? to 7. Yeah, 16 to 7. Uh, I've seen 33s. It looks sick. What, do you have a lift on yours? It looks like you did a little bit. No? I got two inches in the front. Same thing. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what would look, you know know it look so sweet? Right. If you got some bushwhacker fenders on it. Um. Okay. All right. That's enough out of you. Um, there okay. and, in, and in the interior, I got the RTL. I got the leather package. I don't okay. have the nav, but you know, that's a check it out. I got the same one: leather, sunroof, XM, yeah. golden. But right. you need to go to the track. The only thing is, I had to take the stock sub out. I had to do. I'd put another amp and a sub in because the stock system, sound system is a little weak. Yes, but kickers <laughs> in there. Yeah, uh, you probably can't <laughs> do anything to these, your stereo because you're you got it for free. So, yeah, Cole, whatever. Cole, Cole, do they like swap you out uh, trucks every year or something? Is that how that deal works? Uh, I'm on my second one right now, but yeah, like every like year and a half ish, whenever you know, getting up there in the mileage, they swapped it out, and then yeah, once the new 16 body style rolls out, I'm gonna swap mine for that. That's so, so bitching. You just oh. get a car, and then so hey, that. jackass is in the chat room. I don't hate America. The Ridgeline is made in Ohio. <laughs> oh it's God. made in Ohio. Hey. Hey, and I'll say, I will say, I my last American truck, I'm not going to say which kind. Okay. I made it to 8,000 miles before it got lemon lawed and bought back for me. There we go. The only complaint I have about Ridgeline, the only complaint, I'm not that pumped on the mileage. 
What is yeah, it? it could be better. It's like 16 to 18. It's not that good. It's only got a six in it. Oh. So yeah. it could be better. For a Honda, you yeah. think that you think the mileage yeah, would be better. Right. But but everything else? Driving in style, bro. Huh. Yep. I'm, I'm just tired I of these people. I need to get Cole. Kennard loved his. Kennard's uh, mom loves hers. Uh, Cole loves it. If you have one, <laughs> you love it. You're con- this is you're- good. This is good because Metro Honda, for me, I feel like doesn't get enough press right. for what they do for me. So I'm glad. I'm glad we just spent the last five minutes talking about Ridgeline. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I just wanted, I just wanted to, to – I'm. this has been bugging me, as you can tell. <laughs> so I, need, uh, I, I get that you maybe don't like it. It's not your cup of tea. I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, I think they look cool. I just didn't know they had enough room because the bed looks so damn short. No. You, you, with a bed extender or a motor gate, you're, right. you're dialed. It's okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Straight in. Straight in. Kehoe told me he used to go, he used to put three bikes in his and go. No way. Yes. Kehoe yeah. told me three me bikes. Will, me and Will Han did that one time. Yep. Wow. Three bikes. To have one. Three bikes, bro. Huh. Three bikes. Throw the gear bags in the trunk. Ready to go. Suck on that, Kehoe. Is the truck in the, the where's the trunk at? Is it's it? it's underneath, underneath the bed. Yeah. Oh, underneath you throw the bed. everything in there, yeah. preloading, and then you load everything up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. so you got to preload. Okay. Preload. All right. Yeah, and, and nothing gets rained on and nothing gets stolen. And uh, you can actually, there's a drain on the bottom of the trunk. Have you ever seen that, Cole? It's a drain. You fill, yeah, you, you fill, you fill it up with ice. You fill it up with ice. Put drinks in there. I got that on my Dodge. Where? In the back. See, I got two ice chests in the back by my seat. Oh, for real? Yeah. Honda, Honda was there first, though. Yeah, Honda, Honda had there. it first. For sure, they had it early. America. Oh, Dodge copying. <laughs> and hey, I think buying a Honda that's made in America, that doesn't mean anything. That you're, it's made in America. Suck it. Americans are putting it together. I'm not going to lie. Japanese make the best bikes. So, All right. There yeah. we go. There you go. Yeah, uh, tell everyone who's complaining about not having an American truck to go buy an American bike. <laughs> yeah, ATK. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, on that note, good job on Anaheim, and uh, congratulations on your Ridgeline. And um, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the check, so just let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks again. Congratulations on Anaheim Three Man. It was great, and uh, you're just getting better and better. It seems like uh, fifth, and now second, and now first this weekend, right? There you That's go. The natural progression. So, <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. All on. Right, see ya. See you, Cole. Yeah. Pistol. All right, everybody. Pivot works. I was Pistol. Why Pistacol. was I Pistol? Why? Why were you? No, that was that was Pingree. No, that's yeah. me. Pistol. That's wow, you. Pingree imitating me. Saying Pistico. I was Pistacol. You were Pistacol. Yeah, I was Pistacol. For and something. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We left uh, his name yeah. out of a preview, and he, he, is, he was wondering what was up, and then his agent was really mad at us. Pivotworks bringing you Cole uh, Seeley. Pistacol. Um, let's get our next guest on, if you can, please. All right. Uh, com. You can save money uh, with Pivotworks. <laughs> uh, use the code PulpMX. Go to Sponsor Deals on the show, and you can uh, save yourself big money. Uh, on everything, everybody that sponsors us and helps us and gives it. And we're having a pulp show tomorrow night, too. So right. Bassmaster says, fuck your queer-ass ridgeline. <laughs> oh, yeah, watch this. Okay, Bassmaster. You have just lost your Bassmaster. right to be in the chat room. Oh, moderator time. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh, he's not going to be able to do it, Bassmaster. Hurry up, Bassmaster. Talk some shit. All right, bye, Bassmaster. Oh, I just blocked him. Dang yep. it. See ya. That's what I do. Very angry. Oh, um, he can probably just come in and sign under Bassmaster One, <laughs> yeah. and I won't really have any. I can't really stop him, you know. Um, hey, we we uh, we have some callers here before we get to Dean Wilson. Sean, what's up, man? Hey, Steve, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good, doing good. Who you got in for co-host? The great Chris Kiefer. Yep. Oh, he's good shit. Big boy. Yeah. What's up, man? 
<laughs> hey, Sean, are, are you, you're from, Sean, you're from you're from Canada, right? I'm your Canadian buddy. You betcha. That's right. Well, I'm Keith, starting to get like a, a weekly ritual calling in now. Clearly, you didn't listen to the beginning of the show when Kiefer announced on the show, Public Show, we broke the news. MX101 is bringing Kiefer up for four Canadian nationals this year. Yes. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. West Coast? Uh, two west, two east. Where are you going for West Coast? Uh, the first two. So Nanaimo. You go to the city that runs with fun. Regina South, buddy. Yeah, I've been there. Me and Regina don't get along too Oh, good. yeah, you've been that? The track's <laughs> yeah. not very good. The track's not The good. one tree that uh, is there in oh, Regina. Oh, at the bottom of the hill? I landed in it. And Did no you one, really? <laughs> no one could find me. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, a couple quick questions for you. Yeah. Uh, first one, I don't know, I asked Gibbs, but I wasn't sure if you guys touched on it yet. Um, did a little bit of reading about this whole Supercross Africa deal. Yeah. Um, the riders not being paid. What's that all about? I, I don't know anything about it. The South African Supercross? Yeah. Uh, there was something on, go, I was on Eric Sorby's Instagram. He was slamming oh, Donnie Louch. There's a super reliable source. Super, like, well, yeah, take it okay. to the bank. Good, Eric Sorby's Instagram. Good point. good point. Good point. He was slamming it, but Johnny Louch said on there that he was angry about the deal, too. Oh, okay. I don't All know right, the well, truth behind it or what. I have no idea. Apparently the riders weren't paid. Okay. No idea. So, I can ask Hill if I see him. Um, yeah. Because that sucks. Or Weimer went, Weimer went, too. Yeah. Let's try to get Weimer. Yeah, Do you have Weimer's phone number? Yeah. Oh, let me send you Weimer's phone number, and we can ask him on the show. And see if he did or not. Sure. But uh, uh, no, I don't know anything about it, man. So, cool. no worries. Um, the other question, kind of about uh, Stewart's deal. Um, when does he appeal? And then, I guess when would we? Well, not that it's reliable, but when would we hear back on what the deal is there? Uh, if there'll be any sort of a shortening or. Um, you know. I talked to Mike Webb uh, in the pits after Oakland, um, and. Um, you know, you can listen in a little bit on that interview uh, if you go to the Oakland uh, uh, Pulpcasts. Um, yeah, they don't know. They don't know what's going to happen. Typical like uh, like the suspension. They don't really know. Everything's done. The appeal's done. It's been heard. Everything else. It is done. So, yeah. Cool. So. And then final last question, quick. Um, I can't remember. It was about two shows ago now that you touched about Ryan Villapoto and uh, uh, his trainer Alden leaving on bad terms. Should we go into detail about that, or is that a no-no? No, they're fine. They're good. They're fine now. Yeah, there was some. They, they, okay. had, they, they had some issues, but I think Alden's helping them out in Europe, so they're all fine. Okay. But okay, so I'm just hearing things. I can't get I can't get Villapoto to text me back lately. I don't know what his deal is, so I have no idea. I haven't talked to him forever. Angriest millionaire in the world. Yeah. All right, Sean. Thanks, man. Thanks, dude. All right, appreciate it. Later, man. Thanks. Uh, all right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, a uh, thousand different gear choices at Vortex Racing to suit your need. Uh, sweeps, mud grooves, and and uh, and great uh, sprockets. Red, blue, black, and KTM orange, which applies to the next guy. And uh, also, too, as well as sprockets, Vortex offers a 3.3 V3 motocross bar, 29% stronger than competition. Uh, VortexRacing.com. Email Roger at VortexRacing.com. You can say 40% uh, at Vortex, and they welcome on our next guest. Uh, unfortunately, he's not at the races right now, but we still love to have him on the show and talk to him. He is Dean Wilson. What's up, Dino? Hey, what's going on, guys? No, not much, man. Um, just having our show. You know, we had a great A3 race. You were not there. We're very sorry to hear about your injury. Um, on a scale of 1 to 100, uh, how much were you bummed when this happened? Um, like 120. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a, this one was a rough one on me for sure. Right, right. Uh, um, how'd you do it? What'd you do? Um... 
Well, it was um, it was a Thursday, you know, so it was just my last day before Oakland, and I had a super solid day on Tuesday. I did two twenties, and they were like really mm-hmm. good. And I, I was like starting to really feel like I was getting in my groove, and and um, so I had a good day Tuesday. Then Thursday, I was at the KTM track, and um, um, I felt like you know I needed to when I did my motos to do it with somebody, you know, just. Just so it's uh you know that extra intensity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I got there and then uh, I did uh, a moto with um, Dungey Anderson and Muskin. So pretty much the right. Alden crew. And um, so we were doing a fifteen. So uh, Dungey went at first, then Anderson, then Muskin. Then I went like ten seconds behind Muskin. And um, yeah, I was just putting in my uh, laps. I was on like lap nine and. Uh, I felt really good. Then I just came through this rhythm section and I tripled in. You go triple, double, mm-hmm. and then into the turn, and it's not like a big deal. And I just I hit it really fast and I over jumped it and landed at the bottom of the rhythm. Totally was a relaxed, like not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Done it before. Yeah. And then when I doubled, like my suspension compressed when I over jumped tripling in, it, and then my suspension compressed and it like kind of launched me and over jumped the double. Right. But when I over jumped the double, I landed on the left side of the berm. And it was kind of dug out with, like, the tractor. Um, it was like he scooped up dirt from there or something, mm-hmm. and it was dug out. So I landed on that, and then it just pogo-sticked me and, into the fence. Like it's like Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, you remember Carol Partridge a couple weeks ago when he, like, his suspension rebounded? Yeah. And just, like, That's kind of like what it was, but I had that, like, part that they dug out the track with. It pogoed off. I was just rolling up the windows in the air, and I landed on my feet into the fence. And when I landed, my leg just, I just seen my leg on the corner of my eye just completely sideways. And I was uh, like, no way. So, yeah, that's uh, how it happened. Uh, and you already had surgery, ACL, MCL? Yeah, ACL, MCL. I had surgery on um, Wednesday. So, uh, uh. yeah, glad to uh, just get that done with and just be on the, on the recovery. Dude, the hits keep coming for you, and that sucks. You're coming off a good ride at uh, wherever that was, eighth place, uh, and you move forward in the main event after a couple of shitty rides to start the year. You were figuring it out, and, uh, man, that sucks. That's another hit yeah. for you. Yeah. It was rough for sure. I mean, you know, I just this one really hit me hard just because, like, yeah. um, I was just kind of having trouble mentally at the beginning of the first couple rounds, mm-hmm. and I was starting to get past that. You know, my problem at the first couple of rounds is I've gotten hurt so much where I was sitting on the starting line and I just had this little mental block in my head that I didn't want to get injured. You know, I, I yeah. want to get through these rounds. And, you know, by the third round, I was getting past that and, and I was managing to just focus on my writing and, and put 20 solid laps together. And, you know, and then, so, you know, that's what happens when you get injured a lot and you, you some people don't really understand it because it's never happened to them. But mm-hmm. you see guys like JG, who's, I think, also kind of, you know, in the same boat where yeah. it's like you get injured so much, you just, like, don't want to be injured again. And, yeah. Um, but you can't think like that is the problem. But right. the problem is kind of just automatically you do. Uh-huh. Um, but I was getting past that, and I had a good ride at Anaheim 3 getting eighth. And then, you know, I just wanted to try and get a top five at Oakland and just work my way from there and – and, uh, yeah, this one, when I got hurt, I was just definitely beyond gutty. It was, uh, it was a crappy one for sure. Yeah, jeez whiz. You must have 
kicked a cat, a black cat, or under a ladder at some point or something lately because it is hard to get going. You know, stops and starts. Your shoulder was holding you back for a little bit. And also, too, like you've had some injuries where the bike was the issue, and that's why you got hurt. And, like, it seems like with you, that's more happened more than once. And I, I, as a mechanic for a long time, I don't know if I ever saw that happen. Well, actually, it happened to Timmy once. But no, um, you know what I mean? Like, it, it hasn't always been your deal. Yeah, I, I would like probably make it the six injuries I've had. Probably three of them were mm-hmm. not even my own fault. Right. So, that's tough, and you know, just trying to get your confidence back from all that. It's it's hard, man, and like it's just so such a gnarly mental game. Like, yeah, you know, I, I love racing, and you're doing well. Like when I was doing well, it was the best, and I loved it. But right. it's like guys that you used to smoke and not even yeah. think was even a threat, you know, or beating you or doing mm-hmm. really well, and it's just, like, so frustrating. So it's a mental game, but I'm definitely going to push through it and, uh, you know, and just, yeah. just you know, oh, it's just a rough road. But, you know, I want to conquer this thing and definitely be back where I belong and, and make my sponsors and myself proud just because, you know, yeah. I'm really lucky to be on pretty much the best 450 team there is, you know, like, mm-hmm. They won, you know, outdoors last year, and they're leading Supercross now. So to be on that team is, I'm really lucky to be on that team. And then to be injured again, it's just like, it, it almost makes me feel embarrassed because, yeah, you you're know, like, I, you're I, like, I, I don't wanna be, like I keep getting hurt, and it, it honestly gets embarrassing. It's like this guy's just, just this guy's just a crash dummy. When I don't know, it's it's tough to take. So mm-hmm. I just want to get back and conquer this thing and just be back to, and I just don't want to be back to where I was. I just want to be back better than I was and just like, you know, be a, a new, a new fresh Dean. And, you know, it's like the same old song and dance with me where I'm always coming back from injuries and I, I just, you know, this and that. I just really want to, uh, you know, uh-huh freaking be up top again so how, how are you doing with your arm pump situation before you uh before you crashed um i was actually getting through it like the first couple of rounds i had arm pump well clearly but uh <laughs> yeah but at um at anaheim three or whatever the last round and then at anaheim two uh i, I was tightening up a little bit but I was just starting to find like a flow mm-hmm. and I was, I was doing better for sure. So I was, I think it was something I was for sure going to get through, you know, it was just, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. Hurt again. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Dean Wilson of the Red Bull KTM team brought to you by Vortex Racing tonight on the Pulp Mech show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. How long, uh, what's the recovery time, Dean? Six months? Yeah, pretty much six months. You know, they say four to six months, but to be honest, I I, I didn't even really ask just because, like, <laughs> I, knew, I just didn't feel like getting disappointed again. So yeah. I just, like, I kind of know, you know, how it is. But, you know, this cool, the thing that's kind of cool is that the ACI, you kind of uh, start recover, um, therapy really quick. Like, mm-hmm. I'm day four after surgery, and I'm on my spin bike already. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that's pretty cool. And it's not like yeah. I'm charged my spin bike. It's just all about getting the range of motion back and stuff like that. So, um, that's hey, gonna... the, uh, sorry. no, I'm, I'm sorry. ACL stuff has come a long way, man. Right. Um, you know, like the, the, the rehab and the, and the stuff that they do for it. And, 
Um, like James was back in four months. RV was back in six or five or something. Like it's, it's the technology's come a long way. This isn't by any means what it used to be. You is know it, what I mean? Is it a cadaver or is it something different? Um, I know they took it out of my hamstring. Okay. okay. Uh, how's uh, it, how's Andy handling this? Old Andy, he's doing all right. It makes him, uh, you know, obviously he's a finishing carpenter, mm-hmm. so he's just like taking his anger on the head. <laughs> <laughs> We're just getting like a full remodeled house right now, so it's pretty cool. Oh, I love Andy. He's awesome. Um, yeah. Hey, and also too, like on the bright side of this, you have another year at KTM, right? You signed a two-year deal, so yeah, all I mean, my deals were two years, right? So definitely right. Talk like about that. That's just like a mentally a nice thing to know. Right. Uh, hey, I can work my work my ass off, get back on rehab, get back on the bike. I got a great team, great bike, uh, great sponsors. You know what I mean? Like that's that's got to be nice. So yeah, no, definitely it is. And the team's been nothing but awesome this year to me. You know. Um, Ian and Roger and my mechanic Matt, like, mm-hmm. yeah. For me, going to a new team that was a big step for me, just because I've been green for so many years. But right. you know, all the boys at KTM have just been super welcoming to me and and made me feel at home. So you know, it was right. obviously I was just like bombed when I got hurt. I was just like so disappointed. You know, I remember when I got hurt and uh, I was like, just get the truck. You know, like <laughs> there's no point wasting time. I knew like yeah, yeah. I was like, my knee's effed up. Like, I don't know what's wrong. Uh, and then I just sucks. remember seeing Ian running over, and I'm like, and I was, like, pretty upset. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just, like, was apologizing, you know. Just, yeah. Because they were always kind of like, you know, we just want you to get through these races and just keep improving. And, you know, right. it's not like they were like, we want you to win. Or they just wanted me to be at every race mm-hmm. and just keep improving. And I feel like I was on the right road to doing that. And then when I got hurt, I'm just like, oh, man. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I mean, Dungey's there to win the title. He's there to do it. You're a rookie in the class for for the first time, and it's like, hey, yeah, just build, build, build. And, you know, I mean, obviously we've seen your skills. You won a national title. You've won a ton of uh, two of these supercrosses. I mean, yeah, I, I think that that, that attitude is great with you. That's exactly what you had to do, you know, just build and, and, yep. and be strong. So, you know what? Uh, the worst thing is, is uh, too, and I, I've talked to many riders, and I've, and I've worked for guys who have been injured. The phone calls stop, like right. the – the you know you're kind of out of sight out of mind and it's a rough deal for you racers you know um yeah but it's actually yeah, a good uh, thing it's good though you know yeah. it's just, it shows you the people that are you know got your back and mm-hmm. like i said this isn't my first time so i know what to expect and, yeah yeah and you know it just shows you who your true friends are and who's really there for you and but this time like you know that in previous i was all when i was injured I always just kind of wanted to stay away and just kind of vanish, and I kind of just hide in a dark hole until I could start writing again. <laughs> right. Well, this time I'm gonna, you know, I want to be more involved in, and in, you know, just go to more races and for my sponsors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you know, you just gotta try and find the positives with it, you know. And yeah, yeah, just still be there and show my face, and and yeah, I'm gonna definitely be, you know, still kicking a bit. What do you? What have you been doing since uh, you know you're passing the time right now? I know how it is getting injured, and you kind of have to hang out in bed or on the couch, uh, pick up any new. Well, have uh, you seen his chick? Oh yeah, I've seen his chick. It's probably fine. I was trying to be cordial oh. with him right now. Oh, you now. were? Okay, yeah. yeah sorry. Jeez, man, <laughs> so on. I just brought it down to a uh, low. Have you been uh, ca- right. any new episodes? What have you been doing? Just hanging out, or? Oh, I'm just honestly, I, I haven't even left my room. <laughs> I mean, I'm just constantly my legs elevated and. Um, 
I've just got this ice machine that you plug in and it wraps around my leg. And so I'm just constantly icing my knee and then I'm doing exercises and then I'm icing it and I'm just watching the TV and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just, well, just burning up Netflix, really. Will you go back to Florida at some point? Yeah, I'll go back to Florida. Yeah. I think it, uh hang out there for a bit. Right. But, uh, yeah, just pretty much I've just been burning up Netflix and watching Fails videos, you know, watching crashes <laughs> that were worth the money just to make me feel better. Right. Hey, the good news is you're going to heal. You're going to get back on the dirt bike. Just think it could have been worse, you know? So that's some, yeah, some sure. kind of positive out of it. No, exactly. Who, like, who, is, who is this talking anyways other than Steve? Uh, it's Kiefer. Oh, uh, Kiefer. Hey, Steve. Uh, yep. Yeah. I watched, if this is the same Kiefer, I watched this guy. At the Enduro Cross in Ontario. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's the same Kiefer, Dino. And I swear to God, this guy crashed four times yeah. and maybe the turn. <laughs> and he even <laughs> fell in the puddle. Like, it honestly oh, yeah. like the worst day of, it looked like the worst day of his life. No, no, yeah, we had him on the show. We yeah, talked all about it. It, it was it was worse uh, than that. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, man. you know. Um, but, oh, it was good entertainment. It was, I was really glad you were out there's a photo. We put a photo out on our social media of a photo. Somebody caught the caught him upside down with his bike on top of him. Yeah, uh, in the rocks. It was really good. It was like yeah. how, how you was enjoy. Was it like that difficult or what? Oh, what's that, buddy? Was it that difficult? It, it, well, see, coming from a moto background, you can kind of understand this. We have a tendency just to charge, charge, charge. And enduro cross, you got to kind of be patient and do some different things. And I don't have that talent, so. Uh, <laughs> the Matrix is a little bit different. The puddle was totally my fault. That was a lame move. So at least I can entertain if all else fails everyone out there. So that was all right. Okay. And then my other memory from you, I think, was Regina Saskatchewan when you hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so oh, pumped. Yeah. I'm so pumped that I'm cheering you up today because, like, right. we were just talking about that, too. The only uh, the only tree on the track. Yeah, only tree on the track. No, uh, I thought it was a hay bale you hit, no? Uh. I think I careened off the hay bale and went into the tree. Maybe, yeah. Oh, that was a, that was a dirty one. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Kiefer. You've made some yeah, memories. Yeah, sort of, sort of reminds you of that one, but oh. it's just the highlights that I remember. The highlight reel, right? Yeah. No, there there was a few of them, and uh, I don't know. Will you ever do another enduro cross after what happened in Ontario? Yeah, of course. You will. Yeah. Okay, because it didn't go well. That all. night was bad night. That was a terrible <laughs> night. You just can't hop on a stock motorbike and go race that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, you got to be ready. Hey, I liked, uh, I liked your butt patch at uh, the Frobling Rounds. Groundskeeper Willie from the Simpsons. Yeah, no, was, I thought that was pretty good. That was really good. Andrew came out with some pretty cool stuff. And yeah. That's what I'm pumped about as well. You know, like they had some cool gear for uh, San Diego because it's rec- um, military weekend. So they had some pretty cool camo stuff. And yeah, so yeah. that was a bummer. But yeah, they, I'm pretty stoked to be with those guys. They've been. Uh, yeah, really awesome, and the gear's looking good. So, yeah. but once again, I'm lucky that uh, Cooper's winning for them, and I'm lucky that Dundee's winning. So, yeah, no, it's true. It's a good point. Hey, and that, that bike looks good. That bike was shorty and Dunge, and we were just talking about how good it looks on on the track, man. They, they, KTM has really done a good job on that thing. Yeah, I think so for sure. I uh, I was pretty pleased with it. So, I think it's uh. You got you know, to ride. Well, you, to get more time. you got to ride both of them, right? So before you get on the new one, you had your the other version. So if you could pinpoint one thing that it does better, what did you notice? Um, I just think that the chassis 
overall was better. Um, I mean, I only got to ride the old bike, the 2014, for like a month. Right. But um, I think that the chassis was just a lot better. Yeah, it was pretty good. Kiefer gets to ride one for long term on Friday. Yeah, for I get dirt that. rider. Yeah, I'll meet Mo and out on a track there at the end of the week. So, wait, where you try an enduro cross and go upside down in the uh, water again? <laughs> he won't let me do that. He, uh. That's anti for Mo. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, Dino, uh, thank you for coming on, man. I, I know like you're injured and who wants to do this kind of stuff, but I just I, I feel for you and I, I I think you're, you know, you've got a great career ahead of you, and I want to just get you on and just kind of talk about what happened and you know whatever. So. Um, Thanks, Steve. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, heal up, man. And yeah, we'll see you at the races. I'm sure uh, down the line. And uh, and yeah, man. Like I said, stay in touch. So. Yeah, cheer up, man. You're gonna come back. Watch you. Good. If you get sad, watch Kiefer racing enduro cross. Yeah, just think of that. Think about shit. that. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thanks, man. It. See ya. Cheers. Uh, Red Bull uh, KTM. Dean Wilson. Everybody. I thought Kiefer. Yeah. I really thought you handled that segment well. Why? What did I do? No, I did. I thought you directed it well. You asked good questions. Yeah. You made him happy with your with your failures. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I my really, failures I really, are someone else's I really happiness. Felt, <laughs> I really felt you steered that segment well. Right. He smiled at least. That's good. Yeah. You might get a race tonight. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You get a hat, maybe. Uh, what? A hat. That's it. That's your raise. Yeah. A hat. Yeah. Uh, some two unders. Because you won't take anything yeah. else. I got two of those. Dave. Yeah. What's up? I got a question about Kyle Parts. Who's he? Uh, what gear does he use, man? That shirt, that, that jersey that he wore. Yeah, it's One Industries. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, man, that thing stuck out from everybody, man. The stripes. Uh, it stuck out in a good way or a bad way, Dave? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. that's what I just wondered who it was. Yeah, One, one Industries. Industries. Check it out. Get uh, it. Get it. Pick it up yourself. And uh, okay, man. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, Dave. Uh-huh. All right. Who's this? Who's caller? It's on two. I forgot. It's been on for like forty-five minutes. Oh. So, are you there? Hello. Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Sorry for put you on hold for so long, but you know we had shit to do. Mike, right? Um, hey, yeah, no yeah. worries. That's, that's all good. Okay. I had a, I had a couple questions. Um, what about Villa Photo? Like, I don't know, maybe Kiefer or or you know you would know you have Manitoba title. Um, Thank you. What's it like for a full works bike? Like, is he going to be that much faster on a full works bike than he would be on his production bike? Do you think? Bro, come on. How much faster is he going to go? Is Ryan Villapoto? That, no. That's I, what I'm saying. No, I mean, when we're talking full works bikes, I mean, the motor's going to be the same. Uh, maybe they'll try some shit with the frame. But, I mean, why would you, Kiefer, give him anything but what he won on in America? Right. You need to be comfortable. That's yeah. how you go fast. I mean, the, 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 the full works thing, um, Mike, is a little like, you know, Cowie doesn't have full work stuff like it's like a Honda or even KTM for that matter. Um, I talked to Paul in in Lil, and yeah, it wasn't you know they can try different stuff. They're open. The rules are open there, but they don't have different stuff. Right. And it, right. obviously, look at the bike. Look at the way it works. You know. Right. So. I mean, my other question was, you know, you've you've been around for for a while. Um, you know, you notice like in the '80s pictures of bikes, like with RJ and all those guys riding, you see like the levers, and they're always all floppy and everything. When when would you say did levers start getting good and you know more precision? I guess. You mean like precision or? No, I mean just like the the quality of uh, like well, the brake levers. I don't know. I think back then they didn't have any parts or something. I know what you're saying. Like, like I remember looking at uh, I think Wardy's bike in like the late '80s, and it was beat. Like, I, like I mean, you know how when I was a mechanic, that thing would look like showroom floor every week. <laughs> no, no, because I, I bolted new parts on. Right. Nothing to do with me. Right. I'm just saying. And back then, I don't think they did that. They just like painted the frame, and it was still scuffed up and. Levers were rattling or whatever. I don't know. I, 
I don't know when that happened, but I'm with you, Mike. It did used to be like that back in the day. Right. Well, uh, thank you, guys. I was actually just got my uh, my dirt rider in the mail, and I was looking, and you know, there there should be maybe a few more pictures of DV in there. Oh, but, uh, dude, you, <laughs> Mike. No, 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 but but you know how pumped you should be, Steve. What? You know how much Gary Sutherland is in there? That's that's expert athlete, right? Oh, there. is he all over there? Yeah, he's in there. Oh, uh, let me tell you, the dirt rider absolutely effed Villeman. I but mean, you, you want you want to know something? Where's Where's DB's American Championships? I haven't seen those. What doesn't matter, bro? He beat McGrath and Carmichael. DB co- got a half page, bro. Bro, he comes out for a test, and you don't even like you just treat him like, got, the, like uh-uh. the like the vet and the chick rider. Nope, I got him a set of gear. Yeah, but it doesn't. Like, why didn't you make a bigger deal out of this? Uh, oh, they got so much room. You work for a magazine? Come I'm, on. <laughs> I'm telling Dennison. Dennison will have something work, to say. Works off-road American championship. That's American, you know, X-brand athlete champion. You, you goddamn right, Mike. And that's an X-brand? <laughs> goddamn. Your X-brand supports America and American racing. Gary proved if you don't, if you don't want her, you won't win. He, you know what's Thank sad you. is he didn't Thank know you. who Gary was until I came over here. That's what's sad. Um, Oh my God, uh, I'm <clears throat> I'm a little disappointed, but uh, <laughs> no, right, well, uh, you, guys, me. you guys have a good night. Thanks. And, uh, I always enjoy when Kiever's on. It's uh, he's good, has good info and asks good questions to the uh, writers his, that call in. His segment with Dean Wilson was perhaps his best moment on the Pulp Mech Show. It was pretty legit, it and was. I think he should race a little more enduro cross. <laughs> I think so too. Thanks, Ma- thanks, Michael. All right, thanks, guys. See you. You were fantastic in that segment. Thank you. I don't know what it was. I don't Oscar, know what it nomination. was. You just brought it. Right. It was great. All right, let's take a commercial break. Our last one of the night. Uh, Poogie's made some grilled cheese. I smell it. I'm going to go eat some grilled cheese. Right. Then I'm going to come back and we're going to finish the show. We've got a lot more to come. Race Tech emails. Uh, Gabbit Gibbs, BTOSports.com. Gabbit Gibbs. Um, yep. Tickets. No race one, Tech tickets. No yep, one let's do them. it. Let's do the Race Tech tickets. Uh, we're giving them away to a uh, uh, the Arena Cross Tour in uh, Mississippi this Saturday. So uh, uh, anytime, call in. Jacob or we'll Hayes, do them on Twitter leader. or whatever. Uh, Kiefer, yep. keep it up from here, man. Okay, I'm going to try. Like, keep it up. All right. Don't let it go down. Keep the level up. Let's go. See you, everybody. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at the picture from back then... And flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
full-time X show is brought to you by btosports.com whether you are looking for new gear helmets boots or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up bto is your source for all of your motocross needs as a proud sponsor of the bto sports ktm race team and the heart of the bto sports amateur motocross team it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store we support the sport that supports us us at bto sports want to give back to you the listener for supporting us and the pulp mx show use coupon code pulp mx when placing your order at btosports.com for a vip listener discount certain brand restrictions will apply NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality. A brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivotworks. The only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivotworks stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. 
Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Intonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. 
All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension company. For over 30 years, they've been supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Vince Freeze, Jimmy Dakotas, Cody Gilmore, many others use Racetech. Privateer proven to receive 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use discount code PULPAMEX2015. Welcome back to the show. PULPAMEX show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer's in studio. Sir. And Chris Kiefer absolutely killed it that last segment. Thank you. Jerk off. It's familiar. It was just just incredible. I earned my pay tonight. Race Tech email segment. 
Listen, you people listening to this need your suspension work done. 86.4% of you need it done. So, need uh, springs, need uh, oil change, need something. Right, Kiefer? That's right. Yes, they do. All right. Here's the best emails of the week. From John. Do you think the Cannon-Alden split has anything to do with Ricky and his history with Alden? Yes. Do you think Barsha is still recovering from injuries of his crash overseas and just playing stupid, don't tell anyone, and will be okay in the long run? No. Tell JT thanks for all that he does is greatly appreciated. To keep you in check has to be no easy task. Jerk off. Uh, thanks, John. The P.S. The stupid headlines thing you're stuck on is out of control. Let's tame it down a bit and just get rid of it all together. Screw mm, you, bro. Uh, uh, okay, Shannon. No, uh, Yeah, Shannon sent this in. After listening to last week's show, it sounded like the 9-11 and the 17 had kissed and made up. I went back and listened to some of the comments again. It's almost laughable how Bowers is apologizing and trying to be a bigger man. He apologizes, but then uses backhand comp- comments to try to keep Cooper in his place. That's what I was telling you about. Right. So, uh, Bowers is making it really hard to root for him, and he's from Kentucky, this guy. So... I get it. Bowers is a big boy with an aggressive riding style. That's all well and good. But it's a joke how he's trying to sound like a badass in regards to how he's handling things. His interviews are UFC worthy. The sport doesn't need a villain. As for Webb, he seems to have figured it out. I don't think he has anything out of line. He said anything out of line. He's letting it riding, doing and talking for him. That's what our sport needs. A true professional getting it done on and off the track. I'm okay with all that stuff. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like It's kind of like that. Behind the dream thing, like talking about, it. it's like it's kind of lame. He's like, I want to be the villain. Someone's got to be the villain. It's kind of staged. I mean, whatever. Yeah. yeah, like you know, whatever. But I think it's cool. Both of them are straight up dudes. They're honest when they want to. You ask them a yeah. question, they give you an answer. Chad sent this in. Uh, hey Steve, what's going on with that tech podcast you guys were talking about doing? Any word on or did it get, idea get thrown out the window? I really think it's a great idea. I know it would get a ton of listeners. Uh, Chad, uh, it, just I'm busy and. I don't know. I just I couldn't get a sponsor for it. I didn't work that hard. I didn't want to do it for free. So we couldn't make it happen. Berluti was down with it, though, and I'm busy enough. I'm a uh, fucking idiot. Uh, Potts uh, has a – I was also curious about what's up with J-Law. It's on a comeback video. So We covered it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like your show more than why Gant loves men on steroids and spandex. Flame. Chad. Wow. Uh, we are going to de- debut a Chris Kiefer podcast uh, in 2018. Stop. No. Before summer. Okay. Before summer. Are you, what are you going to do? Are you going to do off-road guys? you going to do a little bit of both? What are you going to do? I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of everything. So you're going to sprinkling the dick, so now you're going to sprinkle <laughs> sprinkle the uh, uh, off-road stuff and yeah, whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, well, hopefully it works out for you, bro. I mean, this guy right here. Hopefully it does, too. Hopefully people will like it. And uh, What are we going to call the show? I don't know yet. I haven't thought down. about that far you yet. You haven't thought about it? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, what do you think? you have any suggestions? Industry seating. Lame. Okay. Lame. Uh, all right. Uh, this guy sent it in here. Uh, hey, Steve, do you and Pulp know what could really be cool? If during one of the likes of a telephone interview, and in this case with Super Hunger, if you could do it, to keep all those constant interrupting giggles and grunts and chuckles and so on, do yourself or to an absolute minimum. I challenge you to both review this phone interview and refute what I'm talking about. We don't come to Pulp to hear the wisdom of Mathis. And certainly not when you're attempting to interact with the likes of Rick Seaman. Simon. 
Don't get me wrong, Steve. You do have a certain style that's genuinely appreciated when you're describing the results of some Supercross event or the reason why Campolesi uh, in the middle of Lasergate. But in this example, learn a little phone interview etiquette so we can enjoy the guest and not repeatedly attempt to hear over strange noises calling from the call originator. Well, uh, B787Tech, two things. One, I did that Rick Simon interview a long time ago. I've gotten better since then. Two, I'll give you a refund. Oh, wait, you didn't pay anything. It was free. Lame. Who else did a Rick Simon interview? No one. No one cared. I did it. That's super hokey, right? Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't understand how people, uh, I mean, okay, like, I get it. Like, you know, yeah. you don't like my style or whatever. And I've gotten better. But to bitch about a free podcast. Right. I don't know. I don't get it. Don't listen. Right? Well, it's like someone giving you a free t-shirt and saying, I don't want that t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like suck on your free t-shirt. Right. You know? Don't listen. But, I mean, yes, he makes some good points. You know, Is he I, talking I, about I the little things better. in the background? Is that no, what I think he's talking about me going, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> or whatever, uh-huh. you know, during the course of an interview. You know what you say a lot that, what? that I picked up mm-hmm. on since I've been here? Yep. You always say, no doubt about it. You say that a lot. Okay. Just, well, just pick that up. Okay. All right. Well. F you, dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steven said, uh, having a hard time adjusting to the new show producer. This is you. For me... For me, he is putting out a defensive, a lack of respect vibe, telling callers and guests to suck a dick is taking things a little too far. <laughs> Would be nice to see him gain a little confidence and maybe ease up on busting his balls. Obviously, he takes that stuff to heart. Regards, Stephen. And it wasn't me. I'm Stephen, but it wasn't, it wasn't uh, me. No, I don't take anything to heart, but I've worked here for about a year, a little over a year and a month now. And, you know, you take a lot of shit when you work here, which is fine, but a lot of fans take shit over the line now regarding of me calling or telling callers to suck a dick i just had (laughs) like five tweets before that telling me i'm a fucking retard and all these other things stuff that you guys don't see because i delete and block right away when i get it because it's it's way over the line for most people like why would you who are you you don't know me you know last guy some dude said i was annoying as fuck you don't know me. You've never hung out with me. But you How got, do you know that? You got to wipe it off, bro. No, for sure. For sure. And I understand that, but whatever. I don't care. Suck a dick. How about that? Just... I... You, uh, <laughs> you're, uh, you're in the public eye a little bit on this stupid bit. show. Yeah. So you have to let things slide off. Here, here's the uh, You are a comedian. Yes. You go up on stage. Yes. Yeah. And you make jokes. And right. people don't understand. There's a lot harsher stuff that's said on that stage than on this mic. So take it easy. Well, no. What I'm saying is you should be able to take it then. I can. Oh. It's just, you know, when callers call and tell me things, like, I don't care. Suck a dick. I'm going to tell you to suck a dick. I'm not I'm wow. not tits. I'm not Peter. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Listen. <laughs> I think telling right. our listeners to suck a dick is a little much. Listen, you're right. I, I am in the public eye, but I don't have sponsors like how Steve does. Steve has to watch what he says on Twitter and on this show, whereas for me, I'm just a normal dude coming into this. Yeah, but if our sponsors that give us money don't like you saying suck a dick because you're on the Publix <laughs> show, then I got a problem well, with for sure. With, but you has know. that happened yet? Uh, well, maybe Steven's a sponsor. I don't know. I do think you can ease up on the sucking of dicks. To, to, I said it to, once to one person. Yeah. Oh man. Listen, I don't. Right? I, I think it's awesome. I think I'll it's take, funny shit. I take the jokes, but I'm not going to take the bullshit that's given to me from fans. You, uh, I mean, we all have things that we we're, we're no good at. Right. Yeah. You know, Kiefer can't ride endurocross. Right. And Canadian national with trees. I can't do anything, obviously. <laughs> I'm not very- and Chad Reed's 
I'm 20 seconds. Blew you out for yeah. being slower. Yeah, I'm slow. I'm slightly overweight. I'm five to seven pounds over my ideal weight. Right. So yeah. I'm, you know, we <laughs> are problems. Right. Right. And uh, and you can't spell. Right. I, so, I, it's I not mean, that I can't spell. You know what I'm not sucks? A struggle. You know what hurts the most? The truth. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but the truth is, I can also take a class and fix all this. Are you taking that class? I don't. You don't pay me enough enough money to do that. Your class is Monday nights. Yeah. <laughs> Let's ease up on telling the fans to suck Oh, dick. this guy okay. just said a good one. Okay. Black flag the suck dicking. The dick sucking. Okay. I will um, stop saying that. You have to be able to let some stuff slot off your back. I get it, too. Oh, for sure. I get it. Like, I get it on my end from people on Twitter or whatever. Just the other week, I had a guy say that I was borderline retarded. Well. On Twitter. Does that hurt you? <laughs> he, how the fuck does he get this information? But what like, I'm saying, when you... someone said that, does it hurt you? No. Right. I'm just like, who is this guy? Right. I, I react the same way I feel JT reacts. It's like you don't know who I am. All right. You don't. You know. I get the jokes and stuff, but there's some stuff that goes over the line. If you don't like me, turn off your podcast. Turn off your radio. Try to get a refund. Can Try to get a refund. Can you say lick a wiener instead? No, but I'll just say something else. All right. Uh, I'll call them bitches. Phil sent this in. I have some thoughts about the TVD Supercross program and how I think it is failing and is successful. I think the bump-up rule is helping and also wrecking the 450 class. The dominating 250 rider that wins multiple championships and moves at the 450 to dominate that class is gone. Now that is learned in the 450 class, it takes years for a rider to figure out and destroys confidence by not winning right away. I also think this is helping the 450 class by evening the field out. You don't have the Ricky Carmichaels and Stewarts that go years of winning and move up with instant success. Uh, do you think a rookie's... I'm more... Just think if Eli Tomac stayed in 250s for two more years and won. Do you think his rookie season in the 450s would be different? Or a rider like Adam Cincerello may be forced into 250 class after a championship in the limited time on a 250. Awesome show. Keep up the good work. What, what do you think of the 250 Supercross rules? Uh, I don't know. I think some of these guys that point out shouldn't point out. You know, and, and I agree. I know Ping, I, Ping has the same kind of view as me. Is like, if you can get a ride and a factory ride and get paid to ride a dirt bike, who cares? Stay in the 250 class as long as you can to get paid. That's what I believe, you know? And then if you get pointed out, then then move up. But, I mean, if it's illegal to stay in, stay in. Like, you get you shit, people get shit um, to Davlos. I mean, you're one of them. You gave them shit for staying in too long. But to me, like, if you're getting paid to ride a dirt bike still, do it while you can. Cause... I think I think the rules are broken in a sense of Davlos. Like, he shouldn't be in there. Um, but I think the rules are broken when, you know, Brock Tickle had to move up after winning his title. Yeah, I, and like, I think you should be able to defend your title no matter well, how you, many points. You can you defend it if you haven't been there in three years. If you've been in three years, you cannot defend it. Okay. So you can defend if you have less than three years in the class. Right. But if you're more than three years and you win a title, you're out. So, like, Bowers would be out if he wins a title. Because wow. he's been in more than three years. So... Yeah, I can see both sides of it, you know. I feel like the the 250 class is where, like, people learn how to race Supercross. And you have these kids coming in to learn Supercross. A Cole Martinez, a, uh, um, I don't know. Champion. Kyle Peters yeah. are these kids. They're, they're great riders, but they're not on that top level. Well, they come in the 250s, and there are uh, bikes that they can't get a hold of that are super good. Because in that class... You know, the littlest thing, tricked-out bike, helps. Then you have all these rides. I mean, there's more rides in 250 class than 450 class. Right. That's how it goes. 
So you're a kid. You're coming in. You're trying to learn Supercross, and you have to deal with, uh, A, more high-paid riders, B, better bikes, uh, better bikes than you have. How are you supposed to learn? You know what I mean? Like, kind of nuts. Yeah, the, the 450 class should be all the ride or more rides, you know, more trick bikes and all that kind of stuff. The 250 class has turned into this arms race that hurts kids coming into it. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with both sides. I just don't want to see a guy like if he's within the rules, you know, don't don't knock him out, you know, because you don't knock him because he's getting paid. Uh, excuse me. There you go. Who's on one? Yep. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm off. What? Oh, okay. I'm just for our producer. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh one of those things. It's I can see both ways. You know, what Garrett's I mean? on one. Garrett, Chris is on two. Garrett, what's up? Hey, was that Keeper's song? No, that was my song. Foo Fighters rock. Yeah, they're good. I, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um. I, I, I thought I, that's off their new one. Strong music tonight. So yeah, have you seen their documentary? Yeah, I saw them all. I think I missed one or two episodes, but I, th- I saw most of them. So it's good stuff. Hey, right. Alden wouldn't be too happy about that grilled cheese, bro. It was on like whole wheat bread with some turkey. I mean, come on. Okay, all right. Uh, also, would, have you ever tried to get Rob Beans on? No. Should I? Thought about it. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Could. He's been on quite a bit. DMX. Yeah, right? he's on the other show a lot. So like yeah, I heard, I've heard that show. Right. So I don't want to you know double up guests too much with those guys if I can avoid it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't do a lot of Jimmy Dakotas because he's on there a lot, and um, so I I don't know. They they have their guys. We have their guy, We have our guys. You know. So yeah, that's that's, okay. that's that's all. So and I don't know how interesting it would be. Like he's on DMXS a lot, and then also he's a trainer. So how interesting are trainers? I and mean, we had Alden on a few weeks ago, but I mean right. I, I don't think I'll have another guy on. You know. So, all right, just throwing it out there. Uh, a couple more things. Future yeah. headlines. Keep them going. Future headlines. Yes, check. Roger, got it. BTL Sports, save me a bunch of money. Appreciate it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, you know what? All of our sponsors have codes, or a lot of them do. So, hey, and Kiefer, I raced uh, an enduro cross in Sacramento and got my ass handed to me. So I know what that's all about. Were you upside down in the water? It's humbling. They didn't have water in the amateur race, but I would have if there was water. The downside is they don't have the water in for day qualifiers. They put the water in for the night. Yeah. So that's what I was doing. Right. Did um, did your wife see you? Yeah. Fail miserably. She's proud of me, no matter Does what. Does she have comments after you fail miserably? No, she stays away from me because I'm I'm a little heated. Oh, okay. Little... Oh, so you're JT. You're no, like JT. Oh, little. So this Canadian thing should work out well then. This a little. Okay. Not too much, because that was actually embarrassing for me. <laughs> it was actually like a, like a life that, lesson. Like, that was actually yeah. like really hurtful and embarrassing. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Physically and mentally. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, Garrett. Hey, are what? you going to be giving any tickets away to Santa Clara? The Supercross? Super Bowl? Yeah. No, nobody. Oh, you you know what? Yeah, NFAB will give us some tickets probably. But that's a long way down the road, bro. All right, just planning ahead. All right, just stay tuned to the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. That's when we give the tickets away. All right, have a good night, guys. See, See you. Later. All right, later. Um, BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs. Gibbs, Gibbs, Hey, BTOsports.com. Use the code Pulpamex to save yourself money. Great, great company. Great guys. They got OEM parts now too, 
and uh, anything you need for your bike or body, they've got it down there. I, I, uh, I've been using BTL Sports a little bit. I have uh, a question. Yeah. Is yeah. BTL actual a shop like Chaparral, or is it just online? No, they have a little shop, I believe. I've never been there. Okay. But they do have a little where a little showroom. And so people can walk in and buy stuff there? Yes. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. All right. So don't hold me to that. Right. Maybe someone can tell me or tweet and tell us, but I think so. I believe so. Because someone, someone tweeted me one time about going in, and they, they got their order real fast or something. Hmm. So um, use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money at btosports.com, and, and BTO is uh, great guys, and they've been behind everything we're doing here. They were probably even behind that Rick Simon podcast that that guy didn't like. Yeah. They, so, got, they got cool, bright B stickers for helmets. Yeah. Do you have a deal with them? I uh, did, yeah. Not anymore? Not anymore. Oh. Yeah, because you ran their, their logo for a long time. Yeah, two years. Vince. Are you bitter? Are you no, angry? Vince is a great guy. I love yeah. Vince. Okay. Be the one. D- don't take it out on the show, bro. Sorry, man. Okay. All right. These are questions submitted to at Show on Twitter. And at DevinGibbs27 goes through them. And he picks the best ones. So let's do it. All right. Hey, Kiefer, uh, Chris Vancers wants to know, were you at the Honda Test Track last week? Uh, we did some stuff for an upcoming issue and uh, with the LAPD. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you saw Connor get arrested? Yeah, so we had... Uh, What'd you do? So we did secrets, uh, speed secrets. Okay. So we got radar, the LAPD, uh, Chief Beck was there. I don't know who that is. He's the LAPD chief. Oh. And we did radar stuff through the whoops, through triples, yeah, actually how fast they are going. And made a whole story about it. And while uh, Dennison was there, he said, uh, "Hey, uh, why don't, can you, have you? Hey, Trey, ever been arrested?" And Trey's like, "No." And uh, so Chris had a cop go in there and handcuff him, put him behind the truck. It was pretty cool. And he got super nervous. Like he was so nervous. Like, like yeah, what? Like yeah. So what did you arrest him for? It was just like a fake thing. Like, hey, you've been arrested. <laughs> you want to get handcuffed? You know, put your hands behind your back, type of thing. But he was still like nervous. To be around that many, because there was uh, like six or seven. Have LAP- you ever been arrested? No, I'm not Bowers. Uh, no, I've been arrested. Really? Yeah. For what? Reckless driving in uh, when I worked for KTM. I was driving a rental car full of mechanics, and Pingree was driving a rental car full of riders. Yeah. And we were ramming the shit out of each other down the freeway <laughs> from rental cars, <laughs> throwing things at each other because we we got these little plaques from KTM <laughs> earlier that day. Yeah. And we we're throwing food in the plaques and stuff. Yeah. Well, someone called the cops. They thought it was like road rage, right? So. We came around a bend, and there was like four cop cars, and they're just like, hey, pull over, you know? Oh, shit. So we pulled over, and they're just like, what are you doing? And we're like, eh, nothing, you know, whatever. And, right. And uh, the guy's like, uh, he kind of, one of my mechanic friends mouthed off to the cop, which wasn't a good idea. Oh, God. And I'm just sending the guys just like, like, you know, hey, I'll throw you in jail, you know, you mother effers or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, all right, everybody's cool. Like, sorry, we won't do it anymore, you know what I mean? No big deal. And he's like, hey, get out of the car. And Pingree was out of his car. And uh, he takes us to the back of the car, and, and they're radioing back and forth, and I'm just like figuring whatever. And he's just like pulls out his handcuffs and goes, turn around. Oh, shit. And I'm like, no way. He's like, yep. So I hand, get handcuffed, get thrown in the cop car, and like it kind of like hurts to sit back. And it's all, oh. je- you know, like handcuffs yeah. are really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I look at Pink, and he's got his handcuffs in front. Right. He's next to me. And I'm like, why'd they handcuff you in the front? He's like, oh, I've been handcuffed before. I told him to do it in the front. <laughs> like an expert. Like oh, Pingree, just a pro at being handcuffed. No way. So we got thrown in jail, and I said, hey, Ping, look, uh, these guys have no proof. They don't know anything about what we did. They didn't right. see us. Hearsay. Because they said they got reports from other motorists. So just deny, deny, deny. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know. And uh, so we get in front of the judge. We're sitting in opposite jail cells. like in like Holding like, hands across the side. Like Hazard <laughs> County. No, we could see each other. Okay. But we're sitting there all alone. And uh, 
Um, judge comes out. They pull us out. A few hours or whatever. They pull us out. Go for the judge. And uh, the judge is like, uh, I've told this story a bunch, by the way. But anyways, the judge was, um, all right, everybody, so you're here on reckless driving charges, uh, mischief, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You understand you were causing a problem in the freeway and this and that. And uh, I remember Ping and I discussed this strategy. Right. They got nothing on us, Ping. Nothing. So the guy looks at me and he's just like, uh, you know, well, how do you plead? I'm just like, uh, not guilty. And he's like, so you're saying you didn't do anything? I'm like, nope. He's like. We have phone numbers and names that we can call people. If you really want to draw this out, Mr. Mathis, we can call these people and come. they'll come down here and they'll testify that what you did. Oh, shit. And I'm just like, call them. You know, like, the, Balls. I'm, I'm all in now. Yeah. I pleaded not guilty. Right. Guy looks at Pingree. Mr. Pingree, how do you plead? Guilty. <laughs> I'm like, Ping, what happened to our, what happened to our truce? No way. And uh, he was like, eh, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm out, man. So the guy looked at me and I'm like, guilty. So it was uh, 800 bucks each, I think, for a fine. But Langston and, and Sellards and everybody, they all pooled money together because uh-huh. they figured this would happen, you know. So they all divided money up. We each had to pay like 160 bucks between everybody because the cars were full of people. Right. And uh, so we got out, and it was on my record forever. And uh, Pookie had to do the car insurance for a while because it was like a reckless driving charge, you know. So is it off your record now? Yeah, yeah. It's long gone. It was a 2001 or whatever. That's a misdemeanor, right? I guess, you know. Yeah. I don't think it's anything big. But anyway, that's my arresting story. That's my getting arrested I've story. I've been tased before. <laughs> I, we don't, we don't want to know about your bedroom life. No, no, no. Okay. My buddies that are cops by my house. And, oh. And I was like, I want to get tased, see what it feels like. That's no joke, dude. Don't do it. Oh, I would never do it. No. Just, you see those movies, like. Yeah. Like or, or the cops TV shows, like they just drop. Yeah, it's just yeah. totally stiff. You just like, eek, down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I've been arrested. But, nice. Uh, anyways, all right. Next question. All right, cool. This next one's from uh, Brett Jones. Uh, it says, "My question was about goggle prep. Does Steve reuse goggles? If so, does he throw them in the washing machine?" I reuse goggles about two or three races. I put them in the washing machine with cold water, delicate cycle. I air dry them, so you don't. I don't use a dryer. And, um, uh, yeah, and that's how I, that's why I prep goggles, but they're only good for two or three races. So, okay. Uh, this next one is from what? Why'd you give me that look? No, I, I, a lot of people write in to the magazine and say, are you allowed to wash your goggles in the, in the washer? And I go, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Delicate, cold. Don't use Windex on the lenses. People, people often use Windex to clean oh, the lens. Good, yeah. It'll, it has stuff in there that cracks the lens. So don't use Windex when you clean lenses. So. Hmm. All right. Next Kiefer, one. I feel like you're like, you were up here. For the uh, Wilson they, thing. No, sorry. You're, I was you're, chat rooming up. Sorry. I just feel like you're... I'm back. Let's do I it. Just, I feel like your performance is slipping here. No, I'm bit. good. No performance slip. Give you some accolades and look what happens. It goes right to your head. <laughs> All right. Next one's from Brad. Uh, Steve, the track difficulty was up at A3. Uh, who benefits from this and who struggles from it? And should this continue? should definitely continue. Um, I like difficult tracks. I like things... They had a tricky trip tabletop section like I was talking to Chad about um, that only two guys did. I like that kind of stuff. They didn't end up doing it in the night show, but... East Coast tracks always get better anyway. Yeah. Little football stadiums maybe, too. Yeah. Um, Chad Reed benefits, I think. Uh, you know, all the good guys benefit more. The, the gap is bigger between the haves and the have-nots when the track gets trickier. Okay. Uh, this next one is from Laser250F. Laser. Laser. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Laser. Hit again. Laser. There you go. Kiefer, yes. With uh, the manufacturers offering factory edition bikes like uh, uh, like KTM, yes. Do you see more manufacturers doing this in the future? No. Hmm. 
Is there a reason why? KTM's unique to the situation. They're very, uh, I mean, obviously everyone knows they have a bike for every type of riding. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see the Japanese doing that. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, this next one's from you, yeah, Kiefer. Yeah, I, I think the Japanese guys are pretty conservative. Right. You know? Uh, this next one's from Barry. Uh, it's for your Kiefer. Dirty uh, Barry. Barry. Uh, did you ride that 08 Honda? Not Maybe yet. That? No, you haven't? No, that's uh, next month. Have you ridden an 08 Honda before? Yes. What do you? When was the last time you were? When did you ride? When did last you ride year I rode one. Oh, yeah? yeah? How do they compare to the new bikes? I, I they're not as good as I remember now. Some the new bikes are pretty good, mm. but as far as uh you know what is it seven eight year old bike? Yeah, it's if you put that 08 in a 450 shootout with the other bike, it would be top three four. Really? Yes. Is that just because of the engine? It's everything. The chassis was great too. Yeah. Chassis, suspension, and motor. Yeah, I have a 2013 Honda 450, and my dad had a 05 before that, and all he complains about is the bottom end. 05 on the 05? Yeah, the 05. Well, no, he complained about the bottom end on his new 13. Oh, yeah. Coming from the 05 450. Let's say 05 and the 07, 08 were similar. Yeah, yeah the engine was pretty much the same. Uh, this one's from Gibbs Gavin. It's for you, Kiefer, and Steve. He wants to know what fuel he should run in his DRZ 450 SM. SM? SM. What fuel? Do you know what an SM is? I don't. No. It's a DRZ, so I mean. I mean, you know, if you can afford it, run run the best stuff. If you you're can. gonna, if you can afford it, run four point four VP. He has a eleven point three one compression ratio. Well, yeah, VP four point four. All right, there you go, Cole. Uh, this next one is from Jeff. It's for you, Steve. Uh, what do you think is going on with Barsha? Is it a bike issue, or does it have to do with injury, or is it him? Good question. I don't know. I mean, um, I don't think I would hit the. Pa I, I had people requesting the panic button for Justin Barsha. It's what do you get? It's almost time. Almost. Almost. But time. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Look, he's sixth in the points. Right. Not too shabby. Um, Canard's beating him. That's fine. Dungey's beating him. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Kenny Roxon's beating him. That's fine. Eli Tomac's beating. Him. That's fine. Jason Anderson is too. That's the one guy that's beating him in the points. That maybe you'd be like, eh. But I would expect a podium already. Well, okay, Kiefer, but you know what? I would expect you to stay upright at Enduro Cross. <laughs> right. So it doesn't always happen, does so, it? But do you think it's the bike? Um, no. No, I think that bike's fine. I think the new Yamaha 450 is no, much No, improved. the bike's fine, but is it oh. right for him? Don't give me this. I'm going to have to get DV in here again, and he's going to start telling me about bikes again. I just think, I, I don't know, the way I watch him ride, I yeah. think there's too much for him. Too much horsepower? Yes. Maybe. They are fast. Yeah. Um, he's been doing okay. I would hit the panic button on Millsaps way more, way sooner than, than Barsha. Um, it, it is weird to see Barsha just get kind of like wherever he starts, he kind of finishes, you know? Like Reed caught him past him twice this weekend, Right. I think. Is Millsaps hurt or not? I don't know. Just I, another one of those mysteries? Yeah, I don't know. If I had to bet, I'd bet Millsaps something's up with Millsaps' foot again. Right. He's not the same guy that... He was. He even looked better at A1, too. He looked pretty good at A1. Yeah. Yeah, he went down, but then he looked, you know, he looked good. Right. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I got to think something's up. So, All right. All right. This next one is from Steven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just a guy that said that was mad about you? I don't know. Okay. I don't really care. But uh, he wants to know if you're going to Majima. I don't know. You don't know. You kind of dropped it that you were, but well, we might as well ask. I need to get a better agent because I asked for some money to, like, profit from the trip. 
and that doesn't look like it's going to happen. The guy shot me down on that. Hmm. So he will pay all expenses, though. What, Wait, is, it, what is his management? It's in Australia. I understand that. It's a race. It's just like a big, big race, yeah. atmosphere yeah. deal. And yeah. he wants me to like do the show from there and do different stuff and you know, kind of talk about it and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm down with all that. Like, that's cool. All expenses paid or whatever. I've never been to Australia. I thought it'd be cool. Right. I mean, you know, uh, but I want to get paid a little bit of money. Right. And he doesn't have it. The guy doesn't have the budget. 20 bucks. Take Pook. No Pook. No. Really? No Pook. Hmm. Maybe I should try to throw Pook in there. That's what I'm saying. Have a little getaway a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. To Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think I'll still go. I probably shouldn't have said that on the air right there. Because I was playing hardball, you know? Right yeah. There. But it'd be cool to go to Australia, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, for free. Gold Coast. And I, the the bad thing is I once said, like, it's a sand track, and I used to be really good in the sand. I used to be really good keeper in the sand. Manitoba sandy? Yeah. yeah okay. Deep sand. Right. Beach sand. And that's what Manjibib is. So I, I was talking big about how, you know, put me on a bike and this and that, and this guy's like, we got you a bike. What <laughs> no, bike? A CR500. Holy shit. Gang, 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 I don't know, gang, man. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, next he question. also wants to know, uh, what's up with your new project bike? What is it? What's going on? Project 88. Uh-oh. Got it from Oliver in Alaska. It's an 88 YZ250. I'm going to oh, start on it. Sick. Yeah. What are you going to make it look like? Uh, don't know yet, really. I'm not sure on the color schemes and stuff. Try to picture. What was 88 color? Red and white. Red and white. Mm-hmm. They had fork boots because their rides had up forks, and they had a big shroud on one side and a little shroud on the other. Yep. Okay. So not really sure what I'm going to do with it yet, but yeah. Interesting. Are you going to sell that one too then probably? If I could. I mean, do you blame me for selling Project 90 if you were me? No. That's, yeah. And you got five grand? A little soon. A little soon? Yes. Okay. I mean, I would have ridden it maybe. If I was it sucks you. to ride up here, bro. It's not terrible. Really. It just and rained. You're never dude. down there, right? Ever. Well, I guess I could. And you don't drive know down anyone there. in Asperia that you could go ride with. No, no, right. no, don't know anybody. Right. Nope. Not familiar with that area. What would At you all. go ride if you were going to go ride Project Ninety? A track? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to take desert. it. You, no. No, that's that's stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. Desert isn't stupid. Okay. I just I like to ride my bike. That's all I care about. Uh, this next one's from Tony. Uh, the mechanics on the starting line have headsets with a microphone on it. Who are they communicating with? Team manager. What are they Suspension guys, whatever, yeah. What are they talking about? Uh, the team manager will give them lap times and position in case the mechanics don't know. Um, people will give them, you know, heads up, like, hey, this guy fell or, or whatever. So, yeah, kind of back and forth. You also, uh, you talk a lot of shit on the headsets. A lot of shit. Really? Yeah, make fun of a lot of people. So <laughs> The best right. the best headset joke I ever heard was... Um, Chaparral 99, Lampson was on the team, and uh, he was really struggling. Lammy's on the 250. He's really struggling. And Lammy whole shot Southwick, and he was just getting worked. Guys were just blowing by him. And Jerry Campbell, who was Lammy's mechanic at the time, comes on the headset and goes, Hey, Larry, I want to help Steve out when he comes around. What what section is he losing time on? Larry comes back on. Uh, on the track. <laughs> He's losing time on the track. Anywhere on the track. Uh, so. Lance Lampson. Lance Lampson. All right. Is that it? Uh, there's one more. It's from Noah. He just wants to know why Ralph and Jeff don't bitch race instead of talking about soup cross slow mo. Stable mates. Uh, stable mates. Stable God, they mates. whore out the uh, Spider Cam. It's got 80 sponsors, that thing. Yeah. Spider Cam. Spider. Yeah. Uh yeah I don't know man uh whatever you know TV package is what the TV package is at hey. this point do you get frustrated by it yeah no I don't give a shit 
Really? I like watch. I mean, I'm just glad we get to watch it live. That's bitching to me. Because that wow. means I don't have to go to race. <laughs> wow, Kiefer. You really I do don't like some of the things. Like, stable mates annoying to me. Like, what the shit that he says is more annoying than anything. Going down the elevator shaft yeah. when they're dropping, like, five feet? Yeah. <laughs> my, random stuff. My biggest problem is, yeah. is I can watch the race on mute and not miss a single thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a single piece of information. I'm like, oh, no way. Right. You know what I mean? That's my problem. But other than that, it uh, does fine. I don't know if you watch NASCAR. They have this thing called Crank It Up or something. Yeah. And you listen to the shit go by. Uh, I wish they would do that more with dirt bikes, yeah. you know? Like, listen to the actual sound. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like the gate. Why do we have to have Lurch screaming? Yeah, Listen exactly. to the bikes. Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought. That guy's going down. That's it, eh? Uh, that has been the... Fuck it. Segment. Uh, BTOsports.com Gabba Gibbs segment. Use code Pulp Max to save yourself money. Be the one. At uh, BTOsports.com. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Man, BTO's, BTO's killing it. New website. I just went on their site. It's awesome. No, it's good. It's uh, great. My eyes are dry. All right. Yeah, my eyes are dry from, you know, that LASIK. Oh, yeah. So they get dry. How hmm. is that going? Good, but it get dry. 2020? Oh, dude, I went in for a checkup, a month checkup the other day, and I read the bottom line on the exam, and the lady chick was blown away. She's like, wow. She's like, nobody can see that, really. That's bitching. Very rarely. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I see that all day long. You know. Sweet. So it's great, but they, they get dry. So that's what I'm kind of like. Mm. What so. solves that? Just visine, regular visine? Yeah, yeah. Just mm. uh, drops or whatever. Uh, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Chad Reed, Cole Seeley, Dean Wilson, and, and uh, Zach Osborne were all on. What's your favorite guy tonight? I like Chad. Chad's always good. It's hard to beat him. But I like it that is. I can cheer Dean up, too. <laughs> I was stoked about you that. You did. You did cheer him up, yeah. uh, no doubt. Hey, um, uh, one thing I wanted to, to talk to you about, um, you said you could get Tony Alessi on, yeah. uh, on the show. Um, his kid, Mike, races, right. yeah. number 800. Yeah. Um, Who? Uh, we, I, I, I worked at the Twitter for Racer X this week because mm-hmm. Wygant wasn't there. And like he had a great heat race. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, he had a great heat race. Yeah, bitching. And made it right out of, made it out of, right out of the heat. Right. He didn't race last weekend because he had a surgery on his knee. He's yep. kind of torn ACL. He's toughing it out. Right. And he's didn't, done pretty well this year. He, did he win a heat race? I think he did. Yes, yes he did. Yep. Yeah, he won a heat race. Last year he won a couple. And um, so I just tweeted out like, hey, like Mike made it or whatever. The venom that people got from Mike Alessi really pisses me off. Yeah. It bums me out and pisses me off. Right. Like, I get it. You know, he stood on a bike, and I get it. He took up Brock Tickle, and I don't know what the fuck he was thinking right. when he did that. There's Either a lot of, of things issues. that we could talk about besides that one. Yeah, right. yeah. And I get it that the dad is nuts, mm-hmm. okay, and has pissed off a lot of people. I get it. But Mike himself is a nice kid, a nice guy. Absolutely. He's good with fans. Um, yes, he's done some stupid stuff, but, like, you don't need to say, like, you hope he dies. <laughs> or he should quit. Right. Or, you know, I hope he sucks sucks dick, balls, whatever. Right. Um, that may have been it, me. It's, it's gnarly to hear these people get into it with them. Like, I don't, right. like the hate is he's, – he's on social media. I don't know how he is. He doesn't talk that much anymore on social media. Like, very rarely is – will he, he – I can't believe some of these people. Like, I even said – before you, you even tweeted it out, I said, hey, man, that's awesome to see Mike do good because, you know – and I'm not on the bandwagon or anything. I'm just I appreciate what his writing, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and I know Tony's Tony, but Tony has hurt his career. I agree. Oh, thank you. Okay, but I can get along with Tony. Tony's pretty pretty fair to me, so I'm fair to him. That's fun. I judge people how they treat me, and do I agree some of the stuff that he does? No. 
But I'm talking like Mike and Danielle are really nice. And if anything, Mike goes overboard too much on the nice. I think that's why people talk so much trash on because you think? it's yeah. almost like people think it's fake. But I think he wants to make sure it's so I want to do Look, all this for you. He's like, a little socially awkward, Mike is. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but he's raised in a van. But the bottom line is he's a nice guy. Very nice. He tries hard, <clears throat> takes this very seriously, yeah. works his balls off. Yep. And although you may not like him, some of the things are... you got to respect his game and Supercross is elevated. Like, he's better than he was, what, two, three years ago? Look look how he's he's, he's better rider. I mean, yeah. It's just, I just feel like, and I knew you know them. That's why I brought this up, because you're friends with them. Right. And you, you've known them well. You've known them for a long time. Right. And I just, uh, it just bums me out a little bit. I'm just like, come on, people. Like, you got to have at least, hey, you hate him? Great, I got it. You hate him. Right. Uh, maybe just tip your hat that he qualified out of the heat race when a lot of guys that are fast as shit didn't make it out. Did not make it out. Right. You know, and yes, he gets the whole shot and goes backwards a lot of times. Yes. But hey, got to give it to the guy. Give it to the guy for running the heat. If you make a main event, I don't care who you are, you're a badass dude. And for he- how many guys are in a. You look at the last chance qualifiers this, this year, it's gnarly. Yeah, Gnarly. absolutely. And, like, Jeff doing an incredibly stupid thing right. with the laser thing. And, and Mike Genova and Tony deciding that they did not like that punishment and they are not racing the U.S. Nationals because of that. They can tell you that's not it, but that's, that's why it is. Right. They, they've, never, they've never been back since the – well, they, they raced at the end of the year, but then they, they, they've never been back since. That's hurting Mike because he's a world-class outdoor rider. Phenomenal outdoor rider. Very good, yeah. And he would be top five every moto or right around there. Maybe better. And I remember JT even said it on here on the on the show. He's like, Bernard told him that the bike was retardedly off, like yeah. his bike. That's, again, the dad. Okay, but I rode his 12 450, mm-hmm. and it's one of the best 450s that I've ridden, like race bikes. And that says something like, I rode it, and I'm like, this thing's pretty damn good. And... That should say something right there. I mean, they do all that stuff out of their their garage or out of their you know what their shop, whatever yeah. they have. So look, it's again Tony and I have Tony and I have had problems. He's actually you know literally physically assaulted me twice, <laughs> yeah. like seriously, for nothing, right? For nothing. He's hurt his he's hurt his son's career. I'll stand by that. But his son does not deserve the shit that get, goes on social media when we tweet about him at Racer X. Yeah, does not deserve that. And I think you have to say that he's doing a good job. He had surgery a week ago and is trying to race this thing out. Yeah, he's doing good. I just, hope he keeps uh, keeps uh, it up. I'm off my soapbox now. All right. I just, it pisses me off. You're not sucking his dick anymore? <laughs> no, no. Isn't that what someone said? In the t- I saw someone on Twitter said, man, I'm like, gosh. Yeah. No one's blowing anyone, man. We're just like trying to get props to some people. Well, that's it. I mean, at what point do you, you know, I mean, if anybody could have an axe to grind, it would be me. Right. Right? I yeah. mean, wouldn't I, you know, wouldn't if you were me, if anybody were me, they would... Probably, you Blow know. Blow him off or yeah, not even say anything about him at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I don't because you down. have to admire what Mike's been doing. Yep. So, yeah, that's my speech. All right. It's what good the w- hell happened? Good Chris, what, Chris, what's up? Hey, uh, I got a question. Um, okay. What does, what does um, all the other riders use to polish their frames and everything? Just like mothers. Mothers uh, polish, I believe. Anything. Anything. I don't know. That's your deal. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just mother's polish that you can buy at a 
or any kind of polish that you can buy at a you know an AutoZone or whatever. Okay, now is Kiefer there? Yep, here, bud. Yeah. Um, what is there a chance that do you um, do tests on other like privateer bikes? Uh, we do like support team stuff. We've have done that in the past, and we probably will again this year. But not just straight up like a privateer kids bike. No, we don't do that. Okay. All right. Thank you. All, All right, right, man. Th- thanks, Chris. Right. I wonder where Chris was going with that. That's think, Chris. The the. Do you think he wanted his own bike? His bike tested. Yeah, he's probably. Hey, I want to build a bike. I'm polishing it. You want to <laughs> test it? <laughs> you want to get dirt rider here and uh, and see what's up? Um. But we did. We had a section in our magazine called Readers Rides where uh, people just send their bikes in. and We throw it up in the mag. Oh yeah. Yeah. How'd that work out? That's good. Yeah. DV probably sent one in. and You didn't run it because you asked him over. <laughs> yeah, he's DV. I ain't run his ass. Yeah, in there. exactly. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Race Tech. Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, uh, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under Underwear, Silky, Galfer Brakes, Stop it. KTM Parts Express.com, Parts, Black Ops Moto, Black Ops. Uh, Devin, are you in tomorrow? What's your I deal? I don't think so, man. Unfortunately, I wish I could be. We're going to have a Paul Beck Show Tuesday edition. All right, 199.5. Gibbs will not be here. If you're a Gibbs hater, tune t- in. Tune in. If you're a Gibbs lover, tune out. No, tune in still. Oh, still tune in? Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're going to give a full report next Monday on your two unders. Oh, I'll so, be wearing them. Wearing them. For sure. Actually, just oh. wear, wear nothing but two unders in, over there in the corner. And yeah, next Monday cold. show is going to be off the chain, right? Yeah, I hope so. We can't let it out. No. I think we already did, but whatever. Oh, we you won't did, let it out sure. now. You didn't let people know who's... In here, though. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? I think I did. Not mm-hmm. everyone. No, I think. Not everyone. I, not everyone, no, because right. just the other stuff got happened. But, but uh, yeah, 200 next week, so it should be good. Yep. Kiefer, as always, thank you thank for you. coming in, you and Heather. It's fantastic uh, that you uh, are so pumped to be here, and, and you do a great job. I thought your your Dean Wilson segment was perhaps the, the top of the mountain. Thank you. strong. You, you went fucking down after that. I was straight and, down. <laughs> and then you weren't so good in the beginning, but then you met, you know. Oh man! You kind of went like a I'm dino. Like a, you kind of like, like a dino chart, I'm like an earthquake. No, you went a dino chart. Oh, okay. You started off shitty, peaked really good, All right. and you fell off. Oh man! Thirteen thousand RPM, you were down. I learned how to peak. Just keep peaking. Just keep peaking, bro. Uh, no, it's a good time. I'll, 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 we got some new quotes from tonight. Sprinkling and all that new stuff we can use later on. I, I cannot notes. believe you told that story. <laughs> I took notes over here. Honestly, every time you're on the show, it's some you, new shit. Right? You tell some new shit that people go. Wow. I need to close my mouth, you I guess. You probably no, no, keep should, yeah. yeah. This is good publicity. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to be back tomorrow. Tuesday, Pulp Show with Jason Wygant as a co-host. And uh, yeah. we got some great great more guests lined up. We're going to have some good old good old time. And we thank the, everybody for listening. We thank our sponsors. We thank you. We thank uh, the guests. We thank everybody. Uh, seriously. And, oh, Gibbs. Thank you, Gibbs. Thank you so much. <laughs> so much. I forgot to thank him a couple of shows ago. Good yeah. job, Gibbs. Thanks, guys. So, really want to. Thank him again. Good job, Pookie, for the grilled cheese, too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have a safe drive home. Uh, we'll see you all tomorrow. So thanks, everybody, for listening. See you tomorrow. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and... I was totally nude and it was weird. I I mean
You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.